right, Pinky Already, episode 349, live. Uh, Kyle? A couple sponsors tonight. We got Lyft, CISO, and a brand new one, Bombfell. Uh, links down below. I uh, I really like Bombfell. We're going to talk about more talk more about them later. Um, tonight, tonight, if you're watching this on Saturday and you're not a Patreon, you fool, <laughs> is the fight of my lifetime, perhaps. It's the biggest... <laughs> I my watched, lifetime. It's my about lifetime. you. Thus far, <laughs> it's thus really far, about Kyle. Isn't it always? I'm the uh, self-center. It's, <laughs> it, look, I watched Mike Tyson fight Lennox Lewis. I, I watched it live. We, we sat there. We ate prime rib, and it was it, it was decent. This is so much bigger than that. This is huge. This is massive. It's 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 gonna be a billion dollar fight. I know that the 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 the, the gate tickets didn't sell that well, but that's because they were like two and hundred and fifty percent the cost of the the tickets for Mayweather Pacquiao. They're like seventy five hundred dollar tickets and shit. This thing is gonna do a billion pay per view and gate all combined. And I've changed my mind. I've bought in. Changed my mind. I've bought in. But Conor McGregor has sold me. He has sold me on himself. And that he's the greatest salesman in the world. And he has one product, and it is himself. Hmm. He has he has convinced me that he that that not only that he believes he can do it, but that he can do it. I think that he can knock this man out. I think, especially with the eight ounce gloves. And I know Floyd Mayweather fought forty six of his forty nine professional fights in in eight ounce gloves. I know this. But Conor McGregor hits so fucking hard. He's going to make this a dog fight, and I think he can knock this man out. And if in the first five, six rounds, it, it could easily be a, a Jose Aldo kind of shock the whole fucking world kind of moment. And, and I think it will be. I'm gonna. That's my prediction. I say Conor McGregor wins by KO. What are the odds? When? You have to say it. You have to say I'm a I'm like, round, I'll give right? you two to one odds right now. I'll, I'll take Mayweather. I don't want him to win, but I think it's an easy bet. But two to one odds might not be fair to you. Like in Vegas, you might get four to one. Like I don't know what the odds are. The odds have been shifting, and of course, like like. I don't know a ton about sports betting, but but from what I understand, the reason the odds have been shifting is because so much money has been going in on the May on the McGregor side. Mm -hmm. So many people are betting on McGregor; they're having to shift the odds so that further butts are gonna, you know, save their asses. They got to move the line. Right. I've also heard that very little money has been put on Mayweather. Now, one thing to consider with that is the kind of man who bets a million dollars on Floyd Money Mayweather doesn't let that money sit in a non-interest-bearing account for a whole month, right? They're going to wait till the last minute and put their money down, or they're going to bet on credit. So we got to wait till after the fight, I think, to know what this thing has done, how much money it's made, and that's what it's all about in the end. But man, I am ready for the spectacle. I'm going to move my, my television in, into the living room. My dad's coming over. Uh, Kitty's going to watch between her, between her fingers. And, uh, Isn't it a hundred dollars? A hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, hundred bucks. It's which I'll is, bet you one to one odds, fifty American dollars that Floyd Mayweather wins. I will take. No, I'm not betting on anything. I've already yeah, lost one to one odds. I know he can do better. Kyle, than that. we know that we're not actually going to end up paying the bet either way. It's just so <laughs> so I can be invested. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll buy you a Steam game or something. Fuck it. Like, did we start <laughs> actually paying, Kyle? I think I collected on a bet, or you did, or. Yeah, you collected. Tell your father that the Lannisters are not the only ones who pay their debts. <laughs> <laughs> they might must do it as well. I like yeah. collecting on the debt. I, I, I like, I, and I've I've set up bets where I say, "All right, we're going to bet this, and we're going to actually pay." Just so you know, this is not a sh like a, a. I know we're friends, but what's the point of betting five dollars if nobody pays? Like, I, it, I I like to pay on the bet. It's my preference. Yeah. So, yeah, I. Uh, I, I so would, you're thinking a billion dollars for this thing, Kyle? Like all rolled up? Yes. Like how much bigger would fight. that? How much bigger would that be than the mo than what is currently the biggest like fight? Forty percent bigger or something like that. I think Pac uh, Pacquiao did four point six million pay per view. 
Um, but you got to count the gate sales as well. That's going to be outrageous yeah, because the, their arena is going to be packed. It would, I think this is good. Hmm. And I don't know that Pacquiao was a $100. I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't. Um, I think it was $4.6 million buys, though. That's what yeah. you got to keep in mind. Like $4.6 yeah. million purchased that fight. So at 100 that comes to half a billion dollars rounded up a bit, right? This is going to be double that. Think about the hype and think about what this means. This isn't, where's Pacquiao, from the Philippines or something? Yeah. They ain't got no cable down there. At least my, my racist assumption is that they don't. But what? in Ireland... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. bananas, dude. That's Ireland has like down there, man. They're still dude, you, in Stone Age. I, sir, I, I've seen, I've seen I, I got the You are you hold, real quick, Kyle. You are you're so you're so wrong that it's baffling. There's like four million people in Ireland. How many people do you think live in the There's Philippines? Seven, Just throwing it seven out there. Million. Look, the Ireland okay, seven million. I'll give you so seven. Much. They're going to buy eight. this motherfucker twice. Gonna, Philippines has a hundred million people, <laughs> and that and and uh, Duarte, their leader or whatever, he's going to. I mean, I'm sure he tried to decree that everybody had to buy it, right? I'm just guessing that Pacquiao's from the Philippines. By the way, I have no fucking clue. Uh, I don't care and, and, because, and that's the point. Who the fuck is Pacquiao? I'm not a boxing fan, so I don't know and don't care. Conor McGregor mm -hmm. transcends all of that. This is the United States the versus Ireland. This is the United States versus Europe. This is white against black, even though nobody wants to say that. But it is. I'm sure there's plenty of racists who are out there like, yeah, this white boy's going to get his ass whipped. Or this, 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 this like uppity guy is going to get beat down by the yeah. great white hope. There's I think a of lot that. of people Just see it. it more as like American versus non-American. Or at least that's what I think I if I'm watching UFC fights. Like, I think that like, like, if you're from I, Ireland. See, if I see Filippo Mikiovic or something from Czechoslovakia fighting a Mexican or a black guy who's from the U.S. Like you want the American to That's win. That's not how right? it works. It's not how it works. You're wrong. If 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 you're from the Philippines, you want the guy from the Philippines to win. If you're from Mexico, yeah. you want the Mexican to win. If you're from Brazil, you want the Brazilian to win. For some reason, if you're American, you just pick your favorite. They're all they're all on the menu for you, right? Yeah. When Anderson Silva was against Chael Sonnen, it wasn't Brazil against America. Tons of Americans were against Chael Sonnen. You that happens why? everywhere. Sure. The reason why is because we're not hurting for sports heroes yeah. around. <laughs> All right, you pick. You don't in the in the Philippines. If Pacquiao's from there, because he, he is, he is. Uh, I looked it up. Um, in the Philippines, like like who's their other great sports legend? Right, like 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 I don't know who's their championship Probably basketball. Probably a couple player, of good jockeys player, from soccer there. Soccer player, football <laughs> player. Who the fuck knows? Right, yeah, a few jockeys maybe. But but in the U.S., it's like, oh, my God, pick your favorite sport and then pick the best guy at it. He's probably American. Like, like who's the best snowboarder in the world? Sean it's White. American. Who's yeah. the best basketball player of all time? Michael Jordan. Who's cheating. the best baseball player of all time? Even if you also want to cheating. argue between Icon, Babe Ruth, Barry Bonds, or someone from the modern era, they're all American. If you're from Ireland, I just don't think there are that many great Irish sports legends that are at the top of the game. And Conor McGregor is that. And it's like in Ireland, the sports that they do have that are different where there could be an all-star. Uh, I had someone on Twitter link me to a sport called hurling. That's like, the, I guess, the national sport of Ireland. And it's kind of like it's like lacrosse, but it's not a pouch. It's just like a almost like a golf club, a wooden, you know, almost like field hockey, that kind of thing. But a bigger end and you scoop it up and you smack it to people. And it's like I was watching the clip. And I'm like, this is pretty cool. This is a pretty aggressive physical sport. But the best hurler of all time. There is not a prayer that more than six or seven people in the entire U.S. could name him. Like, nope. and, and they're probably here on vacation from Ireland. Like, there's <laughs> yeah. no possible. Like, it's just it doesn't. And hey, reach forget the same about thing. the population of Ireland because 
it, it, this isn't like we, we, we talked last week about Jewish people and how, uh, you know, there's like six million Jewish people in Israel. And then there's are, yeah. like and, and then the rest of the U.S. I bet there's more Irish descendants in the U.S. I, look, look at look at cities like Boston and up in the northeast that are just every every uh, or in Chicago where they turn the rivers green every year on St. Patrick's Day. There are millions and millions of, out of Irish. Date, but I looked into this like 10 years ago. Even to this day, tons of Irish people immigrate or emigrate, I forget, into America. And, uh, yeah, they, they, they joked that their chief export was Irishmen. You know, like that's their thing. So, yeah, yeah e- even now, lots or recently, lots of Irish people were still coming to America. I'm so fucking pumped. I, 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 mm. I've watched every hype video. I've watched <sighs> all the sparring videos. The three-piece suit for the baby! Oh my god! Can you pull a picture of that shit up? That is. Uh, it'll brilliant. take a second. Conor McGregor. You know what? You know what? The I'll first lay thing it out I... there. It, okay, yeah. Conor go ahead. McGregor bought a a custom three piece three piece suit for his toddler for the fight, and he's sitting there with like some Gucci uh, aviators on and this like purple sick suit. It's 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 it, it's so cute. He's got the chubby cheeks. Look at that. Look at that. And Conor's there like yeah. Oh, this little right. fucker. You know what I thought as soon as I saw Thank that you. is the faceless, nameless band of Mexican women who had to sit in a dark basement at the last second as McGregor said, oh, yeah, I want a three-piece suit for my baby, and I want it now. <laughs> and they said, and so they, you know, they grabbed the only people that can work at 2 a.m. when he's drunk tweeting or whatever, and they, these <laughs> poor women have to sit there all night working finger to the bone, trying to make it. Oh, why, why are you have to, to stay at work so long tonight, sweetheart? We are going to celebrate our daughter's quinceanera. Oh, McGregor wants something. We must obey. Like that kind of shit. Like, I didn't that like it. Italian made. You could tell. Like, like he'd skip no, on that's Mexican suit, get some made. Mexican suit bullshit. Uh, that, that, that's probably a thousand dollars suit that you, little baby's wearing. If you wearing. pay a thousand dollars for a suit that's going to fit a baby for the next nine hours, you can go fuck yourself. I hope he loses <laughs> this fight badly. Oh, what, par- what parent doesn't? Like, like, like if, what parent go doesn't back pay a thousand dollars for a suit? No, None, you're, you're no what parent work, does? Name one other I, one who does. And not like uh, uh, Angelina Jolie or Brad Pitt who like buy a thousand dollar tutu for their daughter Apple or whatever. Like, maybe a, not a thousand dollars in one shot, but you know, I see plenty of babies wearing like nice shoes and lacoste shirts and shit and, and in my head i'm like fuck that, that's gonna fit him for Kyle like the next three months something i mean i think we bought our baby a tux or something for some wedding you know a family member wedding they're surprisingly cheap for it's kids. your pride and joy it's the most precious wonderful thing you have that you want to show off like like you'd put a spoiler on your sports car you'd pay a you pay two grand for some custom wheels why wouldn't you trick out your baby <laughs> it just makes sense to me it does why does this kid have some wheels yeah instead of spinners his wheels could blow bubbles he'd love them <laughs> Dude, he's, he's one step away from piercing the top part of that baby's ear. I'm telling you. Like, have, seen, you ever, uh, have you seen that babies with pierced ears? Uh, you know, I that I, is that is up there in the trashy. No, I might okay. be reading too it's much okay. into this, but I'm just looking at this pic like carefully for the first time. He yeah. seems to really be a proud dad. Like I'm connecting oh, with McGregor. On, like if you just look at his face and the joy he has, like that's my boy. That's his boy right there. There's a video that I haven't yet watched. Uh, because I was gonna link it to you and maybe watch it with you, but it's it's uh, it's titled "A Message from Conor McGregor to His Son for the Future," and it's this YouTube video, I guess, where just the camera's on McGregor and he's giving a message to his son. I'm kind of curious as to what that is. I don't know if anybody, if you're interested in watching it. Yeah, but I'm curious. Man, I'm, I'm You'll just... do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let, let's watch this. If it's shit, we'll we'll we'll, we'll How long stop. Is it? But three. Oh, minutes. okay. Yeah, we could do that. I was afraid it was like seventeen. 
All right, I'm queued up at zero. You guys also queued up at zero? Yep. Yes, he's with Ariel Yuani. Ready, set, play. And it's been all me. And the fight on August 26th will be all me also. So, the little man. <laughs> there's your, oh, there's your son. Yeah. I didn't even realize that he was watching. Yeah, he's watching Daddy at work. I want to bring him around and just kind of show him. He seems to, he seems to come alive when... Uh, I don't know when people are around us and we were walking through the wind and, and, and we were doing some shopping. It was these birds and we went shopping. And um, the crowds start forming like they always do. And then he, when he saw the crowds, he just kind of, I don't know, it's just, he enjoys it. So I want to bring him around and, and so we can all look back on, on these moments. Uh, you know, these are historic moments. And I, I can't wait to share them with my son as he gets older. You have that new father glow when you talk about being in awe of him. It's something that every father experiences the first time that they bring yeah. their son or daughter into the world. But I recall not that long ago you talking about Jose Aldo and saying he has mm -hmm. kids. Yeah. Those are distractions. I don't have. <laughs> what has it been like preparing for the biggest fight of your life as a father? Yeah, that's an interesting one because you know I, I didn't understand what way it would actually make me, but it certainly made me more focused. I am laser focused. Everything is more structured. I I. I I go and I train and I work as hard as I possibly can I like at that moment and then I go home and I rest <laughs> and I spend time with my family and there's, you know, even my coach. Is there going to be a message to his kid in this at all? I, I, apparently <laughs> not. <laughs> I, like, like I said, I had not seen this. Oh, clickbait. Can you believe people do clickbait titles? Sons of bitches. It's worked out perfectly. We've had a great camp this time. I've got to spend so much so much time with my son. And it's been not, Jake not Paul, Jake Paul, just so I can get it in the title. Kind of worry in my head. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I will need to kind of just go away for a couple of weeks and just be alone, but it, it's been seamless and everyone involved has, is to thank for that. My whole team has been so accommodating and so helpful. And, um, and it was pants. And the baby. it's just, it's just, I need new pants. And those are those are bad pants. Become a father before <laughs> he wants some really nice pants head on over the bomb bed. Is I, uh, you can now tell your son that experience. he was a part of this. Yes. Have you thought about that? Of course. His, his entry into the of world? Of course. I, I look forward to the day when I can show him. Show him this. You know what I mean? Show him what, show him my career. The crazy things that I've done in my life. The crazy journey I've been on. And then mostly show him what hard work can achieve. And show him that if you this work hard, you can achieve great things. Uh, you know, because he's come into a life of financial freedom, right? I mean... His financial freedom is secure, so I don't want him to come in in a, in a privilege to be, you know, in a privileged <coughs> mindset. Mm -hmm. So I want to implement what it what it took to get this life, and really instill hard work and focus and and and, and dedication into his mindset. So he goes and he just kept eating and, those. And achieves his own greatness. So that's, My that's son's going to come up in a life of financial freedom. And I, I'm teaching him from day one that you can spend a thousand dollars on a three-piece suit for a toddler or a newborn <laughs> even and stay rich. These are the lessons I'm teaching my son. I'm such a dick. You know what I was thinking as I watched that? Wouldn't it be nice if obviously Jesus talked shit about Conor McGregor's son? <laughs> you know? What the fuck? That'd be great. Yeah, he's a little too highbrow. I don't think Conor would offer to fight. Him at PAX. Like PAX. No. Yeah, and I also thought it about it. It would be I'm the like, biggest PAX just in be, history. It'd just be the same mismatch, you know. Like I'm comparing myself to Connor, but yeah, I would, I would, I would destroy, obviously Jesus. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah. if it's me or Connor; he would lose uh, anyway. This I'm is probably the only <laughs> UFC fight that I've I've gotten excited not tomato you know, tomato super excited about, but I'm I'm actually going to end up watching this one. It's not I've, even a UFC, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's it and that's the other thing. It you know, it's 
it's mixed it's martial arts boxing. versus boxing. And it well, it's it's in a boxing ring. It, it is it's a sanctioned boxing match. Well, uh, what I meant by that but, is but that every fight on the card is boxing. When I said it's all boxing, I didn't know there was a card. Oh, yeah. Well, can I just <laughs> buy the regular fight and can not buy the, the last rest? fight? No. <laughs> yeah, because I don't want to watch a bunch of boxers. That's the. I, I hadn't looked into it because I, you're telling me that there are other fights on this card. There's other boxers to, to that are going to box. Um, I got that from the Rogan podcast. Let me double okay. check it. This this revelation really made me up. less excited. Here's what it should be: it should be one MMA bout, and it should be one uh, boxing bout, and then and then let these two uh, go at it at, at, with the boxing rules. Obviously, it's not a not exactly that fair, but huh? I didn't know there was I mean, an undercard. How many? Or, I was going to say are, how many huge name boxers are there, but I bet there are some. There are four fighters on this. Floyd card. Mayweather is set oh. to face off against Conor McGregor on August 26th in the most highly. Sorry, there's, you didn't hear it, but there's an autoplay that I just bothered everybody with. But anyway, uh, yeah, there's four fights on that card, the fourth one being the McGregor-Mayweather uh, fight. Wow. What, um, well, I, I, I'm not going to watch those. <laughs> boxing, boxing matches go quite a bit longer than UFC generally, right? It could depend, but I, I think it's sort of more likely that they go the distance than a UFC fight. I, I don't have the statistics to, statistics to back that up, but... God, common sense would tell you that, right? That like the guys in the big padded gloves, just using their hands, prob and who get it like a standing eight count or whatever, probably don't. Th those probably go the distance more often than the game where they have the little bitty gloves and they're choking each other unconscious. And there's so many different ways to win slash lose. So, I'm Dude, with I you. feel I like don't have just the stats, with boxing, I think boxing like goes all longer. it would take. And, uh, All it would take with oh sorry go ahead. Jiz is writing in here that it's twenty five minutes versus thirty six minutes, but he's not counting for the break between every round. And you know when you do all those three minute rounds, they spend like a quarter of their time sitting in a chair. Mm -hmm. I don't know yeah. how you could want to get into boxing at this point in time. Like I feel like th if there is one sport or trade where you should not meet your idols, it is boxing because you're going to end up meeting your idol <laughs> and you're going to be like, oh my god. Uh, George Evander. Foreman or whoever, uh, Evander Holyfield. I, I've been a huge fan since you were like, what, what, what did you use to motivate yourself to train? It's like, man, I don't even know uh, <laughs> that, where, where I am. Or, I, I he's like, he's, again. He just go, champ, champ. <laughs> yeah, you're the champ. You're the champ. I got my belt. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I, that's, a, that's an Amazon box that you unfolded, buddy. <laughs> It, my, Evander's pretty with it. I saw Evander's opinion on this. I think he said Connor. I don't think he said Connor would win, but he definitely was citing that Connor could win. It was definitely give him a, a chance. He, he was more pro Connor than most. Uh, Mike Tyson, of course, is like he didn't have a fucking chance. Yeah, I saw. I like Mike Tyson though. I saw He's a his huge one man MMA show. Fan, so I would have thought he he might be inclined to give the MMA guy you know a little more credit, but no. Yeah, I don't know. It's just man, this guy the guy is forty nine and zero, but 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 I'm saying McGregor because his, McGregor uh, believes it, he wants it so bad, and he he does hit really really hard. I mean, we all know the reasons why it could go one way or another. You could talk about age, and you could talk about southpaws, you can talk about brittle hands, but the the real thing, the real component, the biggest one for me is that Conor McGregor believes this shit. He just he, he does, and, and he and and even more than believing it, he believes that if he believes. He can make things materialize, and, and that's that's a powerful thing. I don't uh, believe I, in like the secret that book that came out where you just believe it into being. Well, that that's what we're talking about with McGregor here. That's kind of the secret. You just the power mm -hmm. visualization, the power. I don't of believe it's real, thinking. but I believe that he believes it's real, and therefore it 
it's real enough, if that makes sense. As, especially in a fight. I believe that is crazy. This, this isn't him <laughs> believing, this isn't him believing that he's going to be a software architect or, oh, I believe I'm going to lead the world in real estate. No, that's not it. He's, he believes that he can beat another man unconscious and mm. he's perfectly capable of doing that. I, I, I think, so I think that that is a plus in his favor. Mm -hmm. I, I, what is uh what is Mayweather's chin like? Like, is he known for being able? Is he just so good at dodging punches that he's never just been smacked around, or can he also take a beating? I haven't. I've never watched a Mayweather fight. I've watched a bunch on YouTube, uh, but I don't think that counts. But what everyone says, what the professionals say that I listen to, they say that this man has only been hit hard and caught hard maybe seven times in his whole career. Like out of those forty nine fights, exactly. like like maybe seven or eight times, someone really socked him one. For people that don't know, uh, your chin wears out, right? Like you might enter with a really great chin, and then it gets hit a couple times, and now your chin is suspect. And then it gets, and, and once you get knocked out a few times, it's easier to knock you out the, the subsequent times. Well, Mayweather, of course, has never been knocked out because he's never lost a fight. But in 49 fights, he's barely been hit hard, right? There, there are people who are saying Connor's going to make a go of this one because you know, the, the regular reasons. Mayweather doesn't do particularly well against left-handers, southpaws. And um, Connor does things a little differently. He's, he's unorthodox and, and weird. And Mayweather's defenses that are so well-tuned well might not do as well against a guy who fights weird. Right, so that that's like the Mayweather, or I'm sorry, the McGregor argument, and he hits hard, so puncher's chance. But uh, I think Mayweather, it, it's going to be like a black belt and a white belt. That's just how it's going to be, and the he'll walk into that and soon realize he doesn't have anything to offer the best fighter, the best boxer who's ever lived. And that's I think he's going to get in the clinch. I think he's I think, I think he's going to be dirty, uh, not breaking the rules, dirty, not getting disqualified or points taken away, dirty. But it's going to be a dogfight. I think they're going to be in the clinch a lot. I think as they break from the clinch, he's going to be trying to get punches at at weird angles. I think Floyd's going to try to cover up like normal, and, and Connor's going to come in from weird angles. He's going to be aggressive, and he's going to move funny. I, I'm going to predict that when, when, when they, like, you know, I don't know how in the UFC they're like, get it on, and they, like, point at each other, and they, they, they go. Whenever that happens, whenever the bell rings or whatever, and they, they go at each other, Connor is going to come out and do like a roll or like a like Connor, a serpentine serpentine <laughs> he's not going to be traditional in any in any sense he's going to be I, I i saw him like doing like a like faking a switch kick going from like switching stances from south paul to right and it, it he kind of throws his leg up like he's going to kick and then he starts boxing I, he's going to be very unorthodox i think that uh they're not dummies over there in his camp I, you know every fight that he's fought he he, he picks them apart. It's not like he always goes out and boxes. Like, if you look at each fight and, he, and how he wins each one of them, he, fi he, he, he figures the other guy out, and then he starts countering it. So basically, Mayweather does Mayweather, too. Or I'm sorry, McGregor, he's got the power to knock him out. He can do that. From Mayweather's side, do you guys think there's a good chance that Mayweather will knock out McGregor? No. Or now do that's you think a bet I'll if take. Mayweather does win, it's going to be just a he outlived him? I, Mayweather's going to knock I think him out. You think? Oh, no, I'll take that bet. I, like, really? 10 bucks. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I get odds? I get odds on this? No, one to one. I'm the arbiter. Okay, one to one odds. $10. Yeah, to I, got, I got 10 that McGregor does, does not, not get, get knocked, knocked out. out. So McGregor no either wins or lasts to the end, Rocky style. Yes. He has to that. give you odds. That was the host thing. Like the, <laughs> what, what was he, the, the Bayonne Bleeder, right? What was that guy's name? You should know this. He's a Jersey guy. 
The, uh, they called him the Bayonne Bleeder. He was the the real inspiration for Rocky Balboa. He went. Uh, he almost went the distance with Ali, knocked hmm. him down in the third and oh. like maybe the ninth round, something I like that. I didn't know his name. I've seen him on Reddit a couple times. He's an ugly motherfucker. He took some beatings. Big white guy, right? Yeah, he's a big white guy. A lot of these, uh, a lot of these boxers aren't too good looking, but you can't tell <laughs> if it was before or if it's just like uh, calcified bits of. That's what it know, is. Broken bones. Oscar De La Hoya came out okay. And Mayweather looks good. Yeah, you know, I, I think that I think the way it's going to go down. I'm so confident that Mayweather is going to pwn him, wreck him, whatever the kids are saying now. I, I think he's going to soon realize that McGregor doesn't have any tools that threaten him. That that mm-hmm. everything McGregor has is obvious and simple and white belt shit. And Mayweather will uh, be able to just hit him without fear. And that's why he'll get. I'm very out. glad you guys have different perspectives on this yes i'm i think mayweather is going to win but it's going to be really boring and you guys are going to have to relay that to me because if <laughs> i don't watch it it's just going to be a series of gifts that i watch i mean i haven't day. been this confident since clinton trump yes <laughs> <laughs> god i wish it bet on that one right forget yeah. bitcoin Trump over Hillary. That's where you make your money. Dude, there, you just know that there was some guy out there who woke up at like 10:45 that night after after putting like eight grand on Trump back like eight months ago. Just like fuck it, he woke up and was like, "What? What? Oh, what? I just made a hundred and two thousand dollars? Like that kind of shit? Like, yeah. oh, that would be the best thing ever." But even I'm... if so, apparently, so even if you bet a ton on McGregor at this point. You don't even make a shit ton of money off it, it right? It used to because be that way. It's... Yeah, I think I'm going to get this wrong, but I think it started out at like 12 to 1 odds, right? So you put $100 on McGregor and you get 1200 back. And has it slid to 4 to 1? It, yeah, fighting odds are complicated. For, for yeah, I don't. Yeah. Uh, Chiz says plus 325 for Connor to win and minus 450 for Floyd. Yeah, I don't, so, I honestly don't understand. I, Does that mean like for every dollar on Connor, you would win $3.25? No. So if you put yeah. 100 dollars on connor you get 325 back plus your hundred if you put 450 right. on floyd you get i think your 450 back plus 100 i think that's yeah. how it works we'll see if chiz has it right i saw some uh, some brothers and another right. guy in vegas bet uh on mayweather they know mayweather uh they're like neighbors he's like uh-huh. i see him they're like why'd you do it he's like well i mean i go over to his house and i watch him work out and it's like why wouldn't I? Right? Pretty motivating. Like, yeah. 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 yeah he's he's like, probably, I don't think McGregor's working out at all. Right. You know? well, I, I, I see I him train. Like, this guy like do his thing like over the years. And he's, mm-hmm. he's like, he just, he just sold that, that Mayweather's the man and can't be touched. I've watched all the McGregor uh, training stuff. I've really enjoyed it. Um, I, I, I really enjoy it, man. I like that guy a lot. I like him too. I definitely want him to win. Don't get, if, if I know you guys don't, but if you're an audience member, don't get it twisted that I'm not some McGregor fan. I really want him to win. I want greatness in our era. I want a Gretzky. I want an Ali. It would be happening Bigger right now. Bigger than that. Bigger. I he, wouldn't argue against that. Yeah. Let me, let me just say this. Let me lay out a little scenario for you. Conor McGregor goes in there, and 13 seconds into this thing, he, he floors Floyd Mayweather. And, and Floyd gets up, of course, because it's boxing, but he's just not the same now. He just got hit harder than he's ever been hit in his fucking life. And, the, and, it, and he's dizzy, and he's, his hand-eye coordination's off, and he's still fuzzy. And the ref's like, all right, ding, ding, let's go again. And he's like, oh, shit. And that left just keeps fucking tapping him in the fucking head. And that's what I want. He knocks him out in round two. 
the whole world shook up. The flash bulbs are going <laughs> ape shit, and you get one of those like Ali over Liston moments where he's where like like camera down, pant looking up, and McGregor's just like ah, like and and Floyd's just all dizzy with his eyes open like Chuck Liddell, and you're wondering if he's still alive for like one second. Like Floyd's like my dyslexia, it's gone. I can read. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, Kyle. Did you see this uh, Cowboy Cerrone versus Nick Diaz fight? Yeah. All right, yeah, so, so for people listening, and fast forward, Nick Diaz is, uh, I meant to say Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz is like, he's from Stockton, he's from the streets, he's got a homeboy, kind of tough, you know, FU, etc. And uh, he often intimidates his opponents going into the fight because they're just not used to this level of, like, disrespect and confidence in a guy. He's, he thinks nothing of his opponents, but not Cowboy. Cowboy went in there and he was his equal. You know, Nate Diaz says F you. He says F you. You know, F you. F you. And uh, they went into this fight. I was very excited for it. Two rounds into it, Nate Diaz is having his way with Cowboy. And uh, Nate Diaz flips him like the double bird. And Cowboy Cerrone goes, yeah. Like, yeah. I know. Right? This isn't what I thought was going to happen, but here I am. I'll come out to round three and get my beating. And he did. Tons of respect for Cowboy. I love it. But I see that happening in this fight. I see Mayweather, you know, going into round three or something, being like, motherfucker, you thought you could fight with me? Not in boxing? And, and Connor being like, yeah, well, I mean, it's obvious now. <laughs> how was I to know? I beat lots of others, and, and that's that's how I think it is going to go. Could happen. That might even be the smart money, but I don't think it's what's going to happen. I just don't. I think he's going to come out and be weird. I think he's going to be rolling around doing some capoeira shit, uh, moving around like a panther or something. I, I guarantee he comes into the ring funny, like you know, like 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 boxers know how to get into a boxing ring. And it, if you've never stepped into mm -hmm. one, like you probably trip over yourself. Like it's it's weird. Like if you've never touched that rope. And never like duck down. And if you're not athletic, I, I, I think they, they're all funny. He like squirms in like an anaconda no or something. Way. Connor for a while. has like, been training weird shit. in a boxing mm. ring for a decade now, and I guarantee you, he's not training in an octagon for this fight. No, no, he's, he's been gonna, in a ring. Have you been watching training? Did you see the polymalignology? Polymalignology. I can say the goddamn name when the cameras. Welcome to my world. I still don't know what you're trying to say. Did you see him boxing Paulie, the retired boxer? Oh, like, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that, actually. They, they showed clips of it. So did, yeah, let me so, lay this out for the... Do you want okay. to do it or I can do it? I'd love to. So Paulie is a retired boxer. He's an announcer. He's been retired for like eight months or something. So he high was on guy. camera saying... High, very high level. He was on camera saying stuff like, you know, put lead weights on my feet, tie one hand behind my back. Conor McGregor cannot box with me. Hell, I'll put the camera guy in there in the ring with him. It'd still be game over. Conor hears this and doesn't like it. And so Connor asked Paulie if, if he would be his sparring partner. So they get him into camp. Now, normally, if you're going to spar, you do like a couple rounds with one guy and get a fresh guy in, a couple rounds with him, and you'd keep rotating. He did 12 rounds. I think they called it a smoker or something like that. They had a legit 12-round fight with headgear with a referee and everything against Paulie. And there are multiple clips of, of, of him getting knocked down. And, and Paulie says it was a push, but if you look at it, it's more of a pull. And he's getting hit. I saw no, he, sweat so, off the guy's head. Connor hit the guy, Paulie, and uh, Paulie kind of, it shook him, and he bent over, and then Connor punched downwards on him, legal, and that's when he fell. So the guy's like, oh, he pushed me down, but he pushed him down with the front of his fist. That, that's, that's a knockdown. And uh, so anyway, that, I think Paulie talked trash, like you said, that started it, and then Connor put a picture out 
showing him, showing the knockdown. And Paulie's like, that was not a knockdown. Don't be fooled. That was a push. So then they released a little bit of video showing that it was a knockdown. I've seen it. Kyle's seen it. I, I think it was a knockdown. And most people do. And now he's like, no, well, okay, release all 20 minutes of the video. And, every, and Connor's camp is like, motherfucker, you think we're going to release 20 minutes of our training camp video before the fight for Mayweather's camp so they can analyze it and counter it? Like, no, no. That, we showed you getting knocked down. You shouldn't have ran your mouth. Have a good day. That's, so Pauly quits so the camp, this, this packs guy, his Pauly, bags, and leaves. This guy, Pauly Malignaghi, is a professional boxer. A high-level yeah. professional boxer. He was very good. So he's, he's no slouch at all. Right. So, okay. Well, then that's not nearly as bad as... Uh, but at the same time, he's, if, if this guy, Malig Nagy or whatever, mm-hmm. if he fought Mayweather, Mayweather would, would, would trounce him, I'm sure, right? And everybody yeah. in the boxing world would agree to that. Sure, yeah. But, but it's not what Malig Nagy said it was going to be. Wait, this, this isn't a situation where you put lead weights, tie one hand behind your back and go there with Conor McGregor. And, and he, one of the pictures McGregor uploads, his hands are behind his back while he's fighting Pauly, right? You know, he's, 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 he's clowning him. He, he went 12 rounds with this guy. The guy didn't have... 12 round cardio because he's not in the game right now and and connor fucked him up connor's cardio isn't gonna be an issue i don't believe that i don't believe that for a second like like they've been saying his cardio is gonna be an issue for months i i don't know i i honestly don't know because connor's i know for a fact connor's been in sleeping in an oxygen tent every night connor's been doing like pool training connor's been doing anything and everything that money can buy he's at that ufc institute out there like if there's a way to make a man better at what he is, then they've done it to him within reason. And we're not talking John Bones Jones style here, okay? <laughs> oh, we should talk about All right? But, we should oh, yeah. talk about he, uh, that. Real he quick, cheated again, didn't he? On, on, on Connor <laughs> in 10 seconds, and we'll wrap it. Uh, I think he proved his cardio against Nate Diaz in his, I think, was that his most recent fight? No, his most yes, recent but was boxing Alvarez. Fans, but. Yes, but boxing fans don't understand that you know it's a different game and that it's more it's more demanding. And, and it is a different kind of cardio, right? Like Like... There's a yeah. difference between a marathon runner and an ultra marathon runner. There's a difference between a triathlete. They're just different games, and you're tuning your engine to a different uh, RPM level, right? Like, like the the cardio of say a, a cyclist and a a runner are just kind of different because they do those things at different uh, tempos for different amounts of time. But I think Connor has this. I I, okay. I really do. I hear what you're going saying. into this. I bet yeah. McGregor is way more nervous than Mayweather. No. That's I not don't been a problem a with him so historically. If I'm if if I if I'm Conor McGregor, I've already won. Like like you can't beat me. I just the the checks in the bank. We're just mm-hmm. waiting on it to cash. As long as I don't knee you in the head, bro. Like like well, uh, my okay, grandchildren we're not talking are from secure. Financial perspective. Right now. I'm just I'm just a, talking about of from a box pride club? of no. pride and legacy. Like I bet that he's won't be pretty diminished afraid. a bit. Won't be diminished no, a you, bit. You don't think that like all of his or I guess. In fighting, they usually do all of this bloviating and shit before the fight with the press conferences and everything. And then even if the guy does lose, people aren't their whole life like, ha remember when you were a cocky cunt right before the fight and then he laid you on your ass? But I don't no, know. He'll it's be just, humble he's... in defeat. Uh, after Nate uh, choked him out in their first fight, he was very humble in defeat. Uh, he handled it expertly. Mm-hmm. And uh, he didn't lose a single fan. If anything, he gained many fans. I've been hearing um, a lot of... Oh, I'm sorry. I've been hearing a lot of comparisons, right? Like, oh, this is like a swimmer against a basketball player. You know, like a kid has no chance. That's a stupid comparison, right? You know, Connor throws hands. He's been throwing hands for a decade and a half now. He knows what he's doing. I like this comparison. I, I like to say Connor is a Formula One driver, and he's entered a NASCAR race. 
You know, it's not like he doesn't know what he's doing. It's not his specialty. He's, he's up against a guy who does one thing, turns left, and that's it. Probably the reverse of that. So no. Yeah, Tony Stewart. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Formula One is, is much harder. Yes, yeah, not Connor, that that's why I chose that. Connor, oh, I'm not saying Connor that, does that the tricky is... one. Connor does the one that has every angle, that has right turns and left turns, that deals with tricky. Now he's going to a simplified version where a guy specializes in just hands or just left turns. And, and you know, so he, we got it. Like, uh, sorry, go ahead, Kyle. Well, like a triathlete, right? They, uh, they run, do the bike, and they swim. Am I correct in this? Yes. So, uh, okay, yeah, so to me, it's a bit like the best swimmer in the world going against the best triathlete in the world at swimming. Okay, I like that. There you one go. guy is yeah. specialized at, at this one thing, and the other, he's specialized at three things. So, so I think that's a very good comparison, rather than, like some people say, an ice skater versus a hockey player. Like, I no, hate that one. That, that pussy in the leotard is not going to fuck with that six-foot-three Canadian fucker who's been got no teeth in his head. Like yeah. it's just he's a more physical. I'm not trying guy. to start anything, you know, but I'm not going to back down if it comes up. You better believe that. Wait, is that from a movie? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> like that seems like a quote to me. And I'm, I'm sure that's an overly like, polite Canadian shot. hockey player who's about to knock some skaters' teeth out. I, I go back and watch those videos like at least a couple times a year. All the mic'd up NHL things where you hear the mm-hmm. way they fight because you'll hear in the NBA in baseball in football like when there are scrums and a ref gets too close with their mic you'll hear like go fuck yourself fuck you i'll kill you and like just really aggressive shit and then in hockey you'll see like people line up and be like hey that wasn't cool what you did back there let's throw uh <laughs> you're too big for me man i'm gonna, i'm fighting him or no one and it's like, <laughs> like that kind of shit it's like oh, this is fun like, it takes a real level of confidence to fight in such a polite way you know do they turn it's like, it down? I'm probably going to catch a few. I don't hear them say no very much. Like, no, it, no, you don't turn down fights. Unless it's obvious, like if uh, if some idiot tried to fight the best player, like they, if some jackass tried to fight Tarasenko on the Blues, for example, mm-hmm. and Tarasenko got in that fight, then the guy who pulled him into the fight wins that encounter, even if he loses the fight entirely. Because he, he took their best player out of the game. Yeah, right, right. and he probably will. He might. I mean, Tarasenko's a fucking monster. Okay. But I, I really... Yeah, you, you can't say no for the most part, yeah. unless you're a goalie. But even let's, then, goalies uh, sometimes tend to be crazy, and they won't say no. Let's circle around to John Bones Jones, since that's yes. very, so yes. similar to this. Oh, yes. um, do you want to talk about the Chinese? Because this is a really great... I, what I meant was, like, let, let, let's get a, a different topic in there and then go back to combat sports in a bit. Okay. Uh, you okay. seem into this Chinese story. I'd like you to... Yeah, I, I really like this Chinese you. story. I'm going to link you up right here. There's a, Over here on the Evening Standard, there's a lovely article. Make sure you guys have it before we start going into it. Basically, um, I think this was Chinese state media came out, and they said, young Chinese are too fat and masturbate too much pass the army fitness test you know a guy could take that personally <laughs> how how much are they jacking off that they can't do push-ups anymore this is <laughs> it's not that it's they're enlarged testicular veins and i'll get to that the report claimed eight percent of male candidates suffered from enlarged testicular veins quote this is related to sitting too long on computer games excessive masturbation and too little physical activity it said some 46 percent were rejected for failing the vision test because of because supposedly of the excessive use of electronic gadgets such as smartphones and tablets, uh, and also I think there was something about junk food making them fat. Yeah, yeah. The newspaper report added that the number of uh, um, additives in junk food and fizzy drinks, as well as the high mineral content in the water, was damaging candidates' livers and gallbladders. 
56.9% of potential recruits were rejected for failing fitness tests. One in five was simply deemed too fat. I mean, huh. is the reason that they're failing so much because there's something in China that says like, oh, you know, you have to join the military at this age. Like, I don't think they do that strictly, but they're, they're clearly trying to get a lot of people in their military. You know, whereas here, if someone has, you know, big testicle veins and are, uh, is a fat ass, they're probably not trying to join the military anyway. You know? I also think here there's a certain aspect of the culture that says, hey, we will take you and we will mold you. Right. You know, like if, if take the current me and just young him up, right? You know, a little heavier than he wishes he was. You know what? They would be like, that's a starting point we can deal with, you know, and they would turn me into a soldier. Maybe in China that's not the case. Maybe not. I think their standards just, are higher. What, what, what is the problem yeah. here with, like, I'm trying to figure this out, leading to abnormally large testicular veins. Like, is what what's the if you have big testicle veins what's the problem like what <laughs> is it making it so you can't I run so they you should can't be looking swim? at the bright side think of their incredible prostrates <laughs> <laughs> yes they lay down very well <laughs> <laughs> no they, wait do i have the prostate <laughs> gland wrong is it prostate <laughs> fuck me <laughs> uh, think of their prostates they, they, they could probably hit the wall yeah, it's yeah, it's well really exercised. easy on the doctor's fingers. Just one, di- <laughs> one, one knuckle in, and you're, oh, you're good. <laughs> or you're not good, actually. That's when they figure out. Mm. But, yeah, this is interesting. I, uh, this, this picture they're using of the Chinese army, these guys look pretty, pretty motivated and thin. They do. Like, if you take this picture of their army and put it up next to the U.S. army, I mean, we definitely have fatter people. Not, you think say, that's like, not saying that our soldiers look at their are balls. All fat or anything. <laughs> look at those tiny... Look at those tiny balls, as hard as marbles in there. Those guys haven't tugged one out once. <laughs> Never. They're not eating General Sal's chicken. It's fucking rice, fucking boiled fish. That's it. They're, those are hard men right Ugh, there. Not literally, though, because fish. no masturbation for them. Can you imagine the bathroom in a Chinese army camp? It's just <laughs> a hole in the ground. It's just a hole. Everybody's no, I'm almost up. positive China isn't one of those countries, right? In, at least in I a lot think of on places. the lower end of things that all civilizations are like that, right? Like, I mean, we we had holes in the ground not not that long ago. They were called outhouses. We did, but we not anymore. Like, but both my grandparents grew up without running water and without houses. But this yeah. is that was that was uh, in the long long ago. Now, like, even if I met someone who didn't have a toilet or running water, like, like I'd probably offer to let them live with me. That's really like, not not homeless. And they have to be hot and attractive and female, obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> As a matter of fact, obviously. forget the so no running water requirement. No men, but yeah, that, like, I feel like you could talk to the poorest person in Appalachia. And if you said, you know, oh, can I, you know, you, you probably don't have a bathroom. Where's your outhouse? Be like, what are you supposed to mean by that? <laughs> you don't think we have bathrooms here? Like, it'd be the most insulting thing ever. Like he then he'd have to be like, well, you were right, but I don't appreciate this song. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't rocket science; it's PVC, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, most I Americans that, uh... have running water at this point and and lights and shit. I would I would really hope so. I feel sorry for the ones who don't. Did you guys China see the thing about population growth? Like India is set their... to pass China shortly, and Nigeria mm-hmm. is set to pass America in not very long. And it, it was shocking to me, the, the U.N. projections for population growth. U.S. is dwindling. And I'm like, can we still be like the number one economy as these other people bulk up and add to their 
You know. Oh yeah, absolutely. You think? I was talking. Was, talk- uh, <clears throat> was that what, Kyle? I was gonna. I was gonna go in a different direction. I was talking to a, a girl the other day. That, like she has no plans to have children, and and I and you know and it's a very smart person. And I'm mm-hmm. like, ah, you're not carrying those jeans on though. Like like those genius jeans you've got. They're just ending right there. Just How like, old was ah, she though? Twenty five. Okay. Well, it. Although I'm painting with a broad brush, and I recognize that a lot of girls get more enthusiastic about kids in their late twenties. Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah not, not just perhaps. If I had to put yeah, a yeah, sure. bet on it, I would say that that's going to change. But I obviously don't know this this genius of a lady. Yeah. yeah, China is in first. I don't know why I said it in first. Like it's it's like it's good to have one point four. Yeah, China has one point four oh nine billion. India has one point three three nine billion, and then way down in third is the U.S. with three hundred and twenty four million. And then Indonesia, Brazil, Pakistan, Nigeria. And then, man, Bangladesh in the top 10. Good for you, Bangladesh. I have no idea. <laughs> Where's Nigeria? Well, is it seventh? Is Nigeria is what? seventh? Uh, Nigeria is seventh, yes. Dude, shocking, isn't it? Like, they, they have like, um, they have like half as, uh, more than half as many people as the U.S. I wonder if we have more uh, room to grow, though, you know, like geographically speaking, because like so much of the Midwest and, and, and think of Alaska and places like that is just really sparsely populated. Like our population density has to be on another level compared to, say, in India or China. Oh, you're, you're totally right. We could put 20 New York cities in Wyoming and <laughs> only like nine people live in Wyoming right now. Yeah. I've, dri- I've driven through it and... It's it's just a hilly Kansas, a prettier yeah. Kansas. I There's think. nothing there. And I went. Uh, I remember seeing a sign that I'd never seen when I was driving across Wyoming that said "Last Gas Stop for 300 Miles." Yes. And it's I was scary. like, and I had like three quarters of a tank, and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta top off. Jesus, <laughs> like this is this is risky business. Like a I was lot of driving. People- I was driving through Idaho, and it was the same fucking thing. It was like, it was like, there's plenty of signs to warn you, of course. But let's say you were like really tired, and it was nighttime, and you're just zoned out trying to go cross country. You could end up stranded out there a hundred miles from anything, and it's just, it's just crops. It's just flat fields of soybean or wheat or corn or whatever the hell potatoes probably in Idaho. But I just remember that it was just so flat, so desolate, and yeah, those signs would be like last gas for 280 miles and shit like that. It's insane. Like, I, I drove for two-plus hours on the same highway in the same direction. Didn't see a single person. Not behind me, not a cop, not someone going the other way. It was like, it, after like an hour, it was like, oh, my God, I'm going to pull into the next town, and it's just it's going to be zombies. Like, there's no, like, this kind of shit doesn't happen. Like, how is there no one else in the world that needs to go one of these ways in Wyoming right now? <laughs> like, it seems like there would be. But, no, nah, I'd rather live somewhere like that than in like an L.A. or New York City environment, I think. Wouldn't you somewhere more... L.A.'s a lot better. L.A.'s really spread out. I don't like L.A. I'm just using it as examples of very densely populated areas. Yeah, sure, I get you. I I feel like the densely populated areas, I'm sorry, can be okay to live in if you're rich. Like, you really need to have a lot of money. Otherwise, you have a tiny, tiny place. Uh, You might not be able to afford to have a car. You You can't, like, just go anywhere anytime. It's... But if you're if you're rich, New York can be a nice place to live. Yeah, I that's hate that's what I'm Manhattan. kind of. You hate I, Manhattan. So, it's so cramped, dude. Like, like 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 like. I just remember being in there, and you know, you hear it called the concrete jungle, and that never clicked to me until I was standing on the the, the sidewalk in Manhattan, and I was like, 
holy shit, you can't see the horizon. Mm-hmm. Like, like as far as you can see, it's just more buildings blocking your view. You have to look really high up to see sky. Like, like I'm, it, it's like being in a jungle. Like there is no horizon. That's gotta be depressing. Like to walk I, I had around. A, a momentary second of like claustrophobia. And, uh, when I had that realization, I was like, wow, we are, this, yeah, okay. It impresses me. Like in most cities, you only get that feeling that Kyle talks about in a couple of blocks. Like if you go to Raleigh, I imagine St. Louis, I don't think I've been there. Dallas, LA, like it, it, there's a concrete jungle, but you can like walk your way out of it. In New York, mm-hmm. it just goes on and on and on. New York has tall, like 44 stories in New York is not a remarkable building. That is, it's, it's not noteworthy. They're all, that's like a minimum there. I made that up, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it feels like a minimum. And uh, it, I, I'm impressed with like, I went to the top of the Freedom Tower and I saw it, right? Like from up above and I'm like, oh my God, like this is an amazing achievement of mankind. Now, not everyone's going to like it, but well, it definitely it, is. it's incredible. It blows me away. I like New York. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. There's just something about that many buildings like clustered around you. It mm-hmm. seems like an easy way to get stressed out. Like you'd, you'd like just... Like I, this, this is probably totally wrong. New Yorkers, I know there's people, those of you living in New York, comment how I'm wrong. Like, do you just not get much sun, or do you only get the sun when it's reflecting off the panes of glass or the metal sides? Like, it just seems like it'd be almost dismal. Like you'd look up and see like a, like a Pac-Man style maze of little patches of sky. You know. In my head, they go to the sun places. Like, oh, yeah, that's what Central Park is for. I go there and I get my dose of there. sun. I go to the, the harbor or this or that. And uh, I'll admit that, like, like, really, you have to go to the sun place? The sun place is outside in my world. You know, you don't have to go to Central Park to enjoy a little elbow room. But uh, that, I bet, is the answer. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like... Maybe comparing it to Wyoming was a bad, like those two, <laughs> the furthest true. ends of the pole, you know, New York City or, you know, fucking Death outside Valley. of Cheyenne, Wyoming. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I, I think the smaller to mid-sized town is more my my cup of tea, at least when I get older. Like, I feel like it's just safer. You can buy more shit. If you want to, like, build something the way you have, where you're just like, I want to put, I want to erect a building here on my property. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to fly. Like, you won't have to go through as much red tape. I don't feel like, I feel like in those rural areas, you'd be able to be like, yeah, throw that barn up, throw that building up, you know? Oh yeah, go ahead, build a, uh, you know, an ice rink for for winter or whatever you want to do, which that's something I've thought about before. When I get a house eventually, I want to get uh, one of those uh, freeze over the winter ice rinks. Hmm. Have you ever, or I guess that probably wouldn't work where you're at, would it? In- where I am, certainly in, not. Yeah. In Jersey, it was even inconsistent. Like, it wasn't like you could just put it out there and assume it would stay frozen all winter. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess in recent winters, it hasn't been that consistent here either, but usually it was. Yeah, and it's definitely not worth moving to Minnesota just for the, <laughs> the ice rink during the year, you know? If that's but, the life you want, you know? like <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Nothing against Minnesota. State of hockey. Wonderful. I mean, I, I don't like the state of hockey thing, just like I don't like how Detroit calls itself hockey town because anytime or, or the fucking the 12th man or the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, fuck yourself. Don't give yourself or your town a nickname. That's pathetic. Like, it's 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 really? just stupid. Like, no, it, you have to agree with me on that. When people give themselves nicknames, like if I just started calling myself like Taylor the Great or something like that, and I demanded other people call me that, that'd be inappropriate. And, and I would be deserving of mockery. 
I, know, like, I no, I don't agree. Actually, I, I think oh, it's cool, and yeah. and I think that they're like when you're there, there's a certain like there's numbers around you. We are the cheeseheads. Really, that is a ridiculous thing to call yourself. I don't know. We all think it's pretty good, huh? How about it, guys? And 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 there they are, rooting on the Packers. And uh, it, it's there's a tradition and a camaraderie and a feeling of like same team that happens <clears throat> happens yeah. even amongst the crowd and. Uh, I, it, it sounds like it adds to the atmosphere and enjoyment, so um, there's no one hurt. See, if you wear a cheese head, like that happened organically, I bet, because a bunch of people started wearing cheese heads, and they were like, hey, you guys, you guys are a bunch of cheese heads, aren't you? Curd noggins, or whatever the fuck they say. And then they, they were like, yeah, I guess we are, you know? You know, <laughs> all right, you know they're from Wisconsin, I like to think they Minnesota. took an insult and owned it. You know, like but maybe then, the other I, teams I like, called him a cheese head, and they're like, well, here I am. May, may as well wear cheese then. Like, I, I don't like the Seattle 12th man thing. That's just the easiest example because it's like you didn't do anything. You're not all like do like dressed like Raiders fans where you all spent the last six hours putting on makeup so you can go and press your guy friends. Uh, like, like juggalos, which, which is what they do. That's what they do. You put on spiky shoulder pads and you go, I'm, I'm tough, you know, mostly. You know, I'm an accountant. Uh, starting Monday, I have to get some, uh, some, some sales in or some shit. But like 12th man Seattle shit, it's like that's just a way for them to sit in the crowd and be like, I'm helping. I'm part of the loudest crowd in America. It's like, well, first of all, no, you're not. The owners of your stadium built it to resonate and sound louder than it is. If you want no, a really didn't. organically loud of your stadium <laughs> built it, you want Kansas City, I've heard. I think that's I the shitty Denver. thing, though. Those taxpayers are paying for those stadiums. Kyle's right. Yeah, sometimes oh, it's shitty, and then other times example, I get but... it because it is a way to bring in revenue. But then you also you don't want the government making business investments because they have no... Like, it, it's just not a good idea. They're not Whether it makes revenue or not is fucking irrelevant in my personal opinion because the guys who own these teams and build these stadiums are not hurting for money because they own a fucking sports team. They build a billion-dollar stadium. You're a billionaire. You could have handled this with a check, you asshole. But they, the taxpayers, some for some reason, have to foot the bill. You should get free tickets if you're from that city. If if, if they're going to use taxpayer money, like like if you're an Atlanta resident and you want to go to that new Braves stadium, Sunco Park or whatever it is, like you should knock thirty percent off my shit, dude. I paid into this. I like the way you're thinking. Maybe. Disney World does that. No, um, really? That's cool. Yeah, they have discounts for Florida residents. You know what you can do at Disney World? There's this whole service. So, like, if you're handicapped, you and, like, there's a, there's a number of people that you're allowed to bring with you. And a handicapped person gets straight to the front of every line. So, there are services where you can go online, hire yourself a handicapped person, and go enjoy the day. <laughs> wow, how expensive are they? I don't know. Yeah, you rent a, you know, depends how crippled they are. Uh, you can you can get a guy with a bum leg. You can get a guy with a bum leg for about $25 an hour. But I'm if seeing you get a somebody who's, Uh-huh. I was thinking about you specifically. But if you get like a quadriplegic mute, oh my God, they carry you to the front of the line. You just have to avoid dwarves. <laughs> you can't ride anyway, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that. Uh, <laughs> He's not but, tall enough to. <laughs> like, like 99% of the population, like, like at one point, we're all limited by that. Like, oh, must oh, yeah. be this tall to get on the ride. And those poor little people, like, you know, that's got to really irk them. Someday like, that's going to be me on that ride. Like, <laughs> Ted, you're 41. You're like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> poor Peter Dinklage, fucking millionaire, world-renowned actor. He can't get on the Ferris wheel, folks. 
What if, what if they had like huge platform <laughs> shoes, right? Like, wouldn't you be too polite oh, like, to call them on that? Nah, it's safety issue. Too many people die at those parks, man. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, like right. we see it all the time, and it's so so gruesome for someone to die in that way. Like, if you if you see somebody die in a speedboating accident, you're like, God, that's, he's doing what he loved. His adrenaline had to be a ten. Like, uh-huh. it's not that awful of a way to go out. But you see some little girl dies on a damn roller coaster, you're like. Fuck, she was in. She was just horrified. She was there to have a good time, and now her head needless. Do you like, want all it took oh. was one employee being like, "Hey, you're not allowed. You're too short," and that would have saved someone's life. But instead, hmm. you know, some asshole has to wear, wear like four pairs of flip flops or some shit, and then get on there, and then their parents at the end are like, "We know she was sit three foot eight, but he let her on anyway, and that's unacceptable. We want lots of money, like whatever those those folks do. That's what I imagine what those people sound like. Um, some of Topic I'm excited about. Can, can I throw one more little sure, bit? Sure. I, I don't know if I've ever told this before, but I was at Six Flags over Georgia, which is now Five Flags because they took the Confederate flag away. Um, and uh, and there was, it was Five Flags, no fun. I think it was <laughs> Superman the ride. It was one of the rides where you like get on a, like a bicycle seat type thing, and then you conk, you pull the big thing down over yourself, right? And I'm a slender guy, no problem. I get in there. My my girl had big boobies. Conk, she's right in there, no problem. This beast of a woman and her like significant other try. It's four people wide, right? Like like uh, the each cart is, if you will. But the carts are suspended. It's it's a it's a fun ride. She's so big that she's sitting on the thing, and I'm looking, being very polite. I'm not a I'm not a cunt in real life. I'm being very. I'm just like, oh man, I hope she can enjoy this ride with us because we all just sat. She just sat in line for three hours or something. I got the speed pass for a hundred bucks, and I've been here ten minutes. But shit, she's sweaty as hell because she's been out in that sun. Mm-hmm. And the guy comes over and tries to help. And by help, I mean cram her in like you're trying to pack before an eight-day vacation. He's just and like like I can see his hands like shaking with the effort. And he's like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" She's like, "Push harder." It's not gonna go, ma'am. <laughs> They had to, her boyfriend had to get, the whole thing had to like, it's not like you can just undo one thing. Everybody's things have to go up yep. and unlock so that her boyfriend can get out of his. So it like shut down the whole show and then there's the walk of shame. Mm. It was, I didn't crack a smile. Dude, if I, I were that boyfriend, joke, it was fucked up. I, I will meet you at the bottom. Like, it, it no, that, dude, you can't do that. Oh, come on. She won't be there unless there's a snow call machine. At the end. Oh, there's no she way she has no quick. other options. <laughs> I'll catch up to her. <laughs> She'll never find another guy who fits on that ride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't want that. She's she's a water park kind of gal, you know. <laughs> oh, wave, wave pulls out of order. Not when Betsy's on the loose, it's not. <laughs> oh, <Jesus Christ. laughs> you know, now I have two topics. I, I have you guys been following Boogie 2899? Yeah, he got his surgery. He's down. I don't want to get the number wrong, but I think it's like seven. Even that. Is that wrong? Two nine eight eight. Two nine eight eight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't do any names. It doesn't and... matter. You type boogie, you get the man. Yeah, you get boogie. Anyway, I think he's down like seventy pounds. And um, prior to boogie, I would have told you that once a guy gets over three hundred, I don't notice the difference. Like if a guy dropped from like five hundred to five sixty or something, that's actually yeah. going up. But for four sixty, I'd be like, ah. Good for you, but you know, no, he looks visibly thinner. You can see Holy a shit. difference in him. He's he's already lighter than than wings, and that's not a slight against uh, wings in any way. Four hundred fifty pounds now. No, huh. that's what wings weighs. I think right. Yeah, well, that's, that's boogie in the weighs. same ballpark. Oh, he started at five thirty. He's lost uh, thirty before the surgery, 
and Eki's currently around 450 pounds. Boogie is. Bravo. Boogie. I'm glad Boogie, to see you're out there, man. We are so proud of you yeah. and so happy for you. Well done, that, man. That, I, I can't wait to see you at like 275 or something. You're going to be a whole new human being. And like, I, I don't know shit about shit, but, but from what I, every time I, I hear about something like this, heavy people have all these aching, awful injuries. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that like, the real tr- trick for it was dropping that, that, that burden that you were carrying around. You see people's knees all of a sudden can heal because there's not so much fluid in there all the time. People's mm-hmm. back injuries straighten up. He's going to be a, an inch taller and, and walking around. I'm so happy. Not to make it about right. Remember I got the sleep apnea machine? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it still helps, but I don't snore like I used to. I'm down 23 pounds, I think. It's hard to weigh myself with the cast now. I, I'm 202 with clothes and shorts and stuff and the cast on. Cast. And I was 197 before, so I think I'm in the same ballpark. But uh, mm-hmm. um, anyway, yeah, I snore less. Like, there's it, weight loss helped. Boogie must have a dozen of those with 70 pounds. He Little says he's achy. less comfortable. He, uh, dude, he was, I was watching his video, and he's like, I don't, my bed is uncomfortable. My bed doesn't fit like it's supposed to. It's uh, this and that. I want to be like Casper.com, coupon code PK. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, anyway, like, he finds his furniture doesn't fit right. His clothes, I can see. And, and again, I, I feel like I have like a kind of retardation with regards to seeing a difference in big people. I can see his clothes are too big. Like, I'm like, that looks like a tent on him. You know, like it, 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 he is two sizes smaller than when he bought that shirt. And yeah. uh, it's 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 encouraging. It's exciting to see. Yeah, it's it's really because unfortunately, most of the time with people who struggle with weight to that extent, it's a lot of, you know, oh, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. And then the person usually doesn't get better or at least oftentimes doesn't. And so it's really fun to see Boogie taking charge of it. And I had no idea he'd lost 50 fucking pounds since the surgery. I thought that was only like a month ago. So that's or like Three a few weeks, weeks ago. ago. He's losing, Three weeks ago. That's yeah, he's insane. So, Boogie, if you're out there, stick with it. It's going to be... And, and don't buy new clothes. It'll be funny. Don't <laughs> buy new clothes. Just show up every single time. And, and, and well, you can like buy your clothes, like but you don't, don't wear know. them on camera. You know, just, <laughs> just to stay in your giant clothes <laughs> until you get all the way down. And, and you know, you're, you're 220 pounds in 500 yep. person clothes. That'll be great. I want to I wanna see Boogie not just lose the weight. I want to see him get, like, so into the health and fitness part of it that, like, three years from now, four years from now, we get a really cool YouTube montage of the fattest to like an in shape weightlifting boogie. You know, that would be really, really cool. Like it it's almost it's transitively exciting because of how much his life is going to improve from yeah. this. Like you can see in real time, I I've, I don't really watch his videos very often, but I just went over to one on his channel and you're right. I can totally tell he's lost weight just this quickly. Yeah. Like just you know, go look at the thumbnails on his videos and go down like four rows and you'll see. But it, yeah, good for him. It's pretty exciting. So that's one topic. Boogie's killing it out there on the fitness front. Um, I, I want to say he's joining the PKA. You know, we're all killing him on the fitness. Yeah. I, I feel like I... We should catch up on our fitness talk, by I'll, the way. All right, and... I'll, I'll do mine and fast forward. Um, I'd done kettlebells on one leg. I, uh, I, I Sticking to the diet, I modified it slightly. I added some milk in there because bro science says it's good for healing bones. I've added lots of leafy greens in there. But uh, generally eating clean. And, um, how many fetuses are you consuming a week now? <laughs> I understood that you were getting lamb fetuses because they were more rich in stem cells than any other fetus, except uh, for human, of course, which are 
Well, it's a black market, but let's just stick with the lamb fetuses for now. I'd like to see you get that stem cell stuff. I'm I down appreciate to you calling them fetuses because if they knew I was actually consuming live infants, they would think less of me. <laughs> well, you club them over the head first to go down easier. Yeah, then they're dead infants. <laughs> you, you, just, you put the infant in a bag. You, you bash the bag eight or ten times. It softens everything up. And you just suck out the amniotic fluid, whatever. But, um, okay. I'm eating clean. I'm, I this is the broken leg is going to be a setback on the health thing. It, it is, but I I am yeah. minimizing it and trying to you know heal as fast as I can and get back at it. Somebody else. Mm -hmm. Kyle. Yeah, I'm down to 160 pounds. I'm 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 heading back up now. Uh, 160 pounds. I mean, I got abs going on up at the top. I told I told Taylor I'm like I got like a four and a half pack. Uh huh. All right, <laughs> like a four and a half pack. Um and uh and so. I'm pretty happy that I did it this way. I just sort of starred myself, dropped all, like my love handles are just like, like I, if I looked at my silhouette, like I would step outside shirtless and the, the porch lights would be behind me and I could see a little love handle in the shadow, you know, like, like not a big one, but I could see it. But a noticeable not there. One. Now it goes in, now it goes in and now, now my, my shoulders are much wider than my hips and I, and I've got kind of not an hourglass like feminine kind of thing, but more of a, more of a, a strong thing. Yeah. And what little muscle I have, it's it shows like 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 especially my shirt off. It looks good. I definitely uh, want to add a lot more. I I I'm not doing the kettle pills. I've got them in my room, but the other day I tried to pick up a lawnmower like a fucking dumbass, and I pulled right. a muscle in my back. And I've done this three times in my life. This is the third time. The first time I was 20, and I spent a week on the couch crying. So and then the last time was a couple years ago, and it healed a lot faster. This is almost better now, but it, if I move the wrong way, it feels like the left side of the center of my back, where that big long muscle is. It feels like it's just twisted, like, like so, it's got a torsion in it. To help Kyle paint the picture, he was picking up a zero turn mower, not a, <laughs> not, not, a not a little like push mower that you're supposed to. Yeah, not to. a 1950s like. <laughs> no, no, I was a complete dumbass. I, I was cutting the grass, and there was a, a blanket on the concrete, and I. And it just sucked it into the blades, and I was like, "Oh God, I got to unwind this thing off there." And so I parked it on the asphalt and couldn't really get under there. And so I was like, "Ah, I'll just deadlift a fucking Dixie chopper, slide this block under it for me." And it didn't hurt when I did it. It didn't hurt at all. It hurt the next day when I woke up. It, it was sore, but I was like, "Oh, this is a little soreness. This is probably from that kettlebell routine I did yesterday because I added a 45 pounder to like the big swings. I'm not doing single arm stuff with it like right. Mr. Taylor over here." who should be recast as Gingery. Um, <laughs> I'm just swinging the thing around. And then I got in the shower. I, uh, then I went and sat down at the computer, and I kind of twisted a weird way, and it felt like a dagger in my back. I, I, I screamed a little. It, it was like, ah, 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 And then I was like, try to straighten it again. It's ah, ah, So I got, I've got one of those rollers that Joe Lozon turned us on to like six years ago up in uh, Vermont. It's a really hard... Uh, cylinder of foam about 11 inches in diameter and you lay this thing on the floor and you roll yourself across it applying your body weight to it it's amazing for like leg day when your thighs and your quads and uh your even your calves and stuff are just excruciating you put all of your you i balance myself on like one hand or two hands and then just the roller contacting my thigh and roll back and forth and it's literally wringing out the lactic acid it's excruciating but afterwards you're much better and so i've been doing that thing six times a day to like strip because i feel like the muscles i don't know anything about i don't know what a muscle pull is i i, I really don't but i i know what it feels like it feels like i tore the muscle uh, slightly and now it's really tight and it's not as uh 
it, it needs to be stretched out. It's what it feels like. Uh, and so I haven't been doing too, I've been doing push-ups because that doesn't hurt. And uh, I've been doing a lot of like, uh, what do you call them? Goblin squats where you hold the, uh, hold the goblin. kettlebell and, okay. And, and, it's and it's a squats. goblin squat if you're squatting and you go like, yee <laughs> 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 something like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it's like how you do it? Or something like that. <laughs> but it's a goblet uh squat yes, is that what you're saying you thank you thank you yeah, okay like i never read it I always just hear those instructional videos so taylor uh, you posted mine. your uh sleeveless shirt somewhere was it twitter twitter yep and uh the crowd went wild with it they did they seemed to like that <laughs> uh i i've my fitness has been going really well uh last weekend though i had I ate an entire large pepperoni pizza to myself on one night because I was like, I deserve this. <laughs> and, so I just, <laughs> and so I ate way too much. And the next morning I woke up and I was just so mad at myself. Like, what the fuck? The fuck? Like, like I weighed like five pounds more because obviously you just put on a bunch of water weight. And you don't feel good. But I'm, uh, I'm at like 200 right now. So I'm like right at the 200 point as far as weight. Uh, I can really tell a lot of a lot of gains in the muscle department. Um, I look much, much better in person and in, in on Twitter pictures, I suppose, than I do on PKA. <laughs> I don't do myself a lot of favors here with the, with the, with the lighting. But um, yeah, doing the kettlebell shit, I've, I've been so sore the past week or so. It's like annoying to get out of bed to where like I'll wake up and like just reaching over to like turn the alarm off. It's like, ah, ah, like, ever since I switched. Uh, so now I used to do the one arm exercises Kyle was referring to with a 35 pound and I switched that to 50 and it's, it's obviously quite a bit harder. Yeah. I do 50 pounds in each arm uh, doing those pushes or presses or whatever. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty heavy and I don't know. I'm, I'm still really, really liking it. Like there's, I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. I'm glad you guys aren't stopping on the on the quest either because it's more fun with with company. I'm gonna but give me some of them John Jones I'm fucking Mexican it. supplements. Is what I'm gonna do. <laughs> oh, uh, I was reading about it. I'll go in and from try the crutches. Can, can you see oh, that? I see the bruise. Yeah. Ouch. And this hand too, like it's a it's a it's a workout to get around like a, on crutches. Like, You're not like supposed to walk on your hands. Yeah, you like a little stigmata thing going on there. Have you, I saw a YouTube video of like gymnasts. Uh, mm -hmm. Talking about their hands, and you know, those gymnast women are just—you think of them as the top tier of physicality. You're like, oh my god, what what could she do? Remember when Jerry Seinfeld dated the gymnast? It's—you're <laughs> like, oh my god, I bet she she could do that thing like a scorpion bend backwards, and I could like <laughs> just do crazy things, right? And then you see their hands, and you're like, if that bitch touched my cock, it would bleed. <laughs> like 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 there's sandpaper with these big bloody calluses on them, and these chicks are like, they're like. I usually don't like to show guys my hands. And the guys are all like, women always hate my hands, especially my pinky. And his pinky was all fucked. Like, my fingers are fucked, but I can make them look normal if I want. Like, like I can present them well. <laughs> like, like <laughs> this guy has no choice but to be all fucking mangled. He's like this all the time. Right? Look at that shit. Yeah. Ah, I see you some should potential. run into public places every <laughs> so again. often and just be Turn like, palm oh, up. Oh, <laughs> stick my hand in the... In the in Check out machine. Take that thing, Can turn you it palm give up. Me some coupons? That middle finger's a uh, a French tickler right there. We got it. <laughs> Goddamn red Look, box. <laughs> I've I've had so many girls uh, talk about this. Like 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 they're 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 like they're like always embarrassed about. It. They're like, and your your fingers, they uh they do things that normal fingers don't. And I'm like, oh yeah, I know. 
I know. Like, like they, they, they get, they get in there. Yeah, they're all fucked. Keep talking about it when I say that. Like, I really like it, but then you just move it in just upsetting and disturbing ways. Please stop. Yeah, Please. Fucked. <laughs> my grandpa a lost a finger in a thresher. That's my called a swan finger. neck deformity. That's why my hands do that. It's the uh, the tendon that should be keeping the finger straight is way too long and loose, so it just allows it to go into the negative realm as it is there, and they. Just all the way around, like like they call it crazy. Does it impact things Swan other than your hands? Like, does your knee bend backwards? Or like... Yeah, yeah. Uh, my knees bend backwards, and I can pop my knees. Like, um, I can uh, pull my knee here and like bend this joint like it's a knuckle. Like my knee, like like you know, you pop your knuckle, you sure, yeah, bend yeah. it down. I can pop my knees. They let me see if I can make it do it for the cam for like audio. I'm a little nervous. Nah, nah. It, 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 yeah. You hear that? Yeah, that's it my knee. It's like a quiet fart, but I believe you. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my knee. Clock, clock, clock. Like everything. And then I can walk on my toes on concrete and mm -hmm. shit. It's, it's Dude, bizarre. I fucking hate that. Yeah. I remember the first time you did that. We were at that uh, paintball event like seven years, six years ago now. And you were like, I can walk on my toes. I just remember being like... I'm, don't okay. feel obligated to. And then, and then you just like <laughs> hopped up like... And then both yeah. of your toes like that. And it was... Just looking at it, it was like the fuck. Like you're gonna break all of your toes off. And the thing is, like, like, like I don't transition to it like a bitch either. Like I pop no, you up on them. right onto it. Yeah, on a concrete and stuff, it freaks people out. I, I See, like that's doing why that. I remembered it. You doing it is because you did like a Michael Jackson's like Thriller thing backward, <laughs> so that you, you you balanced out right. But um, yeah, yeah, I can I don't stand have on my toes cool like fists and run around on concrete. jointed shit. I don't yeah. think. There's no such thing as double jointed. It's it's just flexibility. Because if you're double jointed, you'd be like a fucking like mantis or alien or something with like back bending knees or something crazy. There's not an extra joint. It's just the tendons are just too long. It's a swan neck deformity. I only learned that like last year, googling, trying to figure out what was wrong with me. I mean, truly, in the world of deformities, that's like a plus. Yeah, that's not that yeah, bad. Yeah. That's yeah, a, it's okay. like uh, you can be born with a, an eye that's three inches lower than the other one, or you can bend your fingers pretty weird. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to re-up on the finger thing. Thank you. Yeah, after uh, that, you start going into the positive. Like, yeah, my deformity is lots of testosterone and long yeah. Oh, yeah. I've like, got the uh, long dick deformity. <laughs> gigantism. Although gigantism makes you look like a real freak of nature. Yeah, gigantism so, yeah. is a real deformity. I don't think anybody would want that. Uh, not unless you you're going to be a gross fighter head bone like protrusions and your hands get nasty and it hurts to like bend your knuckles no fun there I'm and you don't even become like a real giant so it's not like you're like oh man like i'm on the clock now i'm gonna be you know terrorizing villages in a few short years no no it's like you're still if you're five nine and you get gigantism as an adult guess what you are a dwarf of a giant my friend you I'm but so you have a big fucking he yeah. got, a snake, got a horse's head off with one blow. Yeah. It took a women, and then it took them again. And the children, it covered them in pitch and set them afire. And start Ned Stark's up there like, dear God. Oh, <laughs> All right, man, let me do it. This is, okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, let me do an ad read. Uh, Lyft knows that their drivers are what keep them moving. So they do everything they can to make sure that their drivers are happy on every trip. It's a simple formula. Happy drivers mean happy passengers. Maybe that's why 9 out of 10 Lyft rides get a perfect 5-star rating. You can earn hundreds of dollars per week plus tips. Want to earn more money? Just drive more. It's never been more easy to give yourself a raise. Lyft, has the, Lyft is the ride-sharing app. Oh, excuse me. Lyft was the first ride-sharing platform with tipping built right into the app because getting tipped shouldn't depend on your passengers having a crumpled bill in their pocket. 
You keep 100% of your tips, and they add up fast. Drivers have been paid over $200 million since that feature was introduced, and Express Pay lets you get paid almost instantly instead of waiting for weeks for your money. Lyft has even taken the guesswork out of pickups. The new AMP device, or maybe it's the AMP device, uses color coding to help passengers find their drivers. So, join the ride-sharing company that believes in treating its people better. Go to lyftlift.com slash pka today, and you can get a $500 new driver bonus. That's lyft.com slash pka. Uh, links down in the description. Limited time only. Terms apply. Check yeah, them man, out. Johnny, Give yourself a raise, you were saying. John Jones has uh, really let us all down, right? Like, like I, I think you're a John Jones guy. Um, I'm, I'm out now. Like, like I was a little bit of a John Jones guy. I definitely um, was the, pulling I, for DC. I was definitely pulling for DC as well. But, but it almost seemed inevitable that a new champion had showed up because, like, and I feel like had he not gotten popped for this, he'd have kept going and, and just cleared out the division. And he'd have gotten his Lesnar fight next year, too. Now, if he's going to want to, wants to fight Lesnar, it's going to be in the WWE. That's the only way that shit happens. And I wouldn't put that past him because he's going to get at least two years, maybe can four I, for this. Can I start from the beginning? So, for people don't know, John Jones, the UFC, he's a 205-pound champion. Uh, recently took the belt from DC. They took it away from him. And he had been busted for, I've been calling it steroids. What he was actually busted for, it, there were two things in his system. I remember one of them was... It helped your body make more testosterone, and it was often used for people coming off of cycles. Because, you know, if you take testosterone, then your body stops producing it by itself. And this was the thing to sort of get your body to produce testosterone again. It's illegal. It's banned. It's a performance-enhancing drug. And people were like, give me a really hard time cursing me out like, like gamers would. You know, what are you fucking retard? You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You said he was on steroids. He was actually on something that helps steroids people reproduce testosterone again. Whatever. The guy's on roids. We know he is. He was just busted uh, coming yeah. off a cycle. So now he was busted on some... It's, it's a metabolite that your body produces when you're on steroids. Do you remember what it's called? Like Turnable it's, or something? It's like Tribinol or something. It is a steroid but mm -hmm. manufactured in, in Germany. Um, it, it's not an anabolic steroid or something. They, they said... I don't, I, I'm not an expert in steroids or anything. I know a little bit about them. But what they said is that this one... Um, what the, some of the features of this drug would be that there weren't going to be any uh, gynoplasty type uh, uh, side effects. You're not going to get bitch tits. You're not going to uh, have the issues that traditionally can come along uh, to rit, to uh, and uh, and all, and they said that it was good for adding lean muscle mass and maintaining it. Um, it's a steroid. Like there's no like this isn't like Clomid. This isn't uh, an an estrogen blocker. This isn't like uh, a diuretic. Which they which they ban because diuretics are used to get the bad stuff out of your system, so you don't get caught. But so it's illegal as well. This is an actual steroid that he's been popped for, um, there, and, and it's it's his pre-fight piss test, I believe, or blood test, however they do it. I hope I know he's got to give the belt back, which I hope makes DC the champ, and they don't do some interim bullshit to him. I, mean, I heard that. What I want to know, what I want to know, because I believe DC got a million dollars flat. Uh, to fight that fight, and I think John Jones got half a million or six hundred thousand or something like that. I'm curious as to how much of John Jones' money is going to go to Daniel Cormier because I want good things for Daniel Cormier, and, ha and an extra half million dollars would be real nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't. Uh, Chiz put a list in here of things. Uh, let me read it off. Having his victory against Cormier overturned. 
forfeiture of his purse, that's huge, forfeiture of his title, also huge, four years of ineligibility imposed by USADA, a $500,000 UFC fine, a CSAC-imposed suspension, I'm not sure what the California Sports Athletic Commission, I think, um, a fine of up to 40% of his purse imposed by CSAC, a potential civil lawsuit by Cormier, by Cormier for alleging battery. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. And because it, he's cheating. There's something it, to be said be, for that. Like, he might not have landed that head kick against Cormier's skull if he wasn't on steroids. Like, you yeah, shouldn't be able to. Absolutely. Like, this is a combat sport, and he's used, I, I, I really, really dislike it. I, I uh, yeah, I am. Um, what do you hope happens? What, you're, 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 you're the uh, USADA or whoever makes this decision. What do you, what do you lay down on John Jones? Uh, all these things, what we just mentioned, I think that all well, sounds right. Well, you have to right. pick and choose because one of what? them is like he loses 40% of his purse and another is he forfeits his purse. Um, I don't think so. Forfeiture well, of you, his purse. So that's all of it. A fine of up to 40% of his purse imposed by CSAC. So it, it looks like um, these are different organizations that are both fining him. But I do see that we're going into the negative. I, I, I see where you're headed on that. Or. It, it could like, be like, either like, or, but... The way I read this, like a five hundred thousand dollar fine, forty for friends of his purse by the California State Athletic Commission, forfeiture of his purse by USADA, like like all these people are penalizing him. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I do see where you're coming from. They look like they're redundant. Uh, I hope he loses. I, I, what I really want is for his purse to go to Cormier. That's yes. what should happen. If That's you go what in there, if, if you miss weight, twenty percent. Uh, 20%. Or, actually, it, it depends on the state and it depends on if it's your first time, but 20% is That's a good true. estimate. And um, uh, so yeah, I would like to see his purse go to Cormier. I would like to Agreed. see Cormier get that money. Everyone loves 1.5. Yeah. So I want Cormier to get all of his money because he doesn't deserve a dime after that. Um, and I, I don't think Daniel Cormier will sue him, but I would certainly understand if he did because that guy came in there. It's the equivalent of like, I don't know. I think they used to like do stuff to boxing gloves to make them more uh, hard hitting, like maybe put lead inside of them. Or uh, there's a, uh, maybe it's Million Dollar Baby where the boxer's talking about the guy who had a thumbtack in the thumb and he was punching holes in his cheek the whole time. I think maybe Morgan Freeman's telling that story, but he was black so nobody would like look out for him in the ring. Hmm. So I think it's the equivalent of that. This guy's coming in there juiced to the gills. This guy's on, he's on steroids, he's, he's enhancing his physicality. And it's not like this was a, uh, you know, he choked him out. This wasn't a decision. He kicked that man in the skull so hard that he went unconscious and then pounded him into the ground. And He's got a case there. I, I want to lay out a little bit more. So John Jones, like we said, he's been caught for uh, drugs associated with steroids and for with coming off a cycle. The first time he fought Corbier, he had testosterone levels like of an 11-year-old girl. You know, it's supposed to be a one-to-one ratio. That's what people would have. Uh, this guy is a 27 or 28-year-old professional athlete at the time, and it was like 0.23 or 0.28 to one. Like, not something. Uh, Cormier's was a little low too. It was like 0.7 to one or something like that. But one, he was older. He's like 37, I forget. Fatter. And and, uh, and they go down apparently when you train intensively. But they don't go down to what John Jones. John, you would not have an 11-year-old girl's testosterone level. If you're an elite athlete at John Jones' age, ask a question: age. Is it, it? Are you referring to? I don't know. Is it the ratio of testosterone mm-hmm. to estrogen that we're yeah. talking about? This one to one. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah. That I don't know if I said that. The TE ratio, and um, 
So he had a highly suspicious test, but they kind of let it slide because they didn't find any actual steroids in his system. Yeah. Um, and then they found the steroid thing he used to recover from the cycle, and now they found actual steroids in his system. And I was listening to Chael Sonnen talk about it, and he's like, in terms of steroids, the thing Jones was taking is like seventh best. You know, it, it's not the top one. He's like, but Jones is tied into it. He's like, I saw that guy do it the weigh-ins. Jones would take before camp pictures of himself and he's fat and he's soft and he doesn't look good. And then he would take finish of his camp and be like, look at my transformation. Look at the hard work I put in. And jail is like, you're fooling those people, but not a smart Mark like me, a wrestling term for people who get it. And uh, he's like, I could look at you and tell you which steroid you're taking. You have just outed yourself as a star. No one made, that's not what, training camp transformations look like you went from a non-athlete to a professional athlete in 12 weeks no you didn't you're on steroids you outed yourself and uh he says and i still uses steroids yeah jail so considers himself an expert in this he's like i know i'm a smart mark i'm the guy he's like i can tell you when i fought john jones i was juiced to the gills he's like i had more juice in me than tropicana was his line <laughs> <laughs> and he's like and that guy still pushed me around he was on the juice too and uh uh, Chael Sonnen was saying that he out of himself, he could see it, he knew it, but he was talking to Gilbert Melendez and he's like, I guess he found a way because he's tied in, right? And at the MMA level, sometimes guys maybe don't have access to the same experts that like a baseball player would or a football player would. But John Jones has two brothers in the NFL where the big money is, where people like, you know, pull their resources and, and get the, the best of the best stuff. And he's like, so John's juice the kills. I can see it. I can see it just by the eye test, but I guess he found a way. You know, he's not that yeah. stupid, is he? Ah, apparently he is. And, he's, and one of his key points was like, if this guy was on Turnable, Turnable, um, my money is he's on five other things too. You yeah. Know? Oh, and, yeah. It, it, yeah, you can't put it past him. I, that's just how it works. You know, you kind of have. He didn't take from, one from, drug. He had a cocktail Yeah, from my research, it's a cocktail. It's mm-hmm. a cocktail because you're really messing with your body's uh, hormone levels and you have to correct those levels. And But but from, from the brief reading I did about that specific steroid, it seemed like, he said seventh best. It seemed to me that it was indeed like not one of the more strong steroids, but one of the uh, ones that's in and out of your system quicker. Mm. And uh, I, I think I saw Chael say something like he would have had to have like shot up like that week. <laughs> you know, oh. like, like what was I did some reading yeah. on this and okay. uh, apparently this drug, I think it came out of Germany and the guy that provided the drug to people also provided the test on how to catch people with it, the, like the metabolites that your body makes that, that go with it. So what happened was he found a better drug and then his people stopped using it and he released how to catch it to the people like USADA so that all their competitors would get busted for that drug. Does that make sense? It you know, does. His people moved on past it and then he's like, here's how to catch all our competitors. And, uh, and that, that's, now they can Brilliant. find this stuff in your system like a month out, I think it was. So very difficult to, to beat that test now because they have an enhanced USADA test. So disappointed in that, you know, like I don't why, like. Why don't they test them before the fight? Because they want to make the money from the did. fight, regardless. They did, but they didn't get the results back. Oh, okay. yeah. okay. until until like now, or I don't know if the who knows when the results when like someone knew. So, but so we basically, know are now. they basically like it seemed like I don't know anything about MMA or UFC or how it works, but it seems like this is the way that you would release information on doping and steroids if you kind of wanted to keep it from 
sullying the reputation of the sport. Like, they're trying to be like, oh, and and they're being tested for it, so this fight's going to be legit. Oh, the fight happened. All right, two weeks later, nobody's talking about it anymore. Four weeks after that, nobody's certainly talking about it. Everybody's on to the next fight. Oh, by the way, that one guy from, like, forever ago, he cheated again. Well, like, you it, saw it, that's it's it a separate like independent. It's a separate independent agency. Um, so, so I don't know. It, I, I'm glad there is a USADA keeping those guys in check, but but clearly not keeping John Jones in check, and it didn't protect Daniel Cormier, did it? Yeah, like, what if he killed Cormier? Good. He wrote, "That's why you have Mark Hunt suing the UFC and Dana White on top of Lesnar for racketeering, fraud, battery, and civil conspiracy." So Mark mm-hmm. Hunt fought like. I don't want to exaggerate. It was four or five steroid abusers in a row, right? He fought Bigfoot. He fought Lesnar. He fought Overeem. And maybe I don't remember them all. But he's like, my gosh, like every time I fight a guy, that other guy's on steroids. It's ridiculous. And then he's saying that like, and like Brock Lesnar in particular, they bent the rules so that he wasn't tested before he fought Mark Hunt. Like they, normally they make you... Like enter the pool six months before a fight. But for Lesnar, they're like, ah, come on, and you can fight Mark Hunt. And then he busts positive for steroids. And Mark Hunt is like, what the heck? Like, how Did can Mark you... Hunt lose all these fights? Most, most of them, I think, against the steroid users. It's, it's pretty tough to beat a guy on roids. And uh, Brock Lesnar is a good example. Anyway, now he's suing. He still fights in the UFC. He's like, look, I need money. But he wanted all of Lesnar's money. And I thought, sounds fair. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Lesnar's got so much fucking WWE money, he doesn't even notice the account with the UFC stuff in it. I don't like, know that he shouldn't get more than the the purse. I, you know, he wants the purse, and that seems fair, right? And Lesnar's yeah. purse was big. He's a huge draw. But I'm like, dude, like, if someone on steroids goes in there and batters you in the cage, is it insane to, like, sue him personally? He was on, like, that's this isn't a ball sport, right? This is a punching on the head sport. and Absolutely. Uh, Would you extend, just curious, would you extend that to the NFL? So let's say there's some uh, linebacker out there. Let's say, hold on, let's say there's a linebacker out there who's on roids to the gills, jacked beyond belief, and he tackles some guy so hard that he cripples him. And it's only because he's so powerful and strong that he was able to, you know, hit him from the back like that or something like that. Like, would you you put that into the same category? The only time I would is if it were a uh, the kind of hit that would be a foul, like if it's a head-on head collision that was in, that was unnecessary or something. If it appeared that the hit was dirty, and then you found out that not only was it a dirty hit, but it's a dirty player, and the other guy is like fucked, then that's a different situation. But everybody in the NFL is on steroids or something. They're all blood doping. They're all on steroids. They're all on all kinds of shit, and that's how I like it. <laughs> I think the NBA too. The, the NBA yeah. is a oh, better absolutely. example of where I'm like, you don't sue a guy personally for like NBA dunking on you. Dun- yeah, for dunking on me. It's a different yeah, thing. Yeah, but nobody gets like super but hurt Taylor makes in the a, NBA. Taylor makes a good argument. Like, you know, does it extend to the NFL? How about the NHL? Like, I can see where you're going with that. And what do you do when you pick up that dead guy and he's just as juiced as the killer? Then, it, then it's a wash. <laughs> yeah, then it's oh, a push. Oh, is it? Yeah, see, that's when it's not fair. That's when the house keeps be. the money. They- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just strongly believe that everybody at that level is cheating, you know, because mm-hmm. 
You just have to be, right. and you can't blame them. It, it's almost not cheating because because it's an even playing field. I, I when it, I read it, it was cheating. so unfair to DC to me. Like like DC, if Jones wasn't on steroids, I think DC wins that fight. Who knows? But I that's too. what I think. Yeah. And, and, I and think DC is never crying in the octagon. He's never embarrassed, right? He's not interviewed while crying by Joe Rogan after having been knocked out, saying things that weren't right. He does, you know, like he embarrassed himself a little bit because he got mad that the he thought the ref stopped the fight too early. Yeah. He was wrong. He was very wrong, but he didn't have a clear recollection of what just happened, right? Uh, he got knocked out. And uh, and that was like everyone kind of – people give DC a hard time even though he's a good guy. Man, none of that should have happened. He was up against a guy who was cheating. And, and he's eating fried chicken and cupcakes. Like that that's his secret fuel is <laughs> fucking KFC and Popeyes. this guy's up there on Torino Ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I, I don't know where else there is that's to go the in the Babe Ruth argument, you know? I remember hearing people say, like, Babe Ruth did this shit on chili dogs, <laughs> cigars, and beer. Like, Barry Bonds is out there with the clear and the cream and, and like, European scientists, like, tinkering on him like he's Ivan Dra Dra Drago or whatever. Yeah, it is weird how that's changed. And Like, Wayne Gretzky used to eat, eat two hot dogs with relish and mustard and mm -hmm. drink a Diet it. Coke and drink a Gatorade and drink a water between every period. So he's eating multiple hot dogs every Wait, day. Wait, how many hot dogs is that? That's four hot dogs after okay. the first period and after the second period. Oh, that's no big deal. I mean, that's you're doing a lot of moving, especially fucking Gretzky, because it was always like, hey, should Gretzky come off? Are you are you high? No. Like, <laughs> just leave him out there. It's fucking Wayne Gretzky. Give him another but, chili dog. Yeah, give him another chili dog. But like, if that happened nowadays in an NBA or NHL or NFL locker room, they're like, this is just what I do. I just enjoy two hot dogs and a Diet Coke after every period. They're like, oh, do you? Not unless you want to be out on the streets and with no job. You fuck, you're gonna have a cliff bar and a giant jug of Gatorade is what you're gonna have. Like that just it wouldn't fly. Like there are pictures you can find of I think baseball dugouts or you know, any sport from like the fifties, and it's like between action, these guys are smoking. Yeah. They're smoking. Like can you answer. I mean, not at all. Absolutely. Nicotine is, yeah. Sure, for baseball. Yeah. Look it up. Oh, okay. Baseball that actually makes some sense. Oh, well, that's why uh now they can't do uh, chewing tobacco anymore, right? Uh, I, and it's just pretty fucking gross, if you ask me. It's a bad um, influence. I think, uh, yeah. you know, a lot of people idolize them, and you don't want them you ever, chewing. Is everyone here familiar with John Daly, the golfer? Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I watched that clip from the other day where he was just going through how unhealthy and awful his life. You, you can describe <laughs> it. You go ahead. So John Daly smokes, drinks, uh, and eats candy. He's, uh, he's, he, his weight has fluctuated over his career, but this is a guy who won the <laughs> British Open. All right, this is a, this is no slouch. This is a top tier golfer of all time, really. He he fits in there with all the greats. This guy would smoke two packs of cigarettes a day. I heard a story uh, that he told about fifty cigarettes a day. Chiz says I heard a story that he was telling Stern, and I'm probably getting some of the details wrong, but I want to say that he was at this. They're like, didn't you go to this course in New Jersey, drink an entire case of beer, and break the course record? He's like, yeah, I did that. <laughs> like, 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 how many packs of M&Ms would you say you eat a day? Oh, hell, four or five. I love them peanut M&Ms. Uh. Well, how many, how, many, how many muffins? Well, what kind of muffin? <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like eating muffins and drinking beer and smoking cigarettes on the course. And, of course, the PGA wants to put someone like Tiger Woods out there. Remember Woods in his prime wearing those athletic shirts? And he'd like be mid-stroke and they'd have the freeze frame. And he's just ripped. He's just ripped in a way you didn't even know golfers needed to be. Yeah. And then John Daly's out there with that belly. John Daly can hit that ball so fucking hard. 
he can drive that thing like 520 yards or some shit. I don't know what the exact it's number is. But can. the interviewer asked him, they're like, what's your longest drive? Oh, New York to L.A. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good he answer. Did, when he yeah, hits it, it fucking disappears. It's, it's, it's really cool to see someone. He, he's like the... Um, Who's who's that UFC fighter with the big belly? I, I'm 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 uh, big, country. big country Nelson. Yeah, yeah he's, the, he's the big country Nelson of golf. Go. <laughs> I love seeing that. I like to see the guy who like has so much talent or whatever it is that makes him be able to do that and just not give a fuck about anything else. Like, yeah, I stumble out of bed hungover and 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 did this. Now John Jones would would say that he's like, last time I beat you, I was I was I'd been up all night doing cocaine and strippers, and I still whipped your ass. <laughs> And what what he doesn't add on is and Diana Ball and Clomid mm-hmm. and and a little blood doping and like like he doesn't he doesn't throw that out there too. Here's the version of that guy in the NHL. His name's Phil Kessel, and he looks like a high school janitor, <laughs> but he is one of the best hockey players in the world, and he is quick. It doesn't make any sense because his body screams. I pick up banana peels for minimum wage thrown by rowdy kids but you know the way he plays says i make nine million dollars a year or whatever it is so it's pretty pretty cool you're right i do like that especially i like that john daly pick that chiz just linked with him uh him he's just not a good body type not a good body type at all but i like i I typed it in so it takes like five minutes to smoke a cigarette right okay is that a safe assumption yeah so he smokes 50 cigarettes a day five minutes per cigarette and this is not even counting the fact that he's not standing outside all at once smoking all these cigarettes. He's walking places back and forth to go smoke, I assume. Oh, he gets on the car. That's, when he plays, he has to walk. Four, that's four hours and ten minutes spent smoking cigarettes every day. That's half as much time as he spends sleeping, if that part of his life is healthy. Like that's, oh, it's, it's not. Can I you saw imagine that? How do you I, have the time to smoke 50 cigarettes a day? What are you doing? How much is I love pack? his alternative. 22? Oh, golfing, I guess. Uh, yeah, it depends golfing. what state you're. He's in the South somewhere, so probably five dollars to six dollars a pack. I, I mean, how many cigarettes are in a pack? Twenty. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he smokes two and a half packs a yeah. day, so fifty. He's he's got this very big, nice house, and it's on a golf course that he owns. It's his it's, it's his private golf course, um, but he sleeps outside in his camper. And it's, it's a like shitty motor- golf course. He's got a motorhome with a California King bed, and it turned sideways. So he's like, his head isn't facing, you know, the front or rear of the vehicle. It's it's the other way. Big TV at the foot of it. Big thing of liquor over there and glasses. And he's like, why would I sleep indoors? Got everything I want out here. <laughs> like he travels the country in that motorhome. It's he's. He, I dig it. I like Don, John Daly. Uh, his Stern interview was excellent. I have. Yeah, seems like a likable guy. Yeah. Did, What's your topic? Have you been following the H three H three lawsuit? No, oh. I have no. I I know. I know, I know who that is. I will lay this I know out who the Ethan best is. I can. Yeah. So it's Ethan, and I'm going to mess up her name. Hila, Hila. It's it's not an everyday name. And uh, they're a married couple, and they have a great YouTube channel. I've seen dozens of their videos. And um, uh, what they did a couple years ago, a couple years ago, they got a video by a guy named Matt Hoss, and they kind of mocked it. Uh, he if I remember the video right, Matt Hoss like comes upon this girl and she's like, you know, you can date me if you can catch me. And he chases her around and he combines like parkour with pickup and it's really silly and they mock it and whatever. 
I don't love mocking videos typically, but I will say H3H3 sticks to people who are kind of strong. You know, like it's one thing to mock like the president or a 35-year-old wealthy guy or something like that. It's another thing to mock like an 11-year-old trying to learn to sing, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so uh, that's H3H3. You know, they don't really pick on the vulnerable and uh, they tease Matt Haas. They, they take clips of this like pick up a girl using mediocre parkour skills and uh and intersperse that with their own like reaction to it that sounds pretty funny (laughs) (laughs) they do a really good job they're funny people and um so matt hall's fire filed a copyright claim against them and uh they did like a counter thing and they lost like on the youtube front so then it goes to court and he sues him for three things. I hope I get this right. One of them is for copyright infringement because pieces of Matt Haas's video were in the H3H3 video. They were. Another one is for libel because he said like nothing had happened for months when in reality in that period of time Matt Haas had sent an email. You know? And uh, another one was for... Um, uh, there's copyright. Oh, I forget. Some sort of technicality having to do with saying they didn't actually copyright it. Like, that was a double. They won on all three cases. And I wasn't sure they were going to win. Um, a lot of people claim fair use, and they overclaim fair use. Like, a, a good example is, like, I thought they might lose because I know in music how it works. If you take one note from a song, well, you can play it again yourself. If I try to play a note the same way Taylor did, then I'm in the clear. But if I take one note from Taylor's song, then that's copyright infringement, and we have to work out some part of my profits go to him, right? That, that's how that works. So in the video world, I thought maybe the same thing happened. You know, if I take, uh, that video might've been half Haas's video, making that up, but it's not a terrible estimate. Half of it was H3H3 original content and half of it was, you know, the content that they were mocking. And I'm like, man, I don't know if they're gonna win this and I don't know if they should because I don't think it's always great for like one guy to, st- like I, I can't just take your video, put it on my channel, add some seasoning to it and, you know, say that it's an original piece. The, uh, the lawsuit did a really good job of, like, differentiating between what H3H3 does, which is, like, take not your entire video but, like, a piece of it and then add to it. And they said that, they, like, if I did it to Kyle's video, for example, what they made was not a substitute for Kyle's video. It was a different thing, an original piece of work using his. Um, whereas there are other kinds of reaction videos that are kind of group viewing sessions, you know, where I take Kyle's video and then just laugh every now and then, or, you know, kids react. Yeah. Kids that, react. Uh, or I guess that's just, uh, that's, that's not even the people who own the channel. That's just people that they conscripted and, you know, gave a shiny nickel to, to sit there and do that for a while. I thought sure. that was a good example of free use. Yeah. Fair use. Uh, kids react. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know where that would fit in because they I, don't they take your entire video in Kids React? No, they don't, do they? They just take they show pieces a clip or of two. It. Yeah, yeah. So I think that would fall under the yeah, H3, H3 OK. But you, you might not be familiar with it. There are YouTube channels that actually really thrive by taking outstanding content, putting like their face in the top left corner and watching this outstanding content. And once you see it, like I've watched, um, there's a particularly good white basketball player who dresses up really nerdy and challenges uh people to oh play i've seen that the professor. Uh, no but 
I love the professor too. <laughs> no, this guy, you wouldn't know him. He's not famous. I don't watch a lot of freestyle hoops videos. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's not famous, but he's like an, he's like a six foot five white guy. He dresses up like a silly golfer and he's like, Hey guys, can I play? And he looks all weird. And then you see him play and within seconds, even a non-player like me can be like, Oh, I see what he's doing yeah. here. This I love is, that. By this the way. is like, um, Woody Harrelson and white men can't jump yeah right? like, oh yeah. what a great movie yeah so seen he, he kind of does that anyway they're reaction videos and people just like it's a substitute for the original video now that i've seen this guy go oh yeah well that's what he does i can see it that's what this guy does i don't need to see the original it's just a group viewing session and the court did a great job of differentiating between like taking your content and adding to it and turning it into something different. Maybe something that would even turn me on to seeing the original video as opposed to a group viewing session, which they're like, that is not fair use. Like, or maybe they said they had no opinion on it, but they definitely didn't clear that too. And uh, it was a huge win for H3H3 and it's not... Um, oh, so it's over. It just ended, like today, I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, today or yesterday. And um, uh, it's, it's a big win for like fair use on YouTube in general. And it's a way that, not that my opinion matters, I like. Like, it's one thing to take content and turn it into something different, and it's another thing to do, like, a group viewing session, which is not uh, not as cool, because that's yeah. dealing from the content. You know what I really like? I, I, I don't mean to change the subject necessarily, okay. but, but, but I like undercover experts in anything. I like it when someone is the, like like I've seen uh, a black belt, a world class black belt in jujitsu, go in and put he puts his white belt on, he ties, ties it, it wrong. wrong and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's he's <laughs> smart about it. Although he showed too much skill right away, just just fucking tapping purple belts like it's nothing and just like rolling them and flipping them into positions where they're just like, what did you just do to me? Like like it, everybody was getting wise to it. I, mm -hmm. I've been watching a ton of Gordon Ramsay lately, uh, oh, and like about. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and Gordon Ramsay will, uh, who's the the famous Michelin star chef, he will uh, put on a full prosthetic suit, like a fake face that you have to like peel off, like a uh, wig, big belly, the whole nine. And then he'll like take a cooking course from like one of his former students or something. And everybody's learning to make pasta, and making pasta by hand is very difficult. There's a there's a bit of like stretching it, and there's a, there's all of these techniques to it. And then actually forming the pasta if you're doing rotini or something is is a whole thing. He's over there, just like all the students are like, it it's like it looks like a Play-Doh factory. They're just making messes, and he's <laughs> over there flipping this shit and fucking slicing and dicing and like there's a part where they're separating a chicken and he he, he adds a little voiceover he's like only a world-class michelin star chef could separate a chicken like that let's see if she notices <laughs> and the teacher's like oh you did a perfect job see everyone look like she takes it as a compliment to herself like see he gets I truly it. am a good teacher yeah yeah <laughs> that's and, the takeaway and gordon's over there talking to the other students he's like did you know she trained under Gordon Ramsay? He's a dick. And they're like, yeah, I don't really care for his attitude. <laughs> but it's him the whole time. Um, undercover boss to a lesser extent is cool like that. But I especially like it when these guys have talent. When these guys are professionals at a sport. Like I've seen the hockey, the undercover hockey guy. He goes in um, to like a beer oh, league. I haven't but seen he, that one. Uh, it's an NHL player goes into like I, beer league hockey or something Forsberg. like that. Oh, Philip Forsberg? He goes into like beer league hockey and he's just fucking, fucking carving them apart. And everybody's just like, what is he doing? He's doing like trick stuff and like skating around them and dishing it through their legs and stuff and clowning on them. Mm -hmm. I, I really like Did that. Did you see because, the bodybuilder hey, one? 
Yes. Did you see that. the Conor McGregor one? How could, how could you one? fake not being a bodybuilder? Did you see the fake Conor McGregor? Yes, oh, I did I see find that. Chiz, would you... I, I, I wouldn't ask, but I gotta like lean forward and do all kinds of stuff, and this laptop's being shitty. Will you find the fake Conor McGregor video for us, and I'll kind of lay out what's going on? This guy is a bodybuilder. Ah, there you go. Chiz is the man. Let's, this let's guy's watch. clearly much, much bigger than Conor McGregor. All right. I, it, it, uh, there's a bit of music on it. Uh, it looks like he time-stamped it around 58 seconds like a beast. So I, I'm there. Oh, man. That guy's got an incredible back. Look at that V. Uh, yeah. Um, wait, are you that watching it? It takes a lot of work. No, I'm not watching it. I've got it paused. But you can just see this man's massive. I'll start wherever you want. I'm at 58. Um, I'm, I'm at I'm 59. All right. Okay. Ready, set, play. He's uh, He's got the Connor cadence of the walk down perfectly. Like the hard falling foot, the hard footfalls, oh. like straight down, not the. I need to show it to the audience. <laughs> Sorry, audience. Got, so they, they, they put a fake beard and like nose and glasses and uh, they, they do the ta Tanner's tattoos too as well. Look at these these jack guys on what I'm guessing is like Venice Beach or something um, or Muscle Beach, whatever they call it. They're, they're so impressed with his physique. They're like, damn, Connor's been working out. <laughs> Look at this. This guy's much more physical than Connor. And he probably weighs 220 or something. Oh, my He's God. Just, yeah. I've seen Connor do these on rings, Ooh. but not like this. Look at this. Sorry, world. I'm doing a poor job. Oh, my God. Dude, if if Mayweather saw this video, he might back <laughs> out. <laughs> he can't read the title. <laughs> yeah. I really am fucked. <laughs> Holy shit. He looks like a heavyweight. That guy's three inches taller than my last time I saw him. That's 154? He's going to make 154? Yeah. He's going to cut off one of his feet or something. There's 154 pounds of muscle on that man. Yeah, that guy is a monster. And everybody He's... thinks it's Connor. Everybody. For the listeners, he's doing like those like crazy workouts, like gymnastic style workouts. He's got an, a hand on on uh, one hand on each bar, and he's like leveling out his entire body, suspending his body, and doing push up unsupported push ups with just hands. He's he's moving his own body weight around like it's nothing, and he's got a posse, of course. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's got like you know, if you're gonna be a UFC fighter, you need at least four other pretty strong looking guys yeah. around you so you kind of have the like the okay i bet like they're all on the same team they they school together or whatever <laughs> like I, if i saw this guy i might i might have believed it was mcgregor until yeah, until my eagle ears caught that his accent mm -hmm. you know eagle ears eagles don't have good ears <laughs> <laughs> you had me going i just assumed <laughs> like, yeah should, should yeah, if you skip to like six minutes and 40 seconds you'll oh, see right. like him taking the makeup and shit off or you close it whatever yeah, it's, uh, it's not that important. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. guy's so jacked, but he, he pulled off a convincing Conor McGregor, uh, especially with the fake tattoos and everything. He's got the, and the beard and, and the, yeah, the beard. He's got the cameraman, the, the hair. He's got. He's done it. He's pulled the look off, but he's just way too jacked. Yeah. He's huge. That's like the, those are the craziest workouts, like those gymnastic ones you were saying, where you you get yourself up and then you pull your whole body up and push it and contort it, and you're holding like. That that takes such an insane amount of strength. I don't even know where you begin. With uh, Joe Lozon crank them out. They're called muscle ups. That's when you pull yourself up and then transition. It's almost like a reverse power clean kind of move. For that's you. super impressive too. I was meaning like the two bar thing he was doing. Ah uh, yes, like goes up and then flips his whole body and is holding it up like just yeah. a weird arm. I, I don't know. Go up. Cool. 
<laughs> yeah, I can I go up and there. then come down, and then go up and come down, and then after a few of those, it's like, oh man, like this probably to anyone watching looks lame as fuck, and this is t- hard. Those are called like, dips. Yes, yes, I know. I, I know. <laughs> I have a topic. Very... Oh I yeah, I saw this and thought this is a Taylor topic. Did you catch Amy Schumer asking for more money from Netflix? Yeah. I did not. I, I need to see this article. All Was right, the fact so, that they changed the rating system for that uh, unfunny chick not enough? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, she's asking. At first, she was asking to be paid as much as Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle, but she decided she could make a lot more money if she were paid per pound. So they're doing that now. They're doing that now. <laughs> they pay for her like uh, a Netflix tuna. is broke. Uh, Netflix owes her $850 billion now. <laughs> let, let me lay out the truth. So she was paid $11 million for her special called The Leather Special. That's the one where she wore that tight leather outfit and did her comedy routine. Mm-hmm. She found out that Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle were paid $20 million for their routines. And she's thought, aha, this is not based <coughs> on merit. Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle... No funnier than Amy Schumer. Uh, clearly, this is a gender wage gap issue. So she came at Netflix and said that she wants to be paid as much as the boys are because she's just as funny as... Go on. So I have a question. I didn't watch Schumer's uh, Netflix special. I've seen excerpts of it on YouTube. Was it one hour or was it two? Because the, the I distinction... Think, I think it's this... only an hour. Okay, well then, well then fuck her. She's getting paid more than Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock because they gave two hours. And they got 20, and she got 11 for one. Dude, and it's not about how much mm-hmm. time they're doing it. It's about the fact that Chris, everybody in the yeah. country Fuck, this knows four and hours. likes we don't get 20 Chris. Million. Yeah, no. Like, <laughs> but, but the difference is every single person, if you ask anyone in the country, like, hey, how do you feel about Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock? 99.9% of them are going to go, oh, yeah, I know who that is, and I like them. I think they're funny. Yeah. They're, they're, they're enjoyable. Like, Amy Schumer... You ask everyone in the country, a lot of people aren't going to know who she is, first of all. And a lot of people, uh, probably just as many as do like her, are going to say, oh, no. No, she's awful. Her comedy isn't my style at all. It's a lot of vagina jokes and and pretend self-loathing, but it's not really self-loathing because it's wrapped in a facade of like, but I'm also attractive and I, and I fuck all the time. So it's like that that annoying, it, Ooh, who is this? What did you just like? That's a good picture. Oh, there's Amy Schumer wearing nothing but like, I mean, barely underwear, like, like a, like a, a see-through see-through thong and uh yeah yeah she's got nice legs there that's a good picture uh, i'm not sure that there hasn't been some photoshop applied but that's a good picture of her yeah i mean but this i don't really give a fuck about that yeah i don't care about that like. either it's just yeah what does rock retarded. look like naked does anyone like, all, know all these no yeah, <laughs> and, and you know what nobody cares not a bit. like this uh i'm reading being this fat is not see. bad i read through this to see like the comparisons they were making and this sh- just shameless you have to be stupid to read an article like this and be like well it is a good thing that she renegotiated she deserved more money like no the examples they're using are uh chris hemsworth was getting paid more than charlie's theron and then charlie's theron renegotiated and got paid more and then emily rossum whoever that is negotiated to get paid more because william h macy uh, was being paid more than her because of course when you say william h macy and emily rossum those are equal levels of draw and 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 skill in the acting arena. Like this is this is so stupid. They're Jennifer very... Lawrence wanting to get more money. It like that's fine. Like th- I don't think there's any problem with people getting paid in Hollywood. They She's make a the highest fuck paid female ton. They make a fuck is. ton of money to dress up and play pretend, and that's great. Good for them. They hit the lottery. 
They did. Marky and a lot Mark of them are really good at it. Yeah. But Marky like, Mark is tops. It all has to do with what you're drawing. I don't think it would be The Rock. How is it not The Rock? I would think I it would be Sammy J. Like, like Chiz just told me it was Marky Mark, but 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 I think it's he beat The Rock by $3 million. All right, God damn. Dude, how is Sammy J not number one? That's baffling. He he takes no, 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 every because, movie because that's it's like. He's probably like, I'm sure he wins in a couple categories, Samuel L. Jackson, but he doesn't get paid as much per. I think that's the deal. Like, if you want to get Samuel L. Jackson in your movie, I don't know, it's like $11 an hour or something. He does get him on the show. Yeah, Yeah, right? Like, he's like, well, I wasn't doing shit, so here I am. You could probably get him to quote some Pulp Fiction shit for for a few thousand dollars. Like, like he'd do it. He'll do your ringtone. Chan is still calling it. Just, how much would you pay? This. Like, like, would it be worth any? It, it's, it's. I never know with you, Woody, because some things you're like, ah, oh, that's completely worthless to me, and sometimes you're like, ah, oh, I could see getting into that. Would you pay any money to get Samuel L. Jackson to make you a personalized voicemail? No, no. I, no. My voicemail is like, I can't use a personalized that's voicemail because right? if someone gets my phone number, I don't want them to have any clue that it was the right one. So good. It, I, yeah, I do the automated one. Yeah, it just you, says you if, call if somebody gave number. me the option to pay ten dollars to be insured the rest of my life that I never had a Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> uh, you know, voice recording, Smart. I'd take that. Because <laughs> the last thing you want is if someone's calling you for a professional thing, they get, <laughs> you've reached the phone of Taylor. He ain't here. Motherfucker. Yeah, whatever the fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, they're going to be like, oh, well, I guess this is the wrong number. I seem to have reached a crack dealer. Like, <laughs> no, like that, that's not what you would want. If I had to pick a celebrity to do it, Oh, I'm trying to, like, honestly, a Morgan Freeman, if he did it very tactfully, because everyone would recognize the voice and be like, and their their reaction wouldn't be, this is Morgan Freeman's phone. They'd go, this dude knows fucking Morgan Freeman. I think I have an answer. Just throw this out there. What if you got the George Costanza, like, believe it or not, Taylor Side <laughs> I saw someone do that. <laughs> I was watching the Graham Norton show, and uh-huh. uh, Jason Alexander was on. And some, and they brought that song up, and and I don't remember who it was, but they hand him the cell phone, and they're like, "Would you do it for me? Would you give me that voicemail?" And he did, he did. He goes, "Believe it or not," he sings the song and everything, and gives him that voicemail. And I thought, "Wow, that's pretty cool." The problem with this is nobody uses voicemail. I remember back in the day when answering machines were a thing. I'm sure Woody does. <laughs> yeah, it was I a big when they deal. Were new. <laughs> yeah, I, I, everyone. So, so for our 12 year old, they're going to replace they're, secretaries. There used to be like this black box next to your phone that like had a cassette tape in it that you had to make a personalized recording into, and it was like, "Hey, you've reached Kyle, uh, not home right now. Leave a message at the beat." And then it and then it would be recorded onto a cassette that you had there. There was no digital shit back then. Like every, the it was a big deal. Everybody had an answering machine. Everybody had an answering machine message. Now, like I, I left, I used to leave Woody voicemails. Like this has been a couple years ago. And uh, and one time I was like, hey, did you did you check my voicemail? He's like, I have like 800 un- unlisted to voicemails. <laughs> I have no idea what you would have left. I was like, it was important shit. It was important. <laughs> like, oh, I, I never I, got that. I get upset. Dude, I'm such an asshole. Leave me voicemails. This? I hate it. At, Go ahead. I, buddy. At, at one point at Cisco, I decided I, on my own that I was too important for voicemails. It wasn't my preferred method of communication. And like most people would get back, the little red light on their phone would be lit up and shit. I was like, no, no, that is not how you contact the woodman. And, uh, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know how, I would have dozens of messages on there. And it's like, if you really want me, then you'll have to use one of the communications messages I prefer because voicemail I don't like. And I stopped using it. I will check my voicemail only Power when the move. notifications get too out of hand and it's annoying me, and even then, just to like hit like 
7777 deleted 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 and i will check every once in a while and it'll just you know how voicemails start off you're like when the hell was this and it'll be like you know one week ago and it'll be like taylor this is grandma i was calling to let you know we are gonna have a crab boil for thanksgiving this year so uh you and it's like this is from this is from a year ago like (laughs) and i'm sorry grandma malicious yeah you should have just text me. Seven. Text me or just call again and I'll answer and we can talk. A tear, honestly, a tear goes I, as you're like, oh, remember your grandmother. Yeah. I, don't, <laughs> I don't get any voicemails ever. So like, like, like it's when I do, it's like, oh shit. Let me check this. Oh God, what could it be? Who needed to send a message to me so bad that they would leave a voice recording of it? Mm. Like, like, I think like somebody's dead. Like, 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 I don't know. Like, it's game over, bro. So, so I, I don't even, I, I don't even know how to check my voicemail. If I'm being honest, like, I don't remember the last one I checked. Like, who knows? Like, like nobody, because you got to call the person. Like, 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 I was talking On the to a girl the other day. I was talking to a girl recently, and she was like, uh, she was like, call me. I want to hear your voice. And I was like, uh, nah, nah, I don't do that. I would so much rather talk on the phone than have to do text talk. Like it's, really? it's easier. Yeah, you can no. be funnier over voice. You can put no. inflections on things. You can be entertaining. It's way better than shooting a text and hoping like, oh, I hope they don't misread that and I don't seem like a total weirdo. No, I, I, I much, much, much. Fucking talk to text and break out the keyboard. That's the way to roll. I'm like, nah, I really don't like, Like, I was like, I just don't like talking on the phone. She's like, well, I want to hear your voice. I was like, well, I'll call you for like 10 minutes, but we're not going to talk about shit. I'm just going to say the alphabet a few times and, and you know. Do you, you should have been like, do you mind if I'm speaking a Russian accent? Because there's a YouTube <laughs> channel with plenty of it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do a four-hour-a-week podcast. Check that yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, you can watch a video, motherfucker. Like, 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 I don't feel like, like I got bad service here. I don't feel like walking outside and, and here to your crispy, talking to you on some crispy phone line. Like, no, no, I, I hate speaking on the phone. I, I, I don't even like holding against my ear, my, the, my inside of my ear gets all sweaty from the phone and stuff like there was a time when i remember when i was 18 i ran up a 1400 dollars phone bill talking to a girl but back before you had like any time minutes and mm-hmm. shit like this was a time where like you go over your minutes and they start fucking you in the ass every 60 seconds oh, you're so and right. i and i ran up this 1450 dollars verizon phone bill and i was like oh my fucking god that's all the money i have at 18 like i had it but it was like shit you're gonna bankrupt me over my fucking did you pay it like no, no, I did not pay it. Did your family I, it, pay it? No, no, I, I, I just ate it. I just ate it. It was a big mistake, I guess, at the time, but, but, but I was about to move. What does ate it mean? Like, what did you do if you I didn't said, pay it? I fuck it, waited seven years for it to come off my credit report. Oh, report. really? You know, because that yeah. used to happen to me, and I would call. <laughs> like, I'd call um, Sprint. Oh, I called. That's... They were not up for negotiations. Oh, they were for me. I was just like, you know, hey, this phone bill's $1,000. You know, like, is there a way we can... Pretend I had a better plan, you know, like I had a thousand minute plan and a 2000 minute plan. How about I pay what I would have had if I had the right plan? And that's what they would do. My thousand dollar bill would go down to like thirty dollars. I remember speaking to I remember I I was shitting at the time while I had the conversation with the Verizon lady. And uh, and she was like, well, we're just going to send this to collections. I was like, I'll give you I'll give you five hundred. She was like, that's that. No, we, we want 1450. I was like. What's collections giving you? They're probably giving you three fifty or something. Mm-hmm. Come on. And she was like, no. And I was like, all right, well, fuck you. I'm never paying this. Seven years from now, I'll be straight. I'm not borrowing any money in the next seven years anyway. And of course, it was a silly thing to do. But if I could go back, I'd have just paid the damn thing. But but I was at a point in my life where I was just about to move to Atlanta to like chase that girl. And I mean, that, that's what I've been talking to. That's mm-hmm. why I had a $1,500 phone bill because I was so that obsessed bitch. with this person. 
And it was like, I, I need this $1,500 for like my first and last month's rent and like gasoline and stuff. Like this is my money. Like, like I've saved this and it, it was like, I ah, can't do it. Yeah. I did that thing I was talking about repeatedly. Like, um, we talk about how long distance they would fuck you. Cell phones used to fuck you. Like you, you get 500 minutes, but if you go to like 600 minutes, all of a sudden you'd have a $900 cell phone bill. And I'd call them up and be like, ah, like, I can't believe this happened. It's my yeah. wife. And it was. And, the way uh, they used to, yeah, yeah. They used and, to do the cell phone like payment plan, like one of those uh, world population charts where <laughs> it's pretty reasonable for a while. And then it just, yeah, <laughs> just straight line up. You shoot one too many texts off. And suddenly it's like, oh, it sucks to suck, idiot. Because that was a $26 text. But you didn't know that. Oh, another $13 because she sent it back to you. Oh, better hope this isn't a long conversation. Oh, you could call her and tell her to stop texting you. So you don't get charged for the inbound ones. That'll cost you twenty bucks to call. You know, better. Oh, that was oh. so so stupid. Yeah, I, I remember the office. Dwight sending her uh, his resume line by line through SMS, and she's like, "These are costing me fifteen cents a piece. <laughs> I'm roaming you, jackass." <laughs> now it's not that like we go over a data limit sometimes in my family, and uh, they're like, "Yeah, we're charging you an extra like five dollars for another gig." Yeah, and I'm like. I guess it's about right. Yeah, it's, it. I think it's actually cheaper than paying for the next plan up every month. You know, yeah. is to just break it every fourth month or something. Yeah, our mm-hmm. internet went out. Uh, I don't know. It's been like six months ago, and it stayed off for days. And so I just tethered. I was like, look, I'm not going to sit here and not have Netflix, not have HBO. Like, like I want to watch Game of Thrones. Tether this shit up. It's going to be. Gig- and it was like, I don't know, thirty gigs over or something mm-hmm. like that. It wasn't that awful. It was a. It was like a hundred dollars that I spent, you know, it, but, but then my, my internet company refunded me all that money back. They were at least that cool to, yeah. you know, they're, they're incompetent, but they're not assholes, I guess. <laughs> I, a new topic. Sure. I have a Facebook friend, right? So I'm on Facebook now. And to me, Facebook is a paramotor website. Like that's how mm-hmm. I use it. For whatever reason, like they don't it's a have paramotoring a f- social group. It, it is. There's a, you know, Facebook has groups. I didn't even know Facebook had groups until like the last year. And, uh, um, that's instead of having a form, which I would prefer it's on Facebook and people friend me on there. I'm like, I, I'm chatty. So like people know me on the Facebook group and, uh, I accepted a friend request from a person that turned out to be a subscriber. And he's like, I don't know if you've ever had subs. They're just, happy to talk to you right they're very excited about having a direct connection to you and uh and this guy's a paramotorist but like every time i put up a video he's asking like he's manufacturing things to talk about he writes me and says hey how you doing this morning and and i like i'm I'm grateful for my subscribers but he really wants a lot of personal attention yeah man that's too personal uh, you know I... he, he catches me posting so he knows I'm online. And that's when he hits me with like, you know, hey, Woody, how's it going this morning? And uh, he snipes you. I can I'm, see that I'm on Steam like that. Uh, like, like, I don't know. I've got the maximum number of Steam friends, I guess. Mm-hmm. And like if they message me, I, I tried really hard. Like, I don't know. I had a conversation with a guy the other day. Like, like went back and forth for a while talking about stuff like. I mean, if, if I'm not busy and stuff or something, I'm sure there's somebody who's like, I've been messaging you for weeks. You never reply. But like, I do my best to get back to the people, especially on Steam, because I, I try. I play with a bunch of people uh, when we do play. I accepted his friend request. I feel responsible for like, I told him that we were friends, kind of. It's Facebook. Yeah. And the guy, um, he's he's not young, so he's he's older than me, so he's not gonna know like. It's like the South Park episode. Yeah. Is it? I don't know the yeah, one. There's a kid with zero friends, and then uh, I don't remember if it was Stan or Kyle, but he's like, ah, 
I'm gonna Kyle. friend this fucking loser. And so like the guy's like, oh my god, mom and dad, I made a friend. And they're like, really? Tell us about him. Well, his name is Kyle, and he and he lives across town. His interests are snowboarding and and <laughs> uh, and Game of Thrones or whatever, you know, like like just reading straight from verbatim from the Facebook profile. And his parents think it's a real friend. Uh, it, it's yeah, it's that's that's pretty sad. I don't know how to tell him like. To me, when I wake up and he says, hey, Woody, how you doing? Good morning. It's like, how dare you? Like, I, I'm in bed elevating my foot. You've invaded my personal space. But I accepted his friend request, so I'm a little crazy in this. It's boundaries. It, it's not about friends or not. It, it, it's about, like, boundaries. Like, like, come to me with something. Like, like, he's coming to you for entertainment. Yeah. He's saying, hey, Woody, how are you? Tell me about you. Entertain me with the interesting facts about you. And you're he like, is. I was relaxing if he came to you and he's like hey woody i found this really cool paramotoring article what do you think about these argentinians and their like nitro fuel paramotors what do you think is this safe and he showed you a cool clip you'd probably carry on a whole conversation with this dude because he's talking to you about something that interests you and he's even got he's got material but if he just yeah. comes and says hey woody tell me about your day how is it even if he asked for advice, Boundaries. right? Even if he asked for advice, like, hey, Woody, you know, like, you're doing a thing that I wish I could do. Can we talk about it? I'd be more inclined to, like, chip in. But you're right. My gosh, you articulated it well. All he says is, hey, how are you doing? Tell me about what you're up to now. And it's like, man, like, you don't get that. Like, that's... I see. I get your your kind of hesitance to, to cut him off or something. Because there is that feeling, even online, of like, ah... Like, I feel like a real dick if I don't, if I do that. You know, you feel guilty. Like, maybe, you know, Kyle doesn't and would <laughs> just, you know, axe that shit. No, I don't do that. Like, 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 the only time I, like, cut somebody, at, like, like, I've done it to people on Steam. Um, but it's usually if they do something that I find to be a gaming faux pas. Like, like if they're, like, if they're just overstepping. The no, 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 no. <laughs> being rude. Like, like, being rude or, like, being rude to, like, like, I've had, when we play uh, battlegrounds i've had guys that come in and like start try to trying to order my friends around and stuff or like you know it, it, like like getting actually angry about dying in a video game and like like god damn it i'm 30 years old like I, i'm not getting angry anymore i'm having fun like like we're not we're not competing here we're, we're chilling and, and i can't deal with your 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 level of intensity bro like yeah. <laughs> yeah. we're here for yeah that stinks Kyle that's awkward it so but well. it is it, it, yeah kyle did it, articulate though. it well yeah, like but, you should just kind of be maybe just say like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm busy or yeah, I got some other stuff to do and then reward the good behavior because when he reaches out with something that's interesting, you'll actually get in the conversation. He hasn't tried and be that like, yet. oh, oh, OK. <laughs> yeah, no, well, first time for everything. It's almost always taking, you know, like, hey, Woody, how are you? Hey, Woody, good morning. These are not rude things, but in this context, they feel rude to me. Like, oh, now I have to write this guy a story. Like, that's what he's looking for. He's looking for a story. He wants to, he asked me how the foot was, I think. A lot of people have. And uh, it's like, oh, like, I made a post about that. You know damn well how the foot is. There's been no update in the last six hours. You know, you're just opening a conversation because you want to talk. And, and I don't know. Well, the reason it makes you feel sad, I think, is because that's, that's usually behavior of someone who's pretty lonely. And everybody empathizes with loneliness because everybody's felt lonely. And mm -hmm. so when you get that, you don't want to feel like the person. Because you, you, you do, or at least all people I would think who aren't sociopaths empathize. Your first thought is like, oh, man, I remember times where I felt all alone and I tried to reach out to someone and they just weren't feeling it for any reason. Not like it was their responsibility. They just didn't feel like it. And that kind that really sucked. I bet I don't want to be the guy that puts them in that funk. But then you think more and you're like, well, but they're really kind of putting me in an awkward position and that's really not fair. 
if we're getting, you know, right down to it, it's not like you're dating or that you, you know, hang out all the time and that it's like your good, good buddy that you support through thick and thin or something. It's just, I don't know. I, I do empathize with what you're going through because it, it, it's back, way harder than what you think to just cut people out. Write him back and be like, you know, I've got a lot of friends and not just on Facebook, but on a lot of different platforms. And I try to get to as many as possible. So I'm going to limit you to one question per week. <laughs> You don't get to ask it today, though, because I want a full 24 hours of contemplation on your part. Come to me tomorrow. <laughs> ask something good. I don't know By the is... way, two strikes and you're out, bitch. <laughs> two strikes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't you're know if this is a good one topic. already, FYI. Something happened to me today on Facebook that I thought... I really liked it. So I have a friend from, that I, um, I moved when I was 12 from Morristown to Ocean City. And this guy was my best friend in the world in Morristown, right? The two of us were tight. And he was watching that movie, Stand By Me, and uh, Richard Dreyfus at the very end says something along the lines of, you know, I don't think I ever made friends as close as I was back when I was 12. And he's like, you know what? I should hit up Woody and see what he's doing. So he finds me on Facebook and we reconnect. And like, he, he tells me all about it. And uh, I remember, he was funny, but he had a little sister. They, they were Jewish and she had like a Jew fro. And uh, I was like, how's Mindy doing? Like, I always wondered. He's like, oh, she's good. She's married. She's got two kids. She's a, an attorney for Samsung now. Still rocking the Jufro. And I was like, that was so perfect. She's like in her mid-40s now. And uh, I don't know. I, it really warmed me to, like, yeah, I'm, I'm laying in bed, elevating my broken leg. And uh, I talked about that. And he's like, yeah. You always did tap into the uh, adrenaline gene. I remember. And then he brought up... Uh, I've told the story where we were like hid under the boardwalk and the police tried to find us and stuff. That was my partner in crime. Like he reached out <laughs> to me today and uh, I don't know. That's really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Like I'm really glad he, it turns out he's up, he's has like eight startups. He lives in San Francisco. Now he's married. He's got some kids and uh, he just, he's just lived a really good life and um, it was neat to hear from him. So I don't know if that topic goes anywhere, but it was cool. No, to I didn't. I, I obviously not even 10 years out of high school yet. Right. I, I guess that's, year and a half or so away but or a little longer and like even now i'll think i'll do this thing with my friends that i do hang out with the ones that i went to high school with and be like try and think of someone that you haven't thought of since graduation night and always there's like six or seven names that come up and it's like oh my god like that's a person i saw every day for like seven or eight years through grade school or middle school or high school or whatever. You took a while in high school, and don't I judge. And I didn't even, yeah, <laughs> I, took a, I had to hit every grade twice. Just to be sure. <laughs> I did it like a workout, so I did 9, 10, 11, 12, 9, 10, 11, 12, kill it the second time. <laughs> but, like, you'll just think about it and be like, oh, man, that is crazy. Like, that person's out there living their life, and they probably haven't thought about me either in that time. Mm. That's really not that weird, but it seemed oh. like it was when I started talking a minute ago. On so. the, they thought, someone... I read it on Reddit, but it was a profound, it was like name something that said, and he's like, eventually you die. And then eventually someone will think of you for the last time. And that's when you end for good. And I thought about Isn't that. Isn't that like something from a movie? Oh, it could be. I didn't recognize it as from a movie. And uh, I thought about it, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So some people like Socrates live on for millennia, you know, presidents and people of note um you know even youtube stars might exist a little past uh you know someone who's not uh but all of us at one point will be thought of for that last time and then completely gone like, who do you think won't be 
who do you think 2,000 years from now that we know of, not necessarily from our times, but, but 2,000 years from now, assuming we don't blow ourselves up, which we will, <laughs> that people are uh, you know, still talking about? like five of them. Jesus, Muhammad, hmm. Julius Caesar, Real, real actual things that existed. Okay, George no, no, no fictional people. You can't say Santa Claus, motherfucker. Garfield, okay, Genghis Khan, Iron Attila Man, the Hun, uh, <laughs> Genghis Khan, Attila the Hun, Julius Caesar, um, George Washington, Donald Trump. Oh no, we won't be talking about George Washington in fifty years. He was a slave owner. We've been through this. <laughs> Man, uh, okay, maybe you're right. Uh, Chiz, good one. Einstein, he'll be remembered. Ah, um, and you know what, like. I'd never thought about it before, but famous people like they like of the past, they go in waves, you know. So there were people who lived in the 1700s that were probably well known in the 1930s that nobody knows about now. And in 20 years, a resurgence might happen and they'll become, quote, famous again in a way, you know. And so it's like it's not super consistent when you get outside of those names of like Julius Caesar or Attila the Hun, Genghis Khan, Muhammad Jesus, George Washington. Yeah, you gotta be a real revolutionary. You gotta do some shit. And and good is just good things are just as as bad things. Hitler. Nobody should get Hitler. How did I fucking miss Hitler? You're a fool. Oh man. Okay, Hitler Hitler and Stalin. There's two more on the list. Ah, they'll forget Stalin long before Hitler. They they, they've really narrowed down on that that Nazi thing. Is it's not a horrible thing. I always how do I always end up defending Nazis? How does how do we end up here every time? No, uh, but but yeah, Hitler will be remembered for a very long time. Um, Hitler gets more credit than he up. deserves, right? Mao, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, he does. Yeah, his, I, I, Hitler gets a lot more credit than he deserves because Stalin killed many, many more. So did Mao. That's where I was yeah. going to. I think um, Mao, as far as uh, the actual death total because of starvation, is the highest. Yes. Is that right? And then yeah. Stalin was still insanely high. Well, you, and, and, but a lot of his was you, uh, gulag and starvation. And World War Two. you know. The, he had like yeah. 10 or 20 million Russians die in there. It's like... A, I heard someone put a hundred million on the uh, the Soviet or not the Soviet, but the communist death toll the other day or something like that. So that's a lot. Chiz just said Mao, forty five million people in four years. Think about that. Hitler yeah. was the best at dehumanizing. That's, that's a good quote. Hitler was like that. I don't know. Maybe. I think the Japanese were worse. I, I like 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 I, oh, I think that's that Hitler. Interesting. I, the Japanese were much worse than the Germans during World War II. If you look at the experimentation they did on on human beings and stuff, like I, I'm aware, I, I've studied the Holocaust a lot. I, I had a book about it growing up. We, it was it was like the, I think the book was called, "And God Cried" or something like that. And it's just full of just horrors. But if you look at what those Japanese military units were doing, vivisecting people, which is cutting them open, dissecting people while they're alive. All the all the horrible human experimentation. What they did in China. Uh, look at the rape of Nanking, or oh, yeah. I believe it is. Just atrocity after atrocity. Um, and, and whereas, I'm not going to defend Nazis this week. <laughs> I'm just saying that the Japanese, in my opinion, were just worse, and and, and that's really saying something. Along the lines of defending Nazis, <laughs> I uh, I was looking up. Re- I was like, all right, so World War II. It's pretty clear to me, anyway. That Japan, Germany, and Italy were the bad guys, right? A couple more mixed in, but, but those were the bad guys. Those were, that was the triage, yeah. And, and if you look at it objectively, and you you know ignore the whole history or winner, history's written by the winners, they were still the bad guys. They just were. They did some bad things. But in World War One, I, I was like, 
Where is the evidence that like Germany and that side were the bad guys in World War One? I? I looked into like what it was all about, not just like the the event. What did they kill Ferdinand? Something. Like uh, Archduke Ferdinand. Archduke yeah, Franz Ferdinand. That, that guy uh, shot him outside the sandwich shop, and that was yep. what kicked off the it's entire an war. Story. But the whole Very. war wasn't about just like oh one guy got killed, we need revenge, and no, it was about like land disputes and Austria Hungary and, 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 well, and it, it basically it triggered so many alliances to where mm-hmm. it was like oh this guy got killed, all right, well all of Hungary's uh, allies come out of the woodwork. Oh, and you're coming out and you hate England. Well, England's allies are fucking in the mix too, and France they're jumping in. Well, we like France, we're into like it escalated so quickly. Yeah. And I, I really don't know. I'd never thought too much about how the Germans were the evil ones in World War One, except that they did try to conquer Europe again. Yeah, I, I was listening so, to German soldiers, and this video appeared just by looking at the film quality to be 70s. But there was these old Nazi soldiers defending what they did in the war, and they were and uh, so this talking is World about War II. Like, yes, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, and they're they're saying you know we were a professional army. We didn't rape and pillage. And there and, and there's a lady there. She's like. They took all the men from my village. They took all of them and killed them. 660. And he's like, well, what happened? Why? Why would they do this? You're saying that, like, I don't remember, the, the, this division did that? No, no, no. I can't believe this. He's like, well, a, uh, a car was ambushed. And he's like, oh, well, that's why then. Was it soldiers that ambushed the car or partisans? Partisans would be like uh, civilian freedom fighters. And, and they're like, well, probably just locals. And they're like, well, there you go. You broke the rules of war, and, and they, they were just defending the stuff they had. Di- they, they did, and like this right in this woman's face, and like looking at each other, like she thinks she knows what war is. Yeah, and it was weird I to see I've it from their this. point of view. I think I've seen this. It's the same footage, and and like Kyle said, they just they That's were completely like convinced, that. like 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 a self confidence kind of thing. Somehow in my head, it ties to McGregor. Like they believed what they said was true. Yeah. That like they didn't really commit any war crimes. They didn't have any atrocities. They only gave out what they got. Like they were in the right. She asked him about rape, and he's like, "We would never rape. It would be a big punishment if you raped. You'd either get hung or sent to the punishment battalion or something like that." He's like, "It was the Russians who came and did the raping." And like, fuck, I don't know, man. I I, I don't know. You know what? It I'm gonna not true. take the Nazis' word for it. <laughs> 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 Call me Lying fucking crazy, Nazis. but. Yeah, that's uh, I'd really like to watch that. That's interesting. That sounds cool. Like to see their perspective and how warped it is. Like, because you have to think about it. Like, some of those guys are probably so brainwashed, even in the seventies, thirty years later, that to even consider that what people said was true about the side they fought for, like you'd go crazy and be like, "Holy shit!" Not only was I the bad guy in this conflict, I was like the worst group of bad guys ever among bad guys. Like if uh, Attila the Hun's friends came around at the time we were doing our shit, they would have been like, easy, easy, it's settle easy. down. But you want like, a few, you know, Jewish fellows left? Probably though, they think, ah, it sucks I had bad guys on my team, right? And, yeah. In the same, like, I, I, we talked, I forget it was PKA or N, but um, I've been getting uh, chuckles out of the fact that the right now, 
has people on their team that they wish weren't. You know, the, the white supremacists, the KKK, the guys at, at Charlottesville. And, and there's a lot of, like, good-hearted Republicans like, oh, my God, why are you on my side, right? Why are you pro-Trump like I am? I wish it was just good people. And, and that's how I feel with some of the people on the left, you know. With I've done the this before. And yeah, the well, or even the, the what I call cry bullies. You know, imagine in your head right now a slightly overweight woman at 19 years old with purple hair and a nose ring. Thick rim glasses. Which party does she vote for, Right. Or Kathy Griffin, that kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I, and it's just like, oh, there's people on the blue team that I wish weren't. You know, they, they, I'm like, oh, my God. Really? You making a big deal about Halloween costumes? Just find your own team. That, that, that. So anyway, well, uh, that's, that's, that's oh, what ahead. I imagine what the Nazis do, too. They're like, oh, my God. I was a professional soldier. I fought on behalf of my country. I did this. I did that. Um, the fact that there were these monsters on my team. You know, I imagine that's how they rationalize it. That's probably the only yeah. way they're able to live with themselves about well, it. Uh, look, the, the the soldiers weren't the guys gassing people, right? Like, like the, the, that was a different group of. I'm not saying that the people gassing people weren't soldiers, but I'm I'm saying they're definitely separate groups, right? Like, like, like there's some guys up here gassing and rounding up Jews, but then there were certainly like you know. The, the Rommel, all right? Name a you know. There was violence Rommel on that... many sides, many sides. <laughs> Dude, I don't, I don't buy you. You. You, know, you know how you always hear that shit where they're like, and, and the German people didn't even know. They didn't, they didn't know. even know that Dachau, which is on the top of a hill in their town, and you could probably smell it, the burning flesh from there. They had no idea. They thought it was a round-the-clock barbecue for <laughs> fucking years. It's like, no, no, you knew. Like, I don't, if I were in that situation, like, based on what the Jordan Peterson stuff of, like, you know, these, I, I like to scare my students, tell them they could be a Nazi, like, that kind of shit. Like, I, I'm sure that it's, everybody likes to believe they wouldn't be the person who did something evil, but everybody does have the capacity to do horrible, malevolent, evil things. But still, it's like, I don't fucking buy it that there were whole cities near concentration camps and that these people had no idea. Like, I, I, it doesn't make any sense. On the we, counterpoint. We do that with air bases, right? Like, yeah. nobody knows what's going on. There's all it's kinds totally of shit around my house. Totally different. You're not, you're, not, you're not shipping millions of people on trains and okay. in public transport to all these different places. And, you, and they don't just go, hey, remember that train that came through yesterday? And the, the day before, and the day before, and the day before, and the day before, and the day before. I've never seen a train leave with anybody on it. Isn't that curious? Isn't that weird? Like, did they know no, they in the trains though? Like, I and I'm just playing devil's advocate. Dude, literally, I, I bet, it seems. if you ask me right now to find my local post office, I'd need to ask Siri for help. Like, you know, like there are people like yeah. That. But if they were murdering thousands of people at your local post office, you'd know where it was. I maybe, think they maybe could do not. that without me knowing. I don't, it didn't make the paper. It's <laughs> not a post office, though. It's it's a concentration camp, military base out in the middle of nowhere, like kind of separated from everything else with like tons and tons of barriers. Like, uh, I, have you seen Doc? I, I have heard the stories of when they took the townspeople and they said, you come in here and clean up these bodies. You, and, and they took them in there. And those people appeared that they did not know what was going on. Hmm. Let me find Dachau on the hill. Did you see the Trump rally in Phoenix? I watched it from start from stem to stern. Did you see? Uh, and I watched reports on it, and they yeah. showed Trump quote himself, and then they showed Trump's actual quote, and he left they out did. the on many sides thing. And when at first I was like, "Well, you get to stop a quote, you know, where you want to," and then I saw the cadence of of him do it originally. He's like, "There was a lot of violence on many sides. On many sides, on there many was a lot side. of violence." And uh, then he's like, and I told them there was a lot of violence 
and he, he cut it. Yeah, I, was I, like, I don't have any problem with uh, there was violence on both sides because there was violence on both sides. What I didn't like him saying was there are a lot of good people in that white supremacist march. A lot of very good people. It's like, no, those are a couple hundred pieces of shit who know what they're there for. They know what they're cheering for in favor of. Like, they, they stood around the Robert E. Lee statue uh, on purpose, you know, because they're trying to incite shit. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's really fucking annoying that you can't point out violence on one side without, and Kyle demonstrated perfectly uh, the way we're trying to be trained right now with the media. Kyle is saying completely reasonable things and going, oh, I don't want to be the one defending Nazis. It's like, no, you're yeah, not. Yeah, I'm you're not saying tip, anything you, you around it. You know what, you you know what be... people actually defend Nazis? The, 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 the Nazis and the white supremacists and the neo-Nazis. They don't, like, if you ask a hundred Democrats and a hundred Republicans, I, it would it would probably if it was only a hundred, there's a good chance a hundred percent of both of them are like, yeah, I hate white nationalists and neo Nazis. I hate yeah. them. But like, if you, you ask a thousand, to to a you get if you ask a, a couple thousand, Republicans you might in find there. A couple. <laughs> yeah, you might find a couple. Yeah, just like if you asked a thousand, you, uh, there'd be quite a few, you know, on the left who'd say, yeah, I think the violence that Antifa's uh, yeah. displaying in these cities is 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 justified. But you might. It's just yeah. oh, it's it's just fucking annoying. But, but uh, I, I, Trump has ruined his credibility on a level that I haven't seen a presidency do before. I know politics talk, but it like it started off. Jimmy Kimmel put it so well on this three minute video. I almost want to play it, but it started off um, with dumb stuff. Like you go in there, he's draining the swamp. You're excited. You know, he's going to handle immigration. You're excited. He's, he's got a bunch of things that you're psyched about. And then day one, he starts lying, but it's not important, right? He's lying about uh, the crowd size. And he says that it stopped raining when he started talking, when anyone can see that it was still raining, right? Like, but whatever, you know, like, who cares about that? But the lies keep coming and they keep coming and they keep coming. And now this like, defending of white nationalists come and misquoting. And it seems like every day I open YouTube and Where I... Where was the defending of white nationalists? When he said that there were a lot of good people in there. That, that, that's what I was referring to. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, I definitely, yeah, I, I, I can see that. I can, I, I, I understand why people first, don't like that. At first, I, I didn't care about that so much until Taylor kind of opened my eyes and was like, dude, if I was there protesting, you know, high taxes, and then I started hearing the Jews will not replace us, I'd make myself scarce. That's when you skedaddle. Yeah. It's yeah, like, you, oh, oh, oh this, this is not my crowd. Like, this, <laughs> it was I, the I don't want to be associated with these people. I think I talked about this, and I was a little more on Trump's side. It was either a PKA or a PKN because I wasn't, I hadn't seen as much content as I have now. Now, I've seen so many tapes of them chanting, you know, the, the, uh, lots of Nazi things. Things I hadn't heard, even heard before, like Jews not replaced. Lots of anti-Jewish. Blood and soil, soil. Blood and soil, yeah, yeah. I, like, I, I didn't see that, uh, but I have now. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. This was unmistakably like a white supremacist Nazi thing. And for Trump to defend that, uh, I don't know. I have a I hard time. I also don't time. like how Trump long it took him. That, to, it it took fair, him way too Trump long to come out and seen, say anything as well. So here's the thing about the time, the timeline. And I think the timeline is extremely important if you're, if you're going to judge the very first speech he made, which was the day that all of this stuff happened. He had not yet seen the Jews will not, will, will not replace us chant because that's vice news. Uh, he had not seen uh, the girl had not died yet. Uh, that hadn't occurred yet, okay. uh, and he wasn't aware of it when he's making the speech. I actually um, didn't know this. Okay. Yeah, because I, I was like watching it minute by minute. Like, yeah, like Kyle I was, watching was all super this shit engaged. I was on and, vacation, <laughs> and and so he um, he didn't know that either. And so when he came out, all he had seen was mobs of people clashing with one another, each of them armed with pepper spray, clubs, helmets, 
masks, and some of the signs say Nazi stuff. Some of the signs say uh, communist stuff. You know, there's hammers and sickles out there on the other side. Like one side has wastigas, the other side has hammers and sickles. Now, I don't group that entire uh, anti-protester group, which is what they they're being referred to. I don't know. I know they're not anti-fa. They're not all that. They're not all anarchists, but some of them are. And I think that you can say that there's uh, violence on both sides without drawing a moral equivalency between the two. I'm not saying that one is better than the other. I'm not saying that like I'm not defending Nazis or or, or anyone for that matter. I'm saying that like. Both I sides disagree with that. It's true that both sides had violence, right? But if I look at World War II, uh, uh, one where I think there is a clear-cut good guy and bad guy, I don't yeah. say, you know what? The Allies were, were violent as well. You know, there was violence on both sides. You know? well, the the no. war was declared. That's, uh, was, yeah, that's a, that, that's, I don't know. That's not a very... You don't like that one. Te- right? That's not a tenable analogy. It, it's I, war and it's different. I, the I, reason I, that I would say that I think it's reasonable in this circumstance where it was the couple hundred white nationalists mm-hmm. and then a way bigger group of Antifa and regular protesters, like because their their group was so much bigger, of course there were a lot of well-meaning people there, like I'm sure the girl who was tragically killed, who just wanted to be like, fuck this, I don't like these white nationalists being here, we're going to protest. And so in that math equation, I totally agree that the, you know, uh, leftist protest has way more good people than the smaller actual fucking neo-nazi protest because yeah, i don't think that organized I, white supremacist yeah thing. It, I, I don't think that that's indicative and also as a side note uh if you look at the the posters that they used to try and draw people's attention to this unite the right event it's it's clearly like nazi-esque and creepy like like almost, like, like nazi or soviet Stylized. propaganda looking posters is what it looks like yeah um but it, when you talk about this whole thing across the entire country i mean there has been more violence uh, from Antifa than there has from white nationalist groups. Hopefully that doesn't escalate any further, but you know, who knows? Maybe these white nationalists are now emboldened and they're going to go out and start shit because it's pretty clear, especially from that Vice interview, that a lot of these guys just want to start shit. They just want to yeah, get in fights. I think it's fights. been going the other way. I, I think that um, the white nationalist people had more stuff planned and they changed it. I was just reading about it recently. They changed it to be online protests. Uh, I think because they're having negative ramifications, they get on camera. People Trump losing thing. their jobs. I, okay, I, that yeah. was that was the Trump rallies. But what hap- what happened? Uh, there was a university in Texas, uh, Chisholm State, Texas A and M. I knew it was Texas. Uh, that was where the next Unite the Right uh, rally was to be held there, and the university canceled it because of safety concerns. Um, that's fair. I just I, so I have a hard time. Yeah. I have a like I basically think the logical inconsistency. Is so important, though. Mm-hmm. It, you know, we we've, t- we've talked about flag burning before. And I, I changed my mind live on the show. At first, I was like, nope, lock them up. You burn our flag, you, you're not one of us. But then I was like, no, no, that's not how fucking freedom of speech works. It's, you have freedom of speech. Freedom of speech is our, is our First Amendment because it's, it's not there to defend easy uh, uh, opinions. It's there to defend the fringe, right? Because opinions that everyone share don't need defending. You don't have to have your founding document begin with defending something that everyone believes or everyone thinks. It's there to defend the fringe, the shit that we don't like, but that's what freedom of speech is about. So if you're going to burn my flag, I'm I'm just going to have to look away because it disgusts me. But I yeah, but I, I won't I, hurt I like you. I won't hit you because because that's wrong. I can't do it. I, I can't I, do it and then and then uh, and then share the same amount of freedom when I want to say something that, that might be a little edgy or across the or across the line. 
the dangerous thing that um, that you see now is people doing the hate speech isn't free speech. Mm. And it's like, uh, no, it is. That's literally what we need free speech to protect is the hateful bad shit. Like as long as you're not inciting, inciting violence, violence. The- uh, then you should be able to say anything. You don't need a right to protect your uh, your ability to say, I don't like Rick and Morty this season or <laughs> Game of Thrones is going too quick. Like, no, like those the, the speech that needs to be able to, to be said is oftentimes grotesque and vile. And that's why it needs to be protected, because so many people realize it for what it is. Stupid trash. That they don't want to hear the, it, the but they still need the right to say it. The people Taylor are talking about are an example of the cry bullies I wish were not on my team. Hate speech isn't free speech. Oh my gosh. Stop censoring people. That, that's. Mm-hmm. I have a John Oliver topic, and it's slightly free, free speech. So uh, I, I'm sure you've seen it, Woody. The one you want to tell goes... us about something real quick before we get on to uh, the John yeah, Oliver Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> and can we, oh, can we watch the, the video I linked? It's one minute long after I do this. Uh, oh, of course we can. Comedy nerds rejoice. Sisu has the comedy you crave with the debut seasons of Shrink, plus more from your favorite comedians such as Paul F. Tompkins, Dan Harmon, and the McElroy brothers. Jonah Ray, the UCB4, which include Amy Poehler, Matt Besser, Ian Roberts, and Matt Walsh, in hilarious knee-slapping Sisu original series. The Cyanide and Happiness Show is the perfect combination of offensive and hilarious while exploring the absurdities of modern life, politics, and, the hi- and history with a heavy dose of cynicism. The great thing is, it's only available on CISO. With CISO, you get unlimited access to CISO original series, next day late night, hilarious stand-up specials, binge-worthy classics, including 42 seasons of Saturday Night Live, the Monty Python catalog, and the It Crowd, IT Crowd, and more. CISO is the new home for all of your favorite comedy, Britcom, stand-up specials, bingeable classics, and more. It's all on demand and advertisement-free. Uh, if you like British comedies like the IT Crowd and Monty Python, or maybe you prefer classics like The Kids in the Hall, Parks and Rec, or every episode of SNL and late night TV, including new episodes the day after they air, you gotta go to CISO. Access CISO content from anywhere at any time using iOS, Android, Android, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, Windows, or Xbox One. Ready for the punchline? CISO is just $3.99 per month. No joke, $3.99 per month for all the comedy you want, anytime, anywhere, ad-free. Just go to CISO.com, that's S-E-E-S-O.com, and uh, sign up for one month free with promo code PKA at checkout. This is the best offer CISO has going right now. One month for free of laughing your ass off comedy at CISO just by pressing by using promo code PKA. That's CISO.com, spelled S-E-E-S-O. I could go for a month of laughing my ass. Taylor, you might be muted. A month I'm of good. laughing my uh, ass off right now. I'm just laying around, elevating my leg most of the time. <laughs> I should sign up. All right, so this clip is super relevant for the conversation I we just had it. about Charlottesville. This is from 1980. Okay, I'm queued up. Is everybody? Yep. Three, yep. two, one, play. Oh. So they're marching today. What bums? The fucking Nazi party. Illinois Nazis. I hate Illinois Nazis. (laughs) The tables have turned! Oh no. (laughs) 
Hmm. <laughs> well, they didn't hit anybody. <laughs> oh, no. This is a bit more lighthearted. <laughs> You've never seen Blues Brothers, you're missing the fuck out. Blues Brothers is a classic. See, and the exact same thing happens when a bunch of Nazis get embarrassed in public. Is all the people around like it. <laughs> yeah, everybody hates Illinois Nazis. So John Oliver did a takedown piece against a coal company a few uh, weeks back, I want to say, maybe six shows ago or something like that. He's being sued by that coal company. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, it's kind of a big deal because this won't be in federal court. It'll be in state court. Uh, and uh, if you remember what happened to Gawker, that, that, that trial was in Florida. Um, you, you have a judge deciding that oh, you owe Hulk Hogan $177 million. They crippled Gawker. They, they took it down. Yeah. Most of that legal stuff was financed by a billionaire who had also been taken down by Gawker in the past. Peter I think Thiel. they outed, yeah, they outed I, him, I think they as outed him as gay. And, uh, and he financed the Hulkster's... Uh, 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 leg drop on there. There's 22 inch pythons. Uh, took Gawker down. What, well, uh, can you like give a little backdrop to the John Oliver thing? Like, what did he say that he's getting sued for? John Oliver. Well, you know, John. He he went on a whole tirade of like petty insults and that sort of thing, mocking the way the man who runs the coal company looks and talks. And uh, I think he ca he called him something comically evil, something like that. But the part. Do you remind him what year it was? <laughs> the, the most important part of the, the case seems to be that there was a, a mine collapse that killed 10 miners a while back, and the company says this was due to an earthquake. John Oliver claims there were no fucking earthquakes that day. Those people died on your watch because of your negligence. So they are suing John Oliver for saying this, and this lawsuit is going to happen, go down in Virginia, in coal country. In this guy's backyard, the billionaire's backyard, West Virginia. Okay, same fucking thing. And so, is, so uh, is this like John Oliver personally, or is this Comedy Central? John Oliver or? and HBO. HBO. Oh, HBO. This thing, HBO. But wait, both because of the, do you know I for sure? So. I, I think they're both named in there. Okay. Uh, HBO is going to be the one who's going to be shelling out the cash, though, right? If this thing, um, the thing about this is, they could do to HBO what happened to Gawker. They could come up with some astronomical amount of damages in, in this thing. They, they could ask for a billion dollars or something like that, you know? This could mean no Game of Thrones next year. I don't think it'll be that quick. I thought of that, but they're producing that Game of Thrones very soon. <laughs> yeah, that thing Good. goes into filming Good. in three months. I, I, I think well, look, the better is too. <laughs> when you said yeah. that, that, like, that, we might not get Game of Thrones next season. That's when this sunk in for me. I'm like, oh, oh, no. Oh, this this isn't just about HBO being ruined forever or John Oliver not getting a job being smarmy again. This could have real ramifications. Like yeah. <laughs> he in the I thing, the, the so the guy suing John Oliver, if I recall correctly, is infamous for suing. Right, he sues people all the time, and he's going through the thing, and he's like, "I bet he sues me for this," like mocking him, almost daring him. And careful what you wish he for, did. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Careful wow. what you say. Um, and, and, and what would be interesting is if they prove in court that, oh, actually, sir, you were responsible for those 10 miners' death. Uh, I'm not really allowed to say this, but uh, if I were one of those 10 uh, dead miners' <laughs> families, I'd start getting that uh, class action suit together. I'm sure if it's held in my courtroom, things will go well for them. You know, like it could backfire, but uh, who do knows? You know, like, do you think that HBO, or I'm sorry, not HBO, whoever this uh, coal company is, would they really go through the trouble of suing HBO and they John are. Oliver if they didn't know that they were right? Like, if they didn't, if they yes, didn't walk yes. in and go... The guy yes, loses because, a lot. Because the, 
Yeah. But yeah, he doesn't care. He, he's a billionaire, so he's got the money to to throw around. What he doesn't have is the is the is the like reputation to allow people to constantly slander him. If you believe that what John Oliver says isn't true, I suppose it would be some form of slander. It wasn't written; that'd be liable. So libel, not liable. They're different words. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Um, I, I I'm not usually a big John Oliver fan, but I've kind of come around recently. You know, I I, I don't I I, I like. I like what he does, regardless of if it's, if it's a perfect formula for comedy. I enjoy it. I always watch the show, and uh, and I and I hope this goes well for him because it sounds like that guy's negligence killed ten miners to me. Uh, you know, he says there's no earthquakes that day, and they say the mine collapsed because of an earthquake. It's seems like you could prove there weren't any earthquakes that day. They got seismographs well, and shit. The important but thing in all this is that HBO doesn't get crippled. Because that would suck. Is if <laughs> HBO took like the Gawker route and got ruined. Yeah, like that would be horrible. Like, th- I mean, there aren't any other shows I'm watching on HBO right now other than Game of Thrones, but I'm, they'll come out with a good one later. Chiz, like, what is that? Would anti-slap suck. wall. He's saying, "What Chiz How wrote is slap- there's no anti-slap wall in West Virginia like Florida. <laughs> That's the big problem. I don't know what an anti-slap wall would do. You don't uh, know would uh, it that limit the amount of the APP. Would it for? limit the amount uh, that the judge could award? But if there was one in Florida, then Gawker would have been okay, right? He, he, no, no, no. He says there's no there's no law in West Virginia, just as there is no law in Florida. Is what he meant to say. It's it was just a bit confusing. Ah, uh, I, I do I see it now. It is, there's no way to slap law in West Virginia like Florida. So I I added in my. I read it the same as you the first time. I you should have replaced yeah. like chiz with similar to. It would have made it much more clear. Mm. Grammar talk. Yes. Let's Grammar talk about talk. our favorite. What uh, What do you guys think? About semicolon use. <laughs> I was just going to bring up semicolons. I, I, I'm not sure I use them. I don't use them because I'm not sure I use them correctly. Well, I find there's no better way to separate two independent clauses. What a wasted space <laughs> on the keyboard. I remember learning <laughs> to type. And, and like the first thing you learn is your home row keys or whatever. And it, and it was like, when do I use the semicolon? Like, 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 and, and it would be presented to you like when to do it. And I'd, I'd slap my little right pinky down and press that thing. But it was like... I have a finger on the semicolon 100% of the time on the keyboard. That's bullshit. I almost want to like order one of those custom keyboards and put something I actually use over there. Mm, did you have to put a uh, did you have to put that orange cover yes. over it so that like oh. I remember we didn't have an actual training thing when I was in grade school and they were teaching us to type and in our uh it was the it was the principal's wife or some shit. I don't know. They were old at the time so they are probably dead. Um but when we were doing the class you're we like all oh, maybe 8 or 9 10 and all it was was sitting there with those covers, and she would go in her Minnesota accent. She'd go, A, A, A space, C, C, C space, hmm. E, F, G space, and it was like I'm not learning to type. Like this is. <laughs> Who are they? Like, I remember this so well. This isn't helpful. No, what trained? What got me good at it is uh. Uh, AIM Instant Messenger. When in middle school, when all our my friends got AIM and we all started talking, that that's that's how I learned to type quickly. So, like, I remember this very well. I was in middle. I, I'd like to know how old you were and what kind of machine you learned on. But but let me go first. I was in middle school in the eighth grade, um, and uh, and I saw there was a keyboarding class, and, and I was like, this. This is important to know, you know, because like we had a computer at home and and we're all like punching it with one finger. I was like, man, I'd love to type like those fake hackers on, on, in the movies do, like like really fast. It just seemed like 
this is like a musical instrument that plays the music of life at this mm. point. So I should learn this shit. So um, I go in there, and we had electric typewriters. All right? It's a big motherfucking thing. And when, when you press a key, <laughs> it type. It, it took it put a clack 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 it was like it was clapping clacking ink to, to paper with a with a lever like a it's a typewriter but it's electric so you don't have to muscle the the uh, the keys down they're they're they they're electronic and it's got that orange fucking thing on there and uh i, I thought it was the easiest fucking class of all time it was like once you got your your work done you know you, you had like copied whatever page you had to copy and turned it in then you could go play video games and they had like cd rom not cd rom um floppy disk video games over there that you could play so like space invaders and shit and so i loved that class and then when i got to high school in the ninth grade they had uh, another keyboarding class and i was like shit i already know how to type 55 words a minute or something like that that's an easy a that's an easy a right there and so i, like, I took it again so like i I, I, I'm really glad I did because I can't imagine like going through life henpecking or whatever you call it when you use two fingers. I get I get a little upset when I see people in my age bracket, I guess me and Kyle's age bracket, who don't type correctly, who who type, can't type like three fingers or they do like weird reaching. It's like just fucking learn to type correctly. That's you, how when you're type. sitting you down and type? you're in, no, I haven't. But if he you're has ever to in a, stare at the keyboard all the time and he uses one finger, no not way. even two. Yeah, that's it's not true. So <laughs> wait, you're lying. Oh my god, Chiz like, is the fastest of us all. He types about eighty words a minute. I, I can do about sixty. <laughs> I'm not I, far from what Taylor hates. I uh, yeah, I use all I my fingers. I use all yeah, yeah. I probably use nine fingers or ten, and uh, but I don't always hit the right key with the right finger. You know, sometimes like maybe I overuse my index fingers because mm -hmm. I'm good with them. And uh, my typing, uh, I used yeah. to think I was fast. Like maybe I was fast because I typed all the time, all day for a living. But I was really fast at particular commands. Like I, I know Unix pretty well. And, uh, you know, I would just like, 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 I, I don't know. my And like people would watch and be impressed. People would yeah. gather, you know, they'd be like, watch him go. My manager to show off to his boss would bring him over and watch me like, you know, compile stuff. This is something I do like a thousand times a day. He's like, watch this. And you can hardly even see the stuff on the screen. I'm not typing all of it, some of its output. And uh, so I was really good at particular things, but if you ask me to do aim, probably Chiz is better. Yeah, I, I purposely yeah. left out you in my judgment because I do have a cutoff of around <laughs> 35, I think, where if you're that age or younger, you had enough access to computers growing up when you were young in a formative age that you should have this shit figured out. Like my dad doesn't fully typewrite. Um, I work with people who are older and they don't fully typewrite. Like I'll watch them type and it's like, God damn, like my dad do you not know how much texting. easier this would be if you could look at the screen while that, communicating with people? Like yeah. I, I figured you could. <laughs> like I, uh, I, I really uh, learned to type quickly, I think my ninth grade year on this one game where all it was was it was you were like a spaceman and there were meteors that would come down at you and the meteors would say like hmm. is and at yeah. today there holy and, shit and then i the, forgot the more that. and then the longer it went it'd be like superfluous uh tremendous exceptional yes uh, i played math blaster because too. obviously it gets longer and longer yeah it was uh yeah math blaster that was fun uh not genius fun, but the kind of genius fun where they it was fun in school like they, playing they, with those gummy people. Like they made learning into a home. video game. 
they made learning into a, like a blasting video game. That I remember that I had forgotten that completely. Oh, yeah, God. that was so. I, I, I play this shit now. Blast back to like fifth grade, and yeah, so, <laughs> fifth grade. You're like 11 years old. It was this teacher's first year teaching. So in back when I was you know in fifth grade, it was like an adult is an adult is an adult is how you think about it. But looking back, this was like a 22 year old chick who didn't know what she was doing because she was teaching children. And she gave us way too much leeway to fuck around. And so basically, if you performed well and, and paid attention in class, you get little prizes like candies and these little eraser men. These little eraser men. And everybody started picking the eraser men when they did well and building these armies on their desk. And then people started getting note cards together and taping them in forms into castles on the corners of their desks and putting these men in it. And then we would take rubber bands and paper clips and during class shoot it at other people's castles who they built on their desk and try and knock the, uh, the, the little gummy men, the racer men off. And eventually, for a while, uh, the, the city and the civilization we'd constructed in this fifth grade class was okay because we all had to perform well in order to get the eraser men to use as soldiers. <laughs> but then Joseph one day brought in a huge bag of these things and was like, guys, forget having to earn these things. <laughs> I'm giving everybody an extra 10. And I still remember like the moment when, <laughs> when, when she lost it in our class. Cause it was, you know, like maybe there were maybe 25 of us in the class 12 boys, 13 girls or so, and all 12 boys and some of the girls had these, what started as like one index card high with a roof, had become like taking up a quarter of the desk. Like we had built these things out like uh, real realtor brothers style or whatever the fuck. We were, we were trying to flip our desks for profit and we were all <laughs> shooting, uh, <laughs> God, this poor lady, we were all <laughs> shooting these, uh, the paper clips and rubber bands trying to knock each other's men off and poke holes and uh, someone missed because they were shooting from the back to the front hit her right in the thigh and didn't hurt but she fucking freaked out on us like do you think this is a military school do you think you're training for battle here this is ridiculous and she started going around what a terrible and, 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 and yeah. tear tearing off everybody's castles in the in the top four and as she's doing it it's like stealing a puppy from a child where she's like going up to philip's desk and he's like no 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 miss smithton i worked so hard on this no no stop 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 and she's tearing off, leaving a wake of like upset and crying kids and i'm just sitting there like god damn it she's gonna get my castle too but i can't cry that would have been the that would have been the perfect moment for the principal to walk in to do her evaluation. <laughs> it's like he's just raging, tearing shit up on kids' desks while they cry. This is Did what you just... get! This is what your bullshit has wrought upon you! <laughs> like, just throwing just shit every time. remember, from now on, eraser people will be used to erase! <laughs> Alright, well then we're not interested in them anymore. <laughs> I can't believe I had forgotten oh, that typing, that typing blaster that. game. Yeah. You know what I want to talk about if we're not on to a new, a new thing? Sure. Or do we have anything? Where we no, want no, to no, no, shoot, uh, shoot. I got I'd stuff that I don't need to do at all. I want to talk about Tinder and how I am... I was hoping you would. Yes, I am I the wanna... biggest Tinder hypocrite okay. of all time because I, I just downloaded it yesterday. Yeah. And for the longest time up to it, I had in my head, like, my friends were like, oh, you got to get Tinder. You got to get Tinder. You got to get Tinder. It's great. And I was always like, oh, that's just a way for chicks to get free validation without putting out. It doesn't mean shit. I'm not, it's, it's ridiculous. I'm not doing that. And then just yesterday, I'm like, oh, I'm going to fucking do it. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I downloaded it and just started, just started oh. swiping. 
And I didn't realize there was a limit to how many because I was just like, like I read like three or four bios and I was like, this is going to take all goddamn day. And all I'm learning is that every girl is self-described as sassy and adventurous and likes dogs. And so I'm really not getting anywhere here. And so I just swiped as many as I could until it said you ran out. And then you just wait. You just wait and you see who crops up and in. And most of the time it's a fat girl who you wouldn't be interested in and you just or you open it up and it's like I'm a mother her? of three wonderful little boys and if you don't like that you can swap left or like make, whatever they say so but no, no, but funny, what I'm saying is I swiped them because it takes too much time to read everybody's thing and be like no yes it's faster you to I saw a shitty robot on reddit that took a a piece of chicken and it just spun like an uncooked chicken, like a chicken cutlet. Put it on a power drill. Put yeah, and it swiped. Get your DeWalt going. That's, it doesn't matter if you, if you, because anytime you throw out a fishing net, you're going to get some whales. That's part of fishing. Yep. Like, er, I've never <laughs> had a so, whale, but anyway. No, I don't yeah, think that's part of fishing, actually, but carry on. Uh, I, uh, I, 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 I am having so much fun sh just shooting the shit and talking and just being kind of an asshole in like the chat function because the way it works is then if the girls see the picture of you and they're like, yeah, I, I'm interested in that guy, they respond and then it shows up to you and then you, I mean, I, I'm sure they can reach out can to I you too. But I've only, yeah. Is that a Twitter picture of you in the in the mirror part of your Tinder yes. profile? <laughs> yes. That's, that's what brought this up. That, that, that's how this all started. Okay. I, I, was, I, I was like, dude, if you put that picture on Tinder, you will get laid by Thursday night. I was like, throw that on there and and swipe right, swipe on everything that you're interested in, every one you're interested in. Forgive me, ladies, <laughs> and and <laughs> and uh, and then just wait, and, and you're golden. You're gonna be golden. Just just remember though that there are. You always hear there's plenty of fish in the sea, but you know if you go to work. Go to school. Go home. Take a shower. Maybe stop by the gym. You're only gonna see like 30 women a day. No, no. no. There are millions of them. Millions. There are literally, they are literally like fish in the sea. And forgive me for saying so, because this is exactly what women do to us on Tinder. Look, you just, you just be confident, aggressive, and straight to the point. And, and, and there's no stopping you. You're like a fucking freight train. Oh, it's great. Action. Like, like, like it's just, just you've got a list of women who have already admitted they want to fuck you. Like that, that's, that's why they swipe. Yeah, I got a good number <laughs> of... I, I've since gone back and made my profile better and have more detail and be more funny and whatnot. But off the start, my I just made my profile. Uh, <laughs> I like my women how I like my coffee, fat, free, and quiet. Uh, and, it, and it did pretty well. <laughs> That's how it works. Like, like all the responses were like, oh, I love that. That's so funny. And like, or I was gonna put a, uh, I like my women. I like my coffee wet and with my dick in it. I thought that was, I thought that was too much. But um, uh, I've only had one girl unmatch me when we started talking, and it's because I pushed the, I pushed the envelope too far. Yeah. Uh, she said that she uh, uh, works with special needs kids, and she had a very nice, nice behind. And I said. Uh, <laughs> I said that job's perfect for you because that ass is retarded. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then like, like five minutes, I went and saw the list of the girls that were interested because she was at the top because I sent a message and it was like she wasn't there and it was like oh, all right. Here's the thing: the whole, all that happened was like 200 girls shifted up one notch and a new one took her place down at the bottom. That's all that yeah. happens. You'll never see her again, and she, she couldn't take a joke. 
You didn't just offend. She, she's probably like, he was so offensive. You dodged a bullet. She couldn't take a fucking joke. Oh, yeah. And I'm also, we have to talk about just a few weeks ago of uh, talking about like online. I don't know if it was online specific, but we talked about like, oh, how young would you be willing to go? And Kyle, honestly and immediately says 18. Yeah. Honestly and immediately. I said, uh, I don't know. 21, I'd like to be able to take him out for a drink. A little younger might be weird. I mean, that is a mentality that disappears quickly when there are 18 and 19-year-olds hitting you up mm. for exactly what you know they want to do. And it's in, like, my thought process, like, I was talking to a, a, a younger, or I guess 19 today, and just being, like, and in the middle of the conversation, like, I didn't even, I kept it, like, not even remotely dirty at all. Like, just, like, getting to know you kind of shit, because every time I'm like, God, this is, like, I'm, like, eight years older than this girl. Like, this is, this is weird, right? This is weird. And so I'm still overcoming that mental hoop. So I'm thinking about just setting the age to 21 just so that's I just have it to whatever the default is, which I think is like 18 to 50, 18 to 40. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever the default is, is what I'm getting. It's but it seems to Georgia, you can dial it all the way down. Oh, <laughs> but anyway, this Tinder shit, if you gentlemen out there don't have it yet, give it a go. <laughs> I, I, I need to like go out. I'm, I'm considering this weekend going out and just pretending to do activities, like stand on a hill that looks like it's in the wilderness and like look out <laughs> and, then, and then like get a tennis racket or something, uh, take a picture of food that's clearly pre-made and claimed to have made it, <laughs> things like that. Because like, I didn't realize until I put my, my Twitter picture that I took of myself up, I was like, well, I need to add more pictures. I was like, oh, fuck. I don't, like, I don't take like, any pictures of myself ever. Yeah. Like, I, I don't does? like having my pictures. I don't feel like I'm very photogenic. But uh, that Twitter picture, it's doing great. Yeah. Great. So I told far. you. I told you it would. It's great. I had a pictures. conversation Smiling. on the subreddit about that picture. Like, only like two or three girls gets like would be interested. Like, no, it's a fucking foolish. No, no, you fill up every fucking time. There, there. You always have. I always. Have, it's the maximum number. Whatever the maximum is, it's all of them. All of them are interested, and the ones who aren't didn't swipe. So you don't even know. You don't even know. There was some bitch who's like, "Ugh, his teeth are ugly," or "Ugh, I hate his big nose." You don't have to even bear that punishment. Like, like you never know that she didn't it, like your a big lot nose. Of these girls put not looking for a hookup. You don't know what you're looking for. You, you, you no, know, don't not, believe that. Look, I don't look, believe first, that. That's a, that's first, a the first rule of Tinder. Who is who is uh, who is a, who's you know persuasive and fun and, and yes. that kind of shit. But yes, they're uh, lying. They're lying. They're I talked, all I talked lying. to a girl for fucking eight minutes yesterday, and she. Uh, God, what did I say? I, I think all I told her is like, wow, like you look like you know your way around a squat rack or something like that. <laughs> and, uh, and and she loved it and like wanted me to take her out to dinner. And it was like, and I, I, I'm not going to, I don't think, because no, or maybe who knows. But no, I, I just, you. this all, is fun. See, see, I can help with this. Like, like, first of all, like, no, you don't go out. They come in. Like, like that's what you want to happen. Like, like because the implication, the, the, <laughs> first of all, first of all, here's the things that happen if she comes to your place. She immediately sees your, your place is clean and orderly and smells nice, right? Oh, you get you, she sees all, what all she sees that you have many hobbies. She sees maybe pictures of family. She you, you, all of these things are, are are little clues to her about what kind of guy you are, and it sets her off at ease right away that you're not a maniac, right? Because you never know if online it, you could literally be one of those people who's gonna like tire down and inject her eyeballs with bleach or something fucking ape shit but 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 if she comes to your house and like you cook her tacos or something whatever whatever she wants you know like like that, that that's the move you cook her dinner 
and she gets to like mill around your house while you cook and have a conversation or whatever and she gets to see all of your interests and then and then you know what she's interested in you can you can bounce it back and she's at your and your bed's right over there yeah right see over that's there. that's the the part that's most tempting about the just invite him over here situation i'm still like in addition to overcoming you know that 1819 barrier <laughs> i'm also overcoming the uh, this is a stranger and i don't know if i want some like the kind of girl who after half an hour of talking is like, yeah, we should fuck. It's like, ah, I don't, I don't know. Like, that's, <laughs> like I, I almost wish there was a little right. more effort required, you know? Like, uh, this is like when you do a Sudoku, but there's only f four squares. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a one and a two, right? All right, and we got it. Like, <laughs> a little more than that. But, um, yeah, I, this is just See, that, a blast. That's it's, the other and, and part. And you just get to like being able to just be so upfront and just uh, aggressive sounds wrong, but that's literally what it is—just being aggressive and not like being a. Because these girls get talked to all the time, and I guarantee most of the guys talking to them are beating around the bush, being soft. like, "Did you have a fun day today? What did you major in?" It's like nobody gives a shit. No, nope. like nobody cares. You think these girls are so dumb they don't realize why you're on Tinder? Like no. just a conversation Go I had a couple hours ago. Like the girl was like, "Oh yeah, you're uh, well, you're a guy, so I know you're always thinking with your dick." And I was like, "Yeah, if you listen to him, you'd see he has some great, great points of view." <laughs> <laughs> and then she like, she's clearly interested. Like this is, yeah, she's. I'll check out Farmers Only next. But <laughs> you don't have to be lonely at FarmersOnly.com. That's like, your, so, that's so far the prospect of getting laid on this app is is equally fun to just the shit talking yeah like it the the, the chase is as fun as like like the catch because I, because it's it's really fun to just be like super like open and like not hold back a bit because if you meet someone in public and start talking about their ass right away you're a you're a piece of shit mm -hmm. like, like, oh, like and, and i mean it, and i don't mean that they'll think of you as a piece of shit i mean like you kind of are a piece of shit if like the, the first thing you can come up to to, to say about someone isn't isn't something that they necessarily value about themselves at least not as much as that you know what i mean like like i feel like in person yeah. like 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 it, things have to start much much and, slower and you have to play it by ear too because if i saw a picture and it was just you know three pictures of a girl playing with her dog and then at the piano i wouldn't be like looks like this you know we were on a squat rack or your ass is retarded or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. i like you wouldn't say that because that it didn't open it up to it but those you pictures what of the girls where they're, where they're sticking their ass out and they're wearing heels it's like that chick worked for that ass and the fact that you're recognizing it is her being like all right noticed they like like it's like an acknowledgement of hard work unless they yeah. just naturally have a great ass but you know a lot of people just the reason they're so Can good I is because they work for it. Jump in. I've talked about yeah. this experience, the parallel for old people, when I was like 17. Like I, I remember I, I had this concept of disposable women because I was picking up girls in the summer, and I had never picked up girls like this before. I actually got game. You know, I was pretty good at it because most people don't have an opportunity to talk to like six girls a day, but I'm working on the beach, and there they are, like coming up, renting chairs, whatever. And, uh, you know, I, I was young and I didn't get laid, but uh, I got kissed a lot. That was, I mean, people remember, I saw Pretty Woman like 25 times or something <laughs> that summer, each time <laughs> pretending like I had never seen it before. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and it was cool. It was confidence boosting. And in the same, I, I think part of what Taylor likes about this so much, what I call disposable women, there were just no consequences for fucking up. 
You know, if Absolutely you're not. if you're trying to pick up a girl in your high school and she says no, well, now you've been rejected by someone. Now everyone yeah. knows you liked her. Now everyone knows you wish that she said yes. If you try to pick up a girl on Tinder and she says no, eh, you know, it's a numbers you don't, game. You don't even know. That's the thing. Well, like, you know, like, even like, if like she says no after talking to her, like the retarded ass girl. Ah, you know? that's, that's But Taylor's yeah. not losing any sleep over this. There's another one bumping up the list. He's fine, and and it's a fun way to interact. I I, I can see why you're digging it. Oh yeah, yeah. it's uh you know like like it's it's the definitely the way to go, especially if you're traveling. You know, you're you're stopping in some other city oh, and yeah. you're. Because yeah. it tells you how far away they are. Like, like there were some where it said like less than a mile away. And yeah. it's like, that's almost a little too disturbing. close. Yeah. Like, like I, I, I want to know, you know, uh, you're getting I left swiped. Who knows where you are? I could almost run that far. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've, I, I've totally been. I really don't I've do cardio, others, but. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in other cities, and it's like, oh, shit, are you in the same hotel as me? Like, 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 like I'm in 7B. Where are you? Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 I'm 7E. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, if you're in L.A. Or, or, or something like that where it's super dense, like, you're gonna max that thing out with just the bitches who are within five feet of you, you know? Like, like there's there's ladies everywhere. The, it's the a, only thing I don't like about it is that in person, if you say like a funny, borderline offensive, joke around pickup line kind of thing, if you say it with the right cadence and you're not ugly, and you're you know decently good looking, like women will respond to it and they'll like that. And they think it's funny. It shows confidence. If you do the same thing on Tinder, the same message, it's impossible to know how someone will read text. And so you can come off as creepy when you're trying to be funny, which is obviously the point. Like you'd hope yeah, I don't care. most people could see through. But yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's, who fucking cares? It doesn't Thanks. matter. Yeah. Like you never, you think you, that you think these girls are looking at your profile for a long time? Are you shooting me? They're 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 sifting through a slew of dick pics and <laughs> and uh and other dudes out there. For every like you get, they get a thousand. Like it, it's just the way it is. So, yeah. so I don't know. I'll, I'll be back with more Tinder updates as long as they're funny. Oh my I, god, uh, I can't <laughs> wait for this. this. Is my this is my favorite topic of the night by far, by the way. I, when you <laughs> told me that you weren't on, I was shocked. I, I couldn't believe it. Like, 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 like I, I was like, oh, 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 no, 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 no. Look, look, look. And you didn't understand quite how it worked first because you never been, been on in a Tinder in a relationship through most of Tinder. Yeah, through pretty much all of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, so well, I see, like, like I've always used social media like that. You know, like, like, you know, you, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. You know, I met, met a lot of people on there. Um, that but, always so, it's easier. Me. It's way easier to be charming in person than over text. I, I, I think for you actually, like, like you have a, a cadence and a delivery. I think I'm more charming in text. Maybe. I would prefer I prefer oh. text. I, I prefer text because you can I mean the the way Tinder works or the way, you know, anything works is you can have like six or seven conversations going on simultaneously. And it's 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 almost fun mental gymnastics to keep them all straight. Uh, it's kind of like a little brain teaser, and it, it's easy to fuck up. Like I have messed up, like while texting like three or four women at the, at a time. You know, they're always like jumbling up as you go and go, yeah. and like like one of them, I'm at like step seven out of ten, and with one of them, I'm only on step two out of ten uh, of the Kyle system. Yeah, and, and, and I'll realize that I just dropped a, a level seven line to a level two, and it's like, let's see how she reacts. <gasps> Either we're either we're about to skip skip steps three through seven, or she's about to like like delete my ass. Like we're gonna find out, right? Oh, and she deleted me. Yep, she's gone. Yep. <laughs> she did not like the thing about her asshole. She did not want to hear that right now because I don't know her name yet. Yep, yep. <laughs> asshole oh, I, way I, too early I, for that. I meant to say this for the fans out there who are good at Photoshop. 
put on the PKA Reddit or tweet at me, Photoshop me into adventurous situations. <laughs> I will put it on my Tinder profile as long as it looks borderline real. That that would be so fucking funny. If- <laughs> and, and look, there need to be some like, don't go crazy at first, okay? Don't don't pull a like. Remember when we did the prank phone call and Wings is like, "Do you have any body bags or whatever?" That wasn't like, Wings. Don't but yeah. Forgive me, Wings. I, I didn't mean to do that to you, but don't go straight to body bags, okay? Like, like have him like fly fishing in one, and then maybe doing a little amateur rock climbing in one, and then maybe he's on Mount Everest at the end, right? Like he's up there on Mount. Just put Taylor's face in, inside one of those guys, those guys' parkas with like the goggles and everything, and there's like ice in their mustache. Like I'm sure there's a there's a put him put him on the top of Mount Everest. Put him like at NASA Space Center and like, like the, the zero G like centrifuge machine. Like keep upping it. And, Can and get I him in that fun. new Elon Musk space shoot, space suit, yeah. right? Well, put yeah. me in the spaceship. Put me in a uh, <laughs> make it so I look like. Put me on a horse, <laughs> like uh, Photoshop the my black head guy on from the old Spice commercial. <laughs> no, Photoshop my head onto Putin's, please. Uh. That will be great. Do that. Um, oh man, what other fun? You guys are creative. Like Game of Thrones character, like 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 put like 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 just. Put him uh, like take a picture of like Eddard Stark on his horse and everything, but but Taylor's face instead. Like like yeah, this is when I was uh, doing a little filming for a show. You may have heard of it, uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones. Um, I, I, what I got if it was a, what if it was a character that people don't know? Like like he could be a uh, I don't know like in the background. You know, there's yeah. there's Arya with the the swordsman from Bravos, and then Taylor like walking in the background, but in in costume. You know, you just do the face. Yeah. yeah. Have a uh... Put, yeah, make me Gendry. Yeah, because you, you can't make him Gendry or Jon Snow, in my opinion, right? Like, if you put his face so, you know, on Jon Snow... Don't make me Gendry, actually. Stunt double, though. Don't make me Gendry. I don't want anyone, any of those girls thinking I got little bitch non-rowing arms <laughs> from yeah. four years of... Yeah, I, you know, I've been saying this to Taylor, like, in private for a week, but, like, Taylor is much more jacked than Gendry after all his rowing. Like, like I don't know yeah. if you have his cardio, though, because he ran, like, 25 miles back to mm-hmm. Eastwatch and, 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 th- and two feet of snow. I, I mean... That was impressive. And, and, and we're not, we did a lot of Game of Thrones talk on PKN. And uh, oh, speaking of that, let's do some AMA questions. Uh, do you all do you all have those yeah, handy? Yeah, handy? Uh, yeah I, I can use an updated open link. Open that up. Oh, Are you guys hyped for Call of Duty World War Two? Where do you plan to play? If so, so I watched some uh, some Twitch streamers play today. I watched Hutch play a bit. Um, I didn't love what I saw. Can I ask a question? Uh, Yes. Did the so I, I think it was Chiz <laughs> who told me, or maybe it was you, who said that the graphics in it looked really dated. That that it's a really dated engine that's been masked by like neat skins on the guns and other. That was you. Does it still look dated? Does it? I mean, it does to me. I, I was watching that and it looked like mm-hmm. if you told me that was World at War remastered, I'd believe you. If you told me that was Call of Duty 5 remastered, I'd be like, yeah, that's what it looks like. You know, it looks like a more polished Call of Duty 5. Granted, I watched two games of Domination, okay? I, mm-hmm. You know, I, someone who's played it more Over than Twitch, me could, you know. could... Yeah, somebody could, it, maybe it feels better, maybe it's, maybe it's great. But look, I, I'm not interested in it at all. Uh, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds has like 7.5 million users right now. It's going to be cross-platform. They're adding a new map, and the game still isn't even in... Uh, it, it isn't released, you know? Um... I, it, it, and my, I'm definitely going to, I'm a PC gamer. I, I'm not going to be on the console playing video games unless it's a console exclusive that I really fucking love. And I don't know what that is. Uh, I, 
mouse and keyboard for the win, man. I, I love player unknowns battlegrounds, and that's where I am. I won't be playing Call of Duty World at whatever it's called. World War Two? I'm not gonna buy it. I didn't buy the last one. What was the most recent one? It's not. It's not the one Infinite with Nazi Warfare. zombies. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought the one before Infinite Warfare. I didn't buy the current one, and uh, I feel almost bad. Like I'm supposed to be buying. It. Like I'm supposed to be playing it. Like like I should be able to jump in and stream it any time. But I I don't know. I thought that maybe with the broken leg I'd get back into video games. That uh, like yeah, like I can totally see myself like play. in my head. I was like I think. I think Kyle will play with me. I'll, I'll just jump into Kyle's games and we'll have a good time. It'll be a blast. Like I, I th- thought that'd be really cool. Turns out that sitting for long periods, like it swells and it hurts, and I don't know. I, I picture a um, what is this sh- like a concave shape with a bend in it, right? At that bend, there are all kinds of folds. I think those folds are pressing against my incision, and it actually is, is kind of painful. So. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully that gets worked out tomorrow. But anyway, that's like that's why I'm not sitting at this desk playing video games because it hurts. Yeah, it hurts right now. I play in bed. I uh, I mm. drug my whole gaming system upstairs, and I've got like a uh, glass topped uh, like entertainment centers type shelf thing that I drug as close. It I didn't just drag it close to the mattress. I drug it like into the mattress till it's like pressing into the side of the Casper, and mm. uh, I've got that curved big monitor and it's mm-hmm. so close to my right thigh as I sit up in bed that I can just kind of rotate it around and it's like over my leg so I sit up in bed with a keyboard in my lap and a mouse on a mouse pad on the side of the mattress and I play Battlegrounds just fine huh. um, it's uh, th- that's how I've been doing it for since I've been playing I, I used to go downstairs and sit at a desk but it's like nah I, I'd rather just be able to like hop in play three games be like ah, I died every time let me watch a little CNN and then go back to it as I want or whatever. Um, that that game is going to be huge by the time it's all setting down. It's going to take over. People are maining it. Like um, I, I know uh, Level Cap, who is a Battlefield player. He, he mains uh, Battle. What is it called? PUBG. Battle, PUBG. That's the acronym. Yeah, I, I forget the full name for it. But it, yeah, it seems like a lot of. Like, it seems like that's the game to main. You know, like way back, way back, way back in the day, Call of Duty. If you didn't main Call of Duty, then. Like, what were you doing, right? No one watches people yeah. who main Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, now, PUBG seems to be the game to main, as far as yeah, I can see. It's so good, and, and, and one of the great things about it, 7.5 million users last time I checked, and the game still hasn't come out in full release, they're trickling the, uh, the stuff out to us, and it's not like they've just got it sitting on deck like Call of Duty does. You know, you get that disc, and it's got all the shit already on it, they're just going to trickle it to you over time. No, they're, they're in development still. Like, they're currently making a brand new map because these maps are gigantic many kilometers square and so like the new maps coming soon and new weapons are always getting trickled out and they're adding like big game features like this isn't even close to being done like you can't vault and and climb yet so there's a there there's it's there's a lot of skill to being able to crouch jump perfectly through a window and stuff like that i can't do it the best players do this like crouch jump maneuver and they can jump out of windows that i am incapable of moving through uh, they, they, they do stuff I just can't do, but they're going to add that in the, they're, they're adding vaulting and like grabbing, grabbing, uh, like a ceiling and pulling yourself up and, and, uh, mantling. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, all that's coming to the game. It's, it's, the game is growing constantly. It's, it's, it's really great. Hmm. It's yeah. taking over. There's, I, 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 it's going to be so much bigger, uh, than I, I think, how, how many, how many copies is Battlefield sell? Because I just I just see this being bigger Didn't than Battlefield. Didn't Battlefield like break records or something because of how successful it was this past year? That new Battlefield. 
Uh, I think a lot, I know a lot of people love the new Battlefield. You know, it's World War One, and I've Did watched you? a lot of clips of it, but I, um, I don't know what the sales numbers are like. I know it's a cool game to watch. Fifteen million copies of Battlefield One. Yeah, we're halfway so there. But is that that's quite a bit breaking Battlefield records or breaking like like what did COD sell? That was probably I remember like Call of Duty sold like twenty million copies by the time it was all said and done or something crazy like that. So it was probably a Battlefield record. Well, I'm um, definitely gonna buy this new game just because Battlefield it's record. about time they weren't flying around with jetpacks and being robots anymore. Like that that yeah. got stale so much faster than World War II it did. Because at least with World War II games, you can kind of immerse yourself a little bit of like, oh, obviously this is fantasy and nonsense, but this is like a real war. This kind of stuff happened, you know, in quotes for those listening. Yeah. Like, But with the Spaceman stuff, it's like there's never... this. I'm playing as a robot at this point. Like, I'm not even a person. Pure no no part of my character is person. I, I'm a robot who has Gatling gun arms, and that's it. Like, and all I do is, like, all the effort they put into the game is my guy going, like, destroyed at the end if you get first place or whatever. I don't know. I, I really did not like any of the most recent CODs. I don't know why I didn't all. get into the remastered stuff, though, because that's actually the game that I want. You know, it, it, like, it, if you have a headset, you can really sound horror at a level that you can't in the newer games. And uh, I, I don't know. I don't know why I didn't play Yeah, you, you I, didn't I really just... get into that one. Me, Kyle, and Chiz went through a phase where we played that a lot. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, we, we played that a shit ton. I'll tell you what, like, like, and this is one of the AMA questions, actually. It's about PUBG. It's, it's you know, Woody, why won't you play PUBG with Kyle? I bet you really like it. Um, you would really like it, I think. Uh, maybe you'd, I, I don't think you're in a video game mood or, like, phase, yeah, but maybe... I, I, there, there was a either. certain pride in, like, I, I mean, kind of in an in-real-life phase, and, and I used to get frustrated by assholes who were like, you know, oh, I stopped playing, I lost this weight, and I did this, I did that. But that kind of happened to me. Like, you know, I lost some weight. Maybe the timing is off on that because I was heavy at the time. But, you know, like my sleep schedule got back intact. My mental health was better, that's for sure. I was happy. I was paramotoring. I was getting more sunlight. And, like, those are things that I was really valuing. And that's why I didn't get into COD. But right now I've got a broken leg, and I'm like, man, I should play PUBG. I just wish it didn't hurt to sit upright. Uh, let me. If I were you, this is what I would do. I'd get. I don't know what it is, but I'd get one of those things that puts your leg in traction and like lifts it up or whatever. And I'd do. I'd, I'd get a setup going like what kind of what I described, where you're just kind of playing from bed. It might sound really awkward, but honestly, like I put my keyboard in my lap and I, I put a mouse pad on the on the mattress, and I got I got used to it. Like I, I'm slick with it. I, I'm, I'm. I think I'm pretty good at the game. My my KD's above one, and we win often when I play with my team. Uh, when I play with Mitty Mitty Smitty. And uh, and uh, uh, Rohan and all those guys, those guys are fucking good. Good at the I game. I think that can uh, become not a liability and not too long. You know, like like I'm not a mouse and keyboard like brilliant player, but I did run a Minecraft server and did it like every day, all day for years. And uh, it's not the same. It's not like picking a pixel off, but I can. Uh, I'm capable-ish. And it's fun, uh, man. It's fun. Yeah. It's it, it's got. Because like it's not it's it's different every game. Like you you drop in and sometimes it's like oh and I'm dead, and sometimes you drop in and it's thirty minutes of like grinding and and you and your team go on this journey like a Mad Max style journey where at first you don't have a car and maybe like Chiz doesn't have a gun yet and you're like all right well, we'll we'll look after you Chiz you know we don't want to lose you and like like stay behind us when we go in this room and you're like oh Chiz Chiz AK over here you want an AK well here take my M4 I'll take the AK <laughs> and like, oh and, and like you find like different items have different rarities and like an eight times scope is very rare. So, so my group, whenever someone has an eight times, they announce it like, Hey, I have an eight times scope. So if anyone else finds a sniper rifle, let me know it's yours. You know? So we, we play as a team. Oh, is that how like it works? First... 
That's how we play. Well, you know, and if, I, the, if the scope is rare, if anyone finds a sniper rifle, give it to me. I don't know. I just didn't well, know who got what. I'll kill you with that it, rifle it, if you don't give me the scope. <laughs> well, you can't do anything. You can't do anything with the scope by itself other than maybe put it on your assault rifle, and that's not so great. But if someone has a Car 98, which is capable of one-shot killing a person if you get him in the head and they have the correct helmet on, um, then you want to hook that guy up with the eight times because he can be much more lethal with it. Uh, and that's what you want. You want a lethal group, as lethal as you could be. So you swap things like, oh, this would mean much more to you than it than it would to I me. Like Here, take. There's a lot of that. That and there's constant. I like constant that fluid that. conversation about like, that. Like like my group is constantly talking about who has what. Um, if you have a level two helmet on and you come upon a level three, you announce, hey, level two up for grabs. I'm taking it off. And and you know, nine times out of ten, someone needs that thing. There's tons of that. You know what's the opposite of that? Nazi zombies. In Nazi Zombies, yeah. the real incentive is to be the biggest dick shit that anyone's ever played with, right? <laughs> yep. Fuck there. And like, oh, are you working that window? I killed that zombie on you. Now I have points. Now I can do this. You know, hey, you know what? There's a door that needs to be opened here. Would be great if someone came along and paid for it because I'd rather not. And uh, I, I've always disliked that about Nazi Zombies, you know? Yep. I, I, but I really value what you're talking about. The whole like, I hey. don't mind. <laughs> I know. That, <laughs> I don't want to say out loud. Taylor plays like that, but but you know what? <laughs> I, if I have the most points, I fucking always buy the doors because okay. that's the only thing that bothers yeah. me. Is if someone's like, "I've got ten thousand points, but I need someone else to open it because I want to buy everything," and it's like, "Well, you were a kid who got everything they wanted at Christmas, weren't you? You don't get that. You get to open the next couple of doors." You would have like, made it through Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. You'd have fell right into that big ocean of chocolate right away. Oh you yeah, and you would have just you're dude, probably that, Chucky, that, aren't you, boy? But the, I love that game mechanic that, that that's like you know, hey, it's to my advantage to make you the best player you can be. We're as stronger as a team, as stronger, period. Uh, I, I think I would like that game. So maybe yeah, I'll... There's been times when, like, all right, so, like, an extended magazine for your, for your assault rifle. It's nice to go from 30 rounds to 40, but it also works on the shotgun. That's the Sega shotgun. It's like, ah, oh, it, it'd be nicer for him if he went from having, you know, I think it's five rounds to, like, eight rounds. Like, like that's, a, that's a bigger leg up than me just getting 10 more rounds of my gun. So there's a lot of swapping stuff around, and there's a lot of stuff that's, like, it doesn't. It starts to not feel like a video game. It starts to feel more like role playing or real life when the vehicles and stuff come into play. So like we'll be landing and someone will be like, "Ah, oh, I spotted a vehicle. I'm gonna go get us a car. You guys try to find me some loot." And one guy will like you know parachute off over here and immediately get the car and come pick us all up. And it, it it's a you live and die as a team. You know, mm -hmm. you lose a guy, you're you're 25 percent less effective. You lose another, you're just about fucked. Um, it, there's a lot of teamwork and team shooting because health is high and accuracy is important and there's bullet drop and lead and I love that game, man. It's, it's excellent. I haven't played this week much, but Chiz has been playing more than me lately and uh, eh, I might get I, on a night. I like so. it when people can save each other. I don't know. Maybe you die too quickly in that, but like in, in there were Woodycraft game modes where like, hey, Taylor and I are in a team. We're going to take out Kyle. I am not good enough to beat Kyle, but you know maybe my health gets down to ten percent. I get his down to thirty. You finish him, and and like I really like that. Like, all right, I'm ready. Get in there. That's a big <laughs> component of it. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it, it's a lot like um, um, Gears of War with the way the knockdown system works. Uh, I don't know if Gears of War had this component though. In PUBG, uh, every time you get knocked down, the following time you get knocked down, if, let's say you get knocked down, someone can revive you in ten seconds. Mm -hmm. They basically touch your shoulder for ten seconds, and you stand back up with low health, and you pack. You bandage yourself up back to 100%. Well, the next time you get knocked down, you're bleeding out much faster. Like, the amount of time they have to save you is much lower. And every subsequent time that that happens, it increases. So it can be a little annoying if you're having a, like a, 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 
a fight with someone who's 600 yards away and you knock the guy out and they just keep picking him up. But just know that like you're really whittling down his 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 fighting ability. You know, it, there's a lot of the fights take place in all kinds of different uh, ranges. Like there's up close personal shotgun battles and there's long long range shit where the bullet travel time will be like three fucking seconds before it hits the guy in the head, which is really satisfying. And uh, and of course you can change your mic from open to closed. So you know I hit my hotkey and I'm like, hey, anybody in there? And you'll hear. Yeah, motherfucker, you want some? <laughs> it's like, no, actually, I don't. We're going to keep moving. <laughs> you know, there's plenty of that. Like, I, I'll spare people sometimes. I'll come upon a guy who's got nothing, and he'll, like, crouch a couple times, and I'll be like, very well. <laughs> leave, the, leave the boots. <laughs> leave the boots. Because, like, the, um, they've added crates and, uh, and uh, clothing items, and last time I checked, if you want a miniskirt, in the game, a, a digital miniskirt. It's about four hundred real dollars wow. to like hook that up. Yeah, like like, and there's dudes out there, grown ass men who would never buy a, a skirt for a woman that costs four hundred dollars, but they'll buy themselves a digital one. And uh, the coats, <laughs> uh, if you want that coat, I don't remember how much the coat is, but it, it may be more than four hundred. The skirt was the hot item last time I checked, though. <laughs> That's great. Uh... You want to tell us about something, Kyle? Yeah. She- yeah, I'm going to tell you about Bombfell. Bombfell sent me some uh, some nice stuff. I'll tell you about it in just a second here. Bombfell is an easier way for men to get better clothes. When you sign up, you pay $0 because there are no fees when you work with them. You only pay for the clothes that you keep. Bombfell is the only service that can make that claim. They're fully personalized. Every piece has been handpicked for you by your own stylist. Your stylist will email you their collection, after which you'll have 48 hours to make any changes or even cancel altogether. You're in total control. It's the most simple, straightforward service around. They're on your side, and they don't make any money unless you find something that you want to keep. Bombfell is completely flexible. You can receive clothes once a month, two months, or three months, and you can pause or cancel at any time. The service is actually that straightforward and easy. You sign up, providing them with your measurements, style preferences, and budget limitations. Then you set up your order, get a preview email from your stylist, and then start receiving your clothing. It's that simple. Uh, we negotiated with Bombfell to get twenty get a $25 offer for our listeners here. So for $25 off your first purchase, visit bombfell.com slash PKA. That's bombfell.com slash PKA. B-O-M-B-F-E-L-L.com. Bombfell. Open and close. Like that pun? Oh, that I pun? like it too. Open like and close. All right. So um, sign up for Bombfell. Uh, I, uh, I, 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 went through a rigorous selection process, told them exactly what I liked and stuff. And uh, I got a pair of jeans, this pair of jeans that I'm wearing right now. I got a very slick button up top and uh, I got the softest t-shirt I'd I'd ever gotten in my life. Um, These jeans are of the same quality as like the, uh, what is it? Is it children of humanity? I always butcher the name. Citizens. Citizens of Humanity. Like, like I've got a few pairs of Citizens of Humanity jeans. Me too. And those jeans are very pricey. You know, they can be 300 bucks or close to it. Um, these are of the same quality, and, and they're quite a bit cheaper. They're that kind of... I don't like remember the, the exact... Uh, the stretchy stretchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like... like I, I mean, it's those probably not showing on camera at all. Jeans. Very comfortable. Yeah. Uh, they, they, it's a stretchy material. It's not like you're wearing spandex or like yoga pants or something, but it's it's a denim that stretches. I think it's mostly... I think it's 100% cotton, maybe. I, don't, 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 don't quote me on that. But um, the top, I also like. I wore the the button up top a couple of weeks ago. It was uh, on PK. It was like a it's like a gray button up 
Uh, I was going to wear it tonight, but it's dirty because I've been wearing it a lot. I like I like it. I like these clothes that I've gotten from them. Uh, no fair. Chiz, I want I want some cool jeans and a soft shirt. You can get the next shot at things. Like, like I, Woody got all the free shit for a while. I feel I like did. I've been on the bandwagon for a Yeah, Kyle, for, I uh, think, has surpassed anything I've ever had. Like, is it, the, when I got free shit, I don't know if it was as cool How as How much stuff. of that food did you get? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking, we're talking about that 100%. I could wear these jeans once a week, food. but you got enough food to feed your whole family for that, three months. What was that you, stuff called? 100% food. 100% food. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. I got... Dude, like, it took up room in my garage. <laughs> like, it was really a lot. It was... Did you throw it away? Dude, I, I, I heard how, uh, how Chiz tried to do that for a while, didn't he? Where, like, Chiz was in on it and bought some. Confirmed yeah. for that. You've got crates in your garage. I knew it, Chiz. How, like... <laughs> there's no way to have more than one sip of that 100% food and not immediately be like oh no i ordered enough to like fill a pothole in the middle of the road oh, that's, what I'll do. that's what i will do yep. you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do a i'll turn this mistake into a civil service <laughs> <laughs> they oh, never man. work with us again i thought we were funny they I asked agree. for us to be you they know told me to say whatever i wanted yeah a I, lot of the, they put your review on their website it was you know it's better than cement or something <laughs> like that you know it's better than starving He's whatever like, you wrote yeah. Like quick creep, but doesn't taste as good. Nope, not as <laughs> good. More vitamins, though. Uh, you know, it's, every time I see like a British pronunciation, it's like what the, and I look at the letters, and I'm like, oh yeah, I can see how they got that. Like aluminium, that that makes sense. Vitamins. No, al- aluminium. You're trying way too hard. Mm, you think? I bet that they. You know, this is my theory. I I think that that folks in old England were saying aluminum. And then they heard us over here saying aluminum. And they go, that's pretty low class. Aluminium, <laughs> eh? No, you, you're not going to use aluminium in your golf clubs? Like, whatever the fuck. That's what I bet they do. I think there's a conspiracy of British people changing the way they say words to influence <laughs> Americans. I, 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 I would say them the way they say them if I were talking to them. That's, that's how far I go with, like, sort of copying someone else's speech patterns and styles. Like, I'll, st- I'll start uh, every time I do it. Yeah, I'll say vitamins. Like, why not? Like, I, I, I don't want to see you roll your eyes. <laughs> why <over there>. not? <laughs> yeah, like, 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 you know, it just rolls off Because we have standards, Kyle. Vitamins. Vitamins. I have a topic. Minerals. A video. I, I hope you haven't seen it before. It, 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 I, I'm aware that you might have. But oh, cue yeah. that up at I'm, zero. Yep. Oh, have you both seen it? Yes, mm-hmm. sir. Ah, shucks. I was going to ask you to pause it at a certain... Let's play it anyway. It's fun. Yeah, I'm down. Right. It's funny. Ready, set, play. So yeah, what's going on here, these, uh, yeah. these calorically proficient young men are trying to unclog a drain hole. It's like a bunch of giant plants in it. And they'll get it in a second now. Watch this. This is the scariest thing. They're jumping on the... Whoa! Kid gone! Other kid gone! Thunder. Pops out the other side. That guy's not as happy. No. That guy's like, oh my god, life could have just ended. And it's going to be on YouTube. Yeah, the kid gives no fucks. He's a kid. The the, the adult's like, I almost died just there in a goddamn drain pipe. Yeah. I almost died in a drain pipe today. They all should have known. Like, if you're unclogging a drain pipe and you're in the side with all the water 
and the other end is <laughs> in the side. It's just the pressure. You you believe it. Water's going to start going through. Like they should have known better than to have some Plus kid the fussing way they around were doing it. Like it's one thing. It, it's dumb to like stand on the side and slowly pick things out. It's mega dumb to jump on it with your feet in the pipe. Like yeah, there's yeah. only one way this ends. Uh. Yeah, with you potentially drowning. Hopefully, there's not a thick stick in that tube. And then you spend or the last grate. 45 seconds of your life. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, or a grate. grate. What if there's a grate uh, on the exit to stop people from going? I don't going... even say that. What a nightmare scenario. Mm-hmm. Oh, can you imagine? That would be a reason to sue uh, to sue someone. Is to if sue you the guys with in, you in there you... kicking the bushes? <laughs> well, no, it'd, it'd be for the rest of you, for your family to do because you'd be yeah. dead. You'd be dead. You would be And, you and, would and be real dead. bloated, too, because it'll be a while for them to get you out of that grate. Oh, it's not going to be a good funeral. It's uh-huh. not going to be classy. Uh, they, they might as well just, <laughs> might as well just like bury you inside that that tube. Yeah, leave you in the tube. Yeah, just see yeah, put, put some plants back in the front where they were before, and you're all you're all set. It seems it? just yesterday, Jim Bob was jumping on refuse trying to knock it through that pipe. <laughs> it's because it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this AMA question, by the way, uh, Patreon.com/slash PKA. I think for ten dollars a month, you get. Uh, PKA early and the ability to ask AMA questions. And Back access on. to PKN video, which is incredibly important. Mm-hmm. So uh, it says, to Kyle, but open to all the hosts, how do you respond to a girl that won't turn her off? I'm sorry, it's not written perfectly. How do you respond to a girl that won't turn her off when she starts talking dirty to you via text or sends nudes? I feel that any photos I could send back would be attractive, but I'm not that great at talking dirty. So she's talking dirty and sending nudes, and he doesn't know where to go from there. I'm, I'm trying to understand. I'm tempted this. to be I'm like, reading it right now. Talk so to her and you... say, "You like that, you fucking retard?" Right, the Reddit thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait, it really, so is, that, is that what it's you're a case saying? by case? It, it's on a case by case basis. First of all, it depends mm. what your version of like dirty talk is, or, or what kind of picture she's sending along. But first of all, like, what do you mean you can't come up with a picture of yourself that you could reply back with? Like, like, no, um, that's not how I read it. Yeah, he, he, I feel he, any he, photos he, I could he, send back would be attractive. Yeah, I, I understood what he said, but but what oh. I mean is like, where are you coming from with that, bro? Like like, do you mean that you find yourself to be unappealing and or like are, no, no, are no, you? No, 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 no. You're not reading it right. He said, I think any pictures I send would be attractive, but I'm not that good at dirty talking. So I think what he's oh. saying is that he feels confident sending an image of himself that is that is good looking, but that he's not confident in the the dirty talk in like whatever yeah, whatever's I, happening. I, I'm really good at this. Um. Tell her what you want to do. And, and, and don't just be like, I want to fuck you. Like, okay, you've really bored the fucking shit out of me, bro. Like, like start at the beginning. Like, ah, I, I don't know. Your, sense, your skin's so soft. I, I just like touching you and being close to you. I want to I kiss your neck. I want to kiss your ears. And I just want to touch all of you and squeeze and grab. And I, I want to make out because your lips are so Ooh, sexy. So, so, you guys want to call the show? I want to smell your hair. Like, no. Like, and, you know, no, like, keep go going. Step by step with exactly what you want to do. Like, 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 I don't know. I just really just want you to sit on my face. I just want you to grind that perfect pussy in my mouth because it just turns me on so much just to be near you. And I want to be as close to you as I can. You turn me on so much all the time. You're all I think about. Be honest. Just don't tell her that. what you. Yeah, do all those things. Yeah, it's all those things. Yeah. Uh, that, tell her exactly that's, that's what, what I was going to gonna say. If she's talking <laughs> dirty, then you talk dirty back. Tell her exactly what you want to do. And if you're not creative, then, 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 you know, I would say, I was just saying, don't say you're all I think about. Cause that comes off a little thirsty. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe not that one. Maybe not yeah. that one. Yeah. Uh, it depends what step of the Kyle system you're in. 
<laughs> it was Chadwick Steph. Uh, <laughs> I gotta finish up A and B, but you must see, bitch. You know, <laughs> you know <laughs> if you really did write down a Kyle system, it would go pretty viral. People would refer to it all the time. I, I hope it's K Y L E, like it involves the letters. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it yeah. would have to be. Uh, I and mean, we should all make our own system. Honestly, <laughs> I know what I'm doing with the D. Honesty. Like, don't lie to her at all. Tell her the 100% truth. Like, if she asks you a question, be completely fucking straight with it. Don't ever lie. And, uh, and be really straightforward with what you want and why you want it. But you can't ever let them think, and it's not true for me, it's this, that you're only interested in, like, sex. Like, like no, 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 no. It's, it's like, I just wanted to come. Like, I, I'm probably better at making that happen than you are. But what I, what I want is, like, everything that, that I, all, the whole package. And then start listing what the package is. Tell her all the things about her that you appreciate and that stand out about her and make her unique and different. And every girl is different in their own way. They're, they're, uh, like, like, uh Aww. Every girl I've ever known has something about them that that's oh man, I wish I could combine all of you into one perfect person, but but I can't. So I just appreciate you know whatever it is about them that makes them special and unique. And and like I said, everybody's she got one. Oh, I'm on gay. Fuck you, Chiz. Fuck you, Chiz. <laughs> yeah, this, I don't think Chiz is gay because this is the most hetero shit I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell them Dude, what you, you gotta you gotta do some gay things if you want to fuck women. Yeah. Women like gay things. Yeah, they do. Hmm. Yeah. This explains the candle making. I mean, one or two, that's all it takes. Uh, if, if the candle making never leads to anything, I'm going to continue it because I'm having fun <laughs> with this. Yeah. So, but I love think that about you are. this. If, if a girl comes over from Tinder, mayhaps, well, absolutely, it's going to happen. But yeah. when she comes over, you know, dinner's being made, doing all that, candle making, that's like. Like women love crafts. Women love crafting things, and and then being able to take it and be like, oh, this is something I made. It's eucalyptus. Do you know that? And it's like, that's interesting. I guarantee nobody's ever taken her candle making before. Mm-hmm. And no chiz, that I'm not wasting any of my expensive Amazon soy wax on these uh, floozies. Good because it burns <laughs> too hot at a temperature. It's very special. S and M wax is completely different than candle wax. Okay, you want to send someone to the hospital? You you break out that fucking soy wax you got in there. You got to absolutely. I'm I I don't unless a girl really wanted to. To be fair, there are a lot of fetish things that if the girl really wanted to, you'd be like, fucking whatever, I'll dress up as the mailman. I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, like, if they told me, like, I really, uh, like, I want to have a fantasy. Package. I have I'm a not fantasy. sure if it's going to fit in the slot. Yeah, I have a fantasy where I'm Julius Caesar's lover, and I'm blowing him as he's bleeding out from all the stab wounds <laughs> after, after, uh... <laughs> Well, I was telling you guys last night there was that girl that wanted me. There was the girl who wanted me to cut her and drink her blood, you know. And it's just like, okay, no, not really. <laughs> no, I, I was like, no, I, I can't. Cut. No, I've had two different girls drink. that wanted me to cut them though. Two different girls uh, that wanted me to mm. cut them, but one wanted us to like drink the blood and like I don't know, like the blood to be in my mouth and then us to make out with the blood and like she, this she'd is, like, yeah. This is going to, like from from fetishistic to like sadistic and serial killery is wanting to drink yeah. your own blood i, I wasn't down with that i draw I the line at i actually think i lied and said i was down with that because like i think before that i was like i don't care i'm up for anything and and like i and she was like yeah well, won't you cut me and we drink our drink 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 my blood together and i was like well, shit she called my bluff but 
she lives pretty far away, and we're not starting off with blood drinking first thing. So, yeah, I'll drink your blood. <laughs> a special knife, because I do. This is my blooding knife. Like, I cut all the bitches with it. Don't worry, I, I clean it first. Like, like that's great. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go uh, Ramsey Bolton on you. Dude, but it is crazy, like, just how much, like, you'd be, I, at least me, and I'm, it sounds like Kyle as well, it's like I'd be willing to roll with. Like, yeah. if they, like, you, I want you to dress up like Abe Lincoln. And just be Abe all day. And I'm going to put makeup on the back of your head for like an exit wound or something like that. Like, it, it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter at all. Dressing up, who cares? If it was like, I want you, uh, we're going to do it in public, as long as there's no chance of getting on a sex offender registry. It can be public, but like a reasonable, a reasonable kind of public, not like on a park bench. Where it's like, oh, okay, well, uh, we're, we're, we're both going to jail after this, right? Because there are children. Like, no, I, that wouldn't be worth it. But, like, yeah, public... you and I spoke about this just last night about the public yeah. sex thing. Like, that, like, like, I had sex in, like, the, uh, this, like, I had sex in the back room of a winery one time. But the one that really stands out to me is, like, we were at this, uh, what is that? It's a hotel, but they also sub- serve dinner there. It's called, uh, Chateau Elan. Mm-hmm. Um, Class. Anyone works at Chateau Elan in in, uh, in Georgia? I fucked in the back room, one of those ballrooms in there, on mm. top of one of them big fancy tables. But the whole time, I'm like, can we just wrap this up at home? Like, we're one nosy busboy away from really fucking up here. It's like, I don't want to get like. There's gonna be a walk of shame out of Chateau Elan in just a minute. Like when they catch me in here, like like I, like, I didn't enjoy that, and, and, and I think she did. But I, the whole time, both times, I was just like. I don't like this. Like, like I would be okay if we were like outside in my yard at, in, in like the at night or even in the daytime or whatever. But like somewhere private. I'm not fucking like, in a yard at night and just gonna get eaten alive by mosquitoes. Like that, I can't well, imagine a worse place to fuck than in the grass in the well, lawn all my at night. Are there in with their Georgia. Torches. So <laughs> oh. you know that that kind of keeps the bugs away. Everybody's out there, their torches chanting. Yeah, they got their citronella candles and they're up. Uh, uplifting chance. <laughs> <laughs> well, uplifting for them, you know, like like it, it. One person's uplifting moment is another's dirty, dirty Nazi. Yeah, yeah I, I I saw a really <laughs> funny post on Reddit. They're like, now they know. Now the KKK remembers why they always wore masks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it turns out nobody likes them. Oh, and, and they lose out, their jobs. Like, we'll tell on you and shit, and and you know you don't maybe want everybody to know that you're the scum of the earth or whatever. I'm trying to think of more fun little hobby kind of things kind of like candle making that i could pick up just cooking for cooking look do cooking i'm i'm, I'm so into cooking right now i i watched uh, maybe 30 hours of gordon ramsay in the last couple of weeks my my fridge is full of gourmet ingredients right now last night i cooked filet mignon and twice baked potatoes and made a nice blue cheese salad uh i was gonna cook tonight but i haven't eaten today so i'm gonna eat some hot dogs in a minute but like tomorrow night it's gonna be lamb chops the next night it's chicken parmesan like I'm just taking every and then and then fish and chips. I'm taking every one of Gordon Ramsay's recipes and doing my best to duplicate it. I'm sure he would scream at me cursing if he if he it's fucking raw <laughs> or whatever it says. Um, but I'm yeah, really yeah. cooking. I'll right give now. that a go. Cooking is like it's it's so essential to know how to do. It's almost not even a hobby. And I in in like critique of myself, I do need to get better at it. But I was thinking more just like other little things. Like I'm I'm trying to think because I've. I'm in the same boat as Woody that I've really, really lost interest in video games over the last few months. Like I just, it, it's probably been three months since I've turned on a video game at this point, almost. Like uh, since the last time I played Total War Warhammer, I don't think I've turned on either one of my consoles or anything. But I'm just trying to think, what, what are little fun things that you do that aren't like crocheting? Because that seems like a good way to 
that seems boring and stupid. I, I like Kyle's a big idea one. of cooking. I, I yeah. think not only would it be an awesome life skill, it could be a health thing. Girls would love it. It, it It's a really cool talent to have. Playing it, a musical a nice instrument is a neat too. one. Like, like I, my, my dad came over last night. I cooked dinner for my dad and Kitty. And, like, you know, I, I, I cooked some three-inch three thick filet mignons and those delicious potatoes. And my dad was like, I'm really impressed. This is this is really good. And I was like, yeah, no, no sweat. I can do lots of things. You know, I, 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 <laughs> I could do I've been learning things this whole time. Yeah. yeah, I can do all kind of shit, motherfucker. Uh, I, <laughs> Wait, I'm a pretty you good say? cook. I can do all, uh, oh, all kinds uh, of shit. That, that is yeah, I can do all kinds of shit. Yeah. Um, oh, I uh, when I was <laughs> when I was <laughs> I was trying to think of, like stupid little things like hobbies and magic came to mind. Not Magic the Gathering, magic like, <laughs> like uh, doing oh, that kind of shit. I and like I that. remember in high school we, we were drunk at friend's house or something there's a lot of a lot of guys and gals there hanging out and it was got to be late at night and everybody was like uh <laughs> I, I guess i was i was pretty pretty drunk and i walked in and it was some guy like doing like magic tricks with cards for a couple girls <laughs> and I, i'd never done it before i don't know why but i just was like let me see all those <laughs> and i grabbed them all and i like just moved them around a bit and i just went right to the Right to the guy's face sitting there. He wasn't that drunk. And I just bent the cards and forced at him. I went, I'm an illusionist. And I just sprayed them all right into his face. <laughs> all, the, all the girls thought it was funny. And so it, pay, it panned out. But it was such a, a rude thing to do. Why did I do oh, that? Oh, so shitty, Taylor. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, so shitty. Taylor's uh, a bully. I used bully. to be able to do... I, <laughs> had, I had like... I I had one magic trick. I could do this, that, and the other. Uh, just, mm. just YouTube search this, that, and the other if you, if you, anyone's curious. But I could, I practiced that. I made my own cards because you need like your own cards to do it. And uh, I practiced endlessly uh, because the first time I saw it, I was blown the fuck away. And this guy wasn't a magician. He was just a, a guy like showing a cool trick. And I was like, if he can do it, then I can do it even better. Like I got these crazy fingers. Like I, I, I can, I, I can, I can do this. And I got so good at it that I would take it to the poker game with me, and I'd pull out my this, that, and the other card. It's, you need three cards that you make yourself. I'd spray-painted regular playing cards and wrote magic marker on them, just, I think, as the guy on the internet had. And I'd do that trick, and then people wouldn't want me to deal. I'd have to show them how the trick worked so they knew that I wasn't, like, some master, like, card lifter or something. It's, it's not that, di I mean, yeah, card mechanic. It's, it's not that you're a card mechanic. It's... It's some basic stuff. It's it's nothing crazy, but but if you if you do it correctly, and there's a bit of showmanship to it as well. You tell a story as you reveal cards, and you're like, oh, a friend came to me the other day, and he. You tell this whole story. The guy the guy is British in the video. I can still think mm -hmm. of his accent. But when you finish this thing up, and, and they get the finale of it, it's the kind of trick that like is ramping up as you go. And every time you you're doing like many tricks in a row, and it's like, oh, that was cool. How did you do that? Oh, that's even cooler. How are you doing that? Oh, my God. The whole time? The whole time you were doing that? And at the end, you're, you're blown the fuck away. It's, uh, it's really easy to do, though, if you want to learn how to do it. This, that, and the other. I got I'll an AMA up. question for me that I want to answer. Uh, someone wrote, Woody, I missed the vlogs about the progress of the wood shop. What happened there? When are we going to see some project videos? So I did take a break, but I got back into it uh, before my trip, actually. Uh, some of my machines require a dust collection system. So if you watch my paramotor videos, you know Tim with the big bushy beard? Uh, he likes woodworking. So we decided that we were going to get the shop up and then build doors. Like my, my stable has five doors that are kind of shitty. One's even missing. And it's like, let's do that and make it first class. You know, I'll do like good Game of Thrones style heavy doors and 
so we started to set up the dust collection, mounted it on the wall and bought all the tubing and stuff. And then I went on my vacation and I broke my leg. So uh, that's where the woodworking stands right now. I can't really get around. I, I, I like <laughs> I'll eat dishes. I'll eat like food and be like, honey, can you carry my dish back to the kitchen? Because that's really hard on crutches, you know, like it drips and stuff. And uh, I can't imagine carrying lumber right now. But yeah. Uh, Anyway, I was getting into it. We started cleaning up machines and getting them going, and it stopped. Someone asked what we thought about the newest uh, season of Rick and Morty. I, I think it's the worst season Mixed, thus far. I like there's, it. Uh, there's several episodes that really feel hyper weak. The most recent uh, one where Rick, and, or excuse me, where Jerry, Jerry. And, uh, and Rick go on their own adventure. Best episode of the year, I thought. It was to me. Uh, I really, really dug it. Um, I liked it a lot. And, and I'll tell you what it brought back that I, I like the most about Rick and Morty. It's the darkness. It's the darkness that's real. It's the kind of shit that, like, you can, you can like, oh, yeah, that, that's just how fucking life is. Yeah. Like, the, the episode with Unity back in season one or two, whatever, where Rick almost kills himself with that machine, and then he just puts, he, he bitches out at the end or whatever and just sits there and cries on his table. That was dark. But this episode, you got Jerry in this situation with his family where it starts off and his life is so dark and pathetic and like he's like looking up at the stain on the ceiling and and in that stain he's seeing like a happy family and stuff and then he comes back out of it and it's just dark empty sadness and then of course you know rick comes in, ah, good. jerry and rick adventure and he's like dragging him out with no pants he's like he's like I'll, I'll make you i'll make you a new pair of pants they'll be better than your pants you've ever bought jerry like come on and then the the whole thing you know they get to that place and that child murders that other fucking child, you know, out of nowhere. And there's many, many dark moments. The the way that Rick sort of, for the first time, turned the mirror back on Jerry and said, you're just a predator who uses your own weakness for it. That was some, like, heavy shit. Like, you can imagine, like, if that were you, uh, or, you know, if someone lays that much heavy shit on you and you, you, you're like, oh, my God, like, you're right. Holy shit. Like, like I just realized what a piece of shit I am. Like, it... it it had that kind of realness to it. I, I like that episode a lot. And then it's they get funny. silly. That's why I... And I'm glad you said that too. That's why I like Pickle Rick. Pickle Rick! Right? Like, you juxtapose him turning himself into a pickle with the much more serious issue of him dodging family therapy. Right? Like, mm -hmm. he'll do anything. And the, the family not wanting to admit that he's, he lies to them routinely. You know? Like, hey, does anyone... Uh, think they know what is in the syringe and they all sort of like have a hard time admitting that they all know damn well it's an anti-pickle serum in the syringe yeah. but but they're they're not ready to admit that rick rise to lies to them routinely that juxtaposed with rick as a pickle with rat arms just like ripping things apart like hey rat do you know why i don't have a special name for you like scar or ironborn or something? it's because you're <laughs> nothing to me you're not even special you should have impressed those and, and, and like, i like that bit yeah and, and, i mean there were some funny parts but it really felt like they had six minutes of an episode and 14 minutes of rat fighting which got stale very quickly not for me. I, I, I really like the episode. It was a mixed bag for me. I didn't really like it. I didn't hate it as much as Taylor. I, I'm somewhere in between you guys. I, I think I would have liked it a lot more had that been the very first time I saw all the rat killing animation because I had seen months and months ago this sort of black and white uh, sketch line drawing sketch yeah. sketch. It, it wasn't draw. just the rats. To be fair, it was like the the assassin part at the end that wasn't funny either. 
Yeah, that seems sort of weird and contrived, but that's because it's a but parody of... It. Uh, and the, he's like, hey, I have endless daughters. There was one time where I switched it for oh. whatever. And the guy's like, do I have endless daughters? Do I have endless daughters? Yeah, because he, he did, like, his no, whole life is me. devoted to just hoping that, like, he could be reconnected with his daughter. The guy's been in prison for years and this and that. And Rick is such an asshole. He's like, nah, just me. Nah, just me. And he, and he doesn't reconnect him with a daughter. And it's just like, yeah. oh. you know, there's a universe out there in which the dad is dead and the daughter's lonely and they could reunite him. You know, totally. And, and, uh, but Rick doesn't care because no, he fucking cares. He's such a dick. Because Rick knows there's another universe where nothing bad ever happened to the dad and daughter and they're living happily ever after. And, and it doesn't make a fucking difference about any of them. Because he's a nihilist. Because he doesn't care. And, and, and I can wear on the you, you for a while. But, but look, I, I'm still on board Rick and Morty. I'm going to watch it until they stop making it. Uh, they'd have to do something really silly like... I don't know, delve into like some sort of modern like like real life politics and get weird about gender or something like that before I'd they'd have to offend me before I'd uh, I'd stop watching. I, I dig the show. I like the voice uh, voice actors. There's only a handful of them. I I like the show. It's a good I show. I, and, and the narrative is changing. Like this ain't the Simpsons, right? Like Homer never moved out for four or five episodes. You know, <laughs> shit's happening. It's 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 a real drama. I just realized I haven't watched any of the Archer. I know you guys didn't like it, but I might. And I Skip have. It. Fucking skip that shit and you'll be better off. Don't waste your brain cells on that shit. Let me just spoil it for you. No! It's all in I, um, I just lay around with an elevated leg and nothing to do all the time, Kyle. <laughs> That's fair. No spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I really need some content. It's garbage. It's garbage. <laughs> I, you'd watch be Ozark. Watch both I of you. Watch I didn't Ozark. like it. You'll like I finished it. What? Yeah. You watched the whole thing and you didn't like it? Everybody seems to really like it. I know. It. It's, it's all over my Facebook feed now. Paramotor people are telling me, like, mm. oh, broken leg, you should check out Ozark. And, uh, and I don't have the heart to tell them that it, like, it just wasn't my cup of tea. I don't know. Like, You know it's not like an anthology. Like, there's a season two. Uh, there's no season two? No, no, there is a season two. Oh, like, well, it's not an anthology news. show. <laughs> oh. Have you ever seen American Horror Story, Woody? Uh, uh, here's what I would it. suggest. I'm way behind. That show is so hit or miss, and it, this and it, this and very this. hit or miss. Here's the show for you, Woody. The Shield. Watch, oh, watch that old cop thing. Yeah, yeah, watch, that guy. Watch, Michael Chiklis. Michael Chiklis. Like, like no matter. I, I think hmm. Family Guy made a joke that like no matter how buff he gets, he still looks fat. Like, like he'll always just look fat. So just to lay out the scenario, he's got special needs children, and he becomes a dirty cop in a way to provide for them. He mm -hmm. needs to. He, he's this extra income that he's getting is for them, and he's not dirty at like like he's taking bribes from the mob or anything, and like and shit like that. He's got his own shit going on. Like like he'll confiscate stuff and and then sell it. He, he he'll torture people. There's a bad guy at one point whose thing is every time he rapes a woman, he forcibly puts a dove tattoo on their face, and there's the there, oh, there's a what, little. What? What kind of Hitler monster is this guy? Yeah, right? like, this is, this is a cartel. level of evil that's not even seen he's in He's representing life, the cartel in L.A., the way I remember it. Or he, he like slides into town, and he's the big bad for that season. And he's just a real scary, really intelligent guy. Like, like, like he's, he, he's, a smart, he's a smart villain. He, he's not a dumb-dumb. And uh, he's kind of a mastermind. His, his apartment's like empty except for like a little furniture and books and shit. So... There's been this little girl who's like gonna rat this guy out until like 80% through the episode she comes stumbling up all crying with a fucking dove tattoo to her face. She's like seven or something like that. Chickless goes to this guy's house, fucking gets him in like that arm lock like the cops do, like behind your back. The chicken wing. Puts his face, 
puts his face on the eye of the fucking stove. He's like, you're going to leave town now? And the guy's like, no. He's like, you're going to leave now? And like, it's, it, I think it's FX maybe. They show this shit. It's the goriest shit you've ever seen on TV as this guy's face melts like the fucking hound. He doesn't fucking care. He's just got these crazy scars and he keeps being the big bad guy. He won't leave town. He, he melts the guy's face halfway off until his partners have to be like, get off him. You're going to melt him to death. And, uh, and, and that guy just keeps being the bad guy. Um, Jesus, even the, Schillinger in Oz didn't tattoo them after. Uh, no, no, never mind. Yeah, never yeah, mind. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tattooed yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> never, never um, they, they end up in trouble with like. <laughs> so he's Armenian. as bad as the Nazi from Oz. Okay, so yeah, they end up with like in trouble with like the Armenian mob who and the Armenian mobs thing is they like chop your feet off with a fucking axe or something like that. Like, like so that's happening all the time. Um, I I highly recommend the Shield. Um, okay. It's, it's and, and and like he's he's always like stressed out with his wife and and his children and he loves the children so is it much. Streaming anywhere like Netflix or HBO? I purchased it back in the day mm. about two years ago. Like I, I just bought all the seasons. I think like I started off like I'll buy one episode for like I think there was like two dollars and then I bought three and then it was like I did the quick math and it's like if I buy the season right now then I won't lose any money. But if I buy one more episode on its own and then buy the season, then I'll pay more than just buying the season. So I'm like, all right, season bought. And then it was like, ah, season two, season three. And I think they get cheaper as you go, maybe. So like, it's very good. And the ending of the whole series is, uh, is better than what the fucking Careful. Sopranos did. Like they know oh, how yeah. to, they know how to close a show out. <sighs> well, that sounds good. I'll have to check that out. Oh, I don't know if it's show news, but I see my ortho doctor tomorrow, and I am very jazzed. I, I, here's, people might not know. This is what I know about my leg. Um, three, there's four bones that hold your foot on. I broke three. I may have said this. And uh, the doc beforehand was like, I have to fix one. That's clear. I might have to fix two, and then the rest will be held in place. Well, I ends up fixing two, but I don't know how. Like, I know, I think there's a plate on one side. The other side may just have screws. I haven't seen x-rays. Um, when he told me how to care for it, there wasn't a lot of back and forth because I was post-op, right? And I had like I was like anesthesia and drugged out and and such. So all I really took away from the post-op was he fixed two bones, the third one's gonna be okay on its own, and baby it. Don't put weight on it, don't bump it, just take really good care of it. And that's the darkness I've been in for like the last ten days. Just like I don't know how it's gonna heal. I don't know what to expect in terms of like walking recovery pt i don't i don't know like it, it, should i upgrade crutches to some sort of scooter should i like i don't know anything and tomorrow all my questions get answered and i'm really excited about that and um, yeah. uh get <laughs> as a guy who breaks himself from time to time like I, i've got a relationship with my orthopedic surgeon and um i really like him so we're gonna go sync up tomorrow and it's tomorrow morning 9 20 and i'm gonna be there and i'm, I'm gonna that's good. Hopefully, good news. Oh, I hope uh, so. If you're not busy next month, I'm going to go to Six Flags, and I could. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I could totally do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> it'd be so, it'd suck for you because like the rides are bumpy, and you'd be getting hurt if you even got on. A so month you'd have from to be now? Literally... Nah, I'd be loving it. I'd, and and I, I get a wheelchair, right? Like, because crutches are. I, like, I'm like, who needs kettlebells when I walk around on my hands everywhere? Like, this is exhausting. I, I've shown my bruises. The, the uh, muscles in here, like, like whatever these are. Like, I remember when I was on crutches for six weeks, I was like, I'd, I'd like flex. And I was like, oh, 
Yeah, maybe <laughs> I'll stay on these a little longer. Like, like you, you, it's it's an interesting little workout you get. I saw your palms. That I, I never got that. Um, I'm wearing out the crutches. I don't know if the like the that probably doesn't seem to show very well. But the padding on the top here mm -hmm. is not padding anymore. It's like a millimeter thick. There's, it's practically a hole. And uh, yeah, my going upstairs is so, was so scary. I can remember like in, in the gym in high school. It was a very vertical stair. Mm -hmm. uh, so like it's covering. You're going up about 12 feet, but you're doing that in very few horizontal feet. And I just remember going up them like I've been on the things for a couple of weeks, so I was getting pretty confident. And it's just like chicka 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 chicka. And one of one time I kind of I like I did that whoa like going backwards almost kind of thing. And it was like I, ca I caught myself, but it was like holy fuck! If I went backwards off these motherfuckers, I might not ever be the same again. I'd be taking the elevator up. <laughs> yeah. Were they yeah, concrete uh, stairs? Yes. Yeah. I remember they're painted green. Mm -hmm. That was our colors. They, they, they was, and it was like bright, slippery green. It wasn't even like skateboard. Like where it always looks wet. I don't have yes, that. exactly. But both the stairways in my house have a 90-degree turn in them. So like one mm -hmm. side is happy and wide, and the other side is like big enough for the toe of my crutch. <laughs> and it's like, ah, oh, this is a little fucking dicey here, you know? If that one moves a centimeter, it slides off the step, and I'm screwed. But, I've uh, never had to use crutches, ever. Really? I don't even know how many times mm -hmm. I've used crutches. I mean, it's not a ton, it's ton like four out. or five. Pretty sure it was just once for me when I when I broke my foot or ankle or whatever. Yeah, everyone accuses me. Like, oh, there's a midlife crisis. No, bitches. Like, this is not my first rodeo. This is how I do things. So... Uh, you know, I'll have you know I'm I'm injured myself frequently. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't a fad for me. I'm in it for the for the long haul. <laughs> I've been hurting myself before you were born. <laughs> it's funny you say yeah, that, but I think you're true. literally on target there. Yeah, you are. Um, I am. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, for, for me personally, like I'm super jazzed about seeing the surgeon tomorrow and uh, and just knowing what to expect. Like I, it could be six weeks, could be six months. I don't yeah. know. So that's well. Just so our Patreons know, um, you are owed a couple of hangouts, and that's coming quite soon. So be on the lookout for those emails. We'll be seeing you all very soon. And if you would like to become a Patreon, so that you can do these several hours on, like we promise an hour, but inevitably, it, I don't think we've done one that was less than two hours before. And we did one that was like three hours and forty-five minutes one time, where it's just me and Woody sitting there chatting with a, a group of fans, and it's not a a huge group or anything it's it's been as many as like 12 i think or 14 or something but it's been as few like maybe if like an email didn't get read or whatever like if he was like three or four and something yeah. like that. and the and one of those guys ends up inevitably doesn't talk too much he's just there for the experience i suppose and uh and so it's i know the guys pretty well that we have those hangouts like the guy with the beard i like a lot uh, <laughs> whose guns. parents are quite yeah yeah whose parents are quite wealthy it seems uh i like him a lot um uh, the guy whose girlfriend didn't thought he was cheating because he wanted to watch VR porn and like kicked him out of the bedroom. That was that was pretty cool. I like that guy a lot. That so, guy was great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's fun hanging out with you guys in there. So uh, if you're interested in that, check out our Patreon down below. I think like 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 what he was saying earlier that the ten dollar one is definitely the sweet spot unless you really value coming and hanging out with us. So yeah, make it happen. Yeah, yep. the, the, check out the our Patreon. Fifty dollar one that involves the hangout. They all have a story on how they're able to afford that. And I think that makes that's something that's neat. Like, oh, yeah, I do this or my parents do that. They're, they're all, there's nobody in there who was like, ah, I saved up and <laughs> got my pennies together. They're all like, you know, I, 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 I've had four startup companies. I'm 17. You know, yeah. it's just like that. You know, it's, it's, it's really interesting, bright, entrepreneurial, spirited, 
impressive human beings that and I feel like when we go in there I'm just as interested in hearing their story as perhaps they are in speaking to me about whatever so it's good shit I like yeah, those that's exactly it hey, is, that a, is that a show that's a show that's check a out show. our sponsors down below bomb fell CISO and lift all right. is check there all a post out. read I, I have in my and head the is. am I wrong tell me I'm wrong that's it we're good you're wrong Roger that. All right, PKA 349.